to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing It's coming at you. It's January 1st, 2018. We made it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Can't believe we're doing another year of shows. It's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. We will be here each and every week for most of the 2018 year. Talking Supercross. Anaheim won right around the corner. Good God, I can't believe it. How exciting is that? You can't even believe that it's actually happening. Monster Energy Supercross. Anaheim won. All right. Great show tonight, everybody. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac will be on. That's right. The odds-on favorite to win the 2018 Supercross title. If you ask me, you'll be on the show tonight. Friend of the show, Jake Weimer, will be on of the Smart Tops Honda team. We'll iron out this Pulpamex sticker program we're going to do for 2018. Jumpin' Jake will be on. Former pro rider turned Husqvarna Media Relations Manager Andy Jefferson will be on. The bro show uh, from the early 80s. Uh, He was one of Mitch Payton's first ever supported riders. He will be on the night as well to talk about the new bike. Husqvarna as a company. Probably tell us some Payton stories and uh, and go from there. Andy Jefferson on the night along with Eli Tomac, Jake Weimer. We've got a gear outlet cold call. We got the BTOSports.com tweeted Travis segment. We got the X brand goggle tear off segment. We got the race tech emails as well. And we got you. 702 586 7857. The last show of the offseason. We made it. We will talk Supercross next Monday night because Anaheim 1 is happening and it's exciting. We're going to talk a lot about that tonight. We're going to talk about that and the 250 West Series is coming up as well and we got a lot to get into. Hey, if you're going to listen to the show, uh, go to uh, the, the app on the, Pulpamex, on the app store on pulpamex.com. Buy the app. You can listen live to this show. On Thursdays, we have a show Thursdays at noon Pacific, the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. So you can listen to that, both, and this show on there. All of the archives are on there. There's bonus podcasts on the app. And uh, you can get everything we do on that Pulpamex app. And thank you, everybody, for checking that out. Also to Amazon, if you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, go to Amazon banner on Pulpamex.com. Click on that. Make a little uh, uh, purchase, and uh, we get a small slice of that. And we thank you, people, for doing that also. And uh, it's been uh, it's been a really successful thing for us, and it helps us pay the bills a little bit. As does Patreon. We've uh, given away some shirts. We've given away some uh, early podcast links. We've given away uh, uh, some discounts on uh, pro- products. All on the Patreon. Uh, so if you want to uh, in- support the show a little more, you don't have to. We appreciate those that do, though. Guys like Hal out there. Guys like Mim, guys like that are on Patreon, and we thank them. And uh, it's been really well, and it's been really nice. Um, 
Also, too, Publix Fantasy. It's coming up. $34.95 for the year. You can win a 2019 Cowie 450F. Random draw for that bike. And if you win the Supercross League, you can win a 2018 uh, Cowie 450, or KX250F on that. So if you win the Supercross League. So PulpMXFantasy.com, please sign up. We will check more on that and talk more about that as we go on uh, this show. Uh, but again, uh, it's going to be pretty cool for all of you people. Handicap League. And it's going to be linked in with live timing and everything else. So PulpMX Fantasy. And uh, check out the prizes on there. There's weekly prizes. There's serious ending prizes. So a lot of really cool stuff on there. In studio tonight, all show long, he works for PulpMX.com. He has Kiefer Inc. Testing.com uh, as well. Uh, he's been in, he's a former pro racer. He's raced all over the world. He's my friend, Chris Kiefer. All over the world. All over the world. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We made it. I'm here for the first show of 2018. I wouldn't have it any other way. God. Although I, I wasn't sure you were going to make it. Why? Well, you moved. Oh, that's a and there's a dip. lot of stress in your life. We could use a whole segment for that. But yeah, I'm here. I moved in. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Racing starts Saturday. My day program starts on Saturday. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Um, but thank you for having me. Uh, what's happening? Uh, you're good? Yep. I was uh, planning on taking some vacation time, but mm-hmm. that turned into moving. Yep. So we moved, and now we're back. And going. The, work week starts. The new house has a pool and a hot tub, uh, a little grotto. Yeah, Action? that pulp money is coming in handy. Oh, Look at God, oh, dude, so yeah, much like money, that? so much money. How that went down was we're looking for homes and how Heather looks for homes. Hey, I found a home, pool and jacuzzi. How's everything else? Oh, I didn't look at that yet. Doesn't matter. Nope, pool and jacuzzi, yep. that's it. That sounds about like mine, too. <laughs> uh, so thanks, Kiefer. Thanks for coming in. We're going to talk about the new love of your life. Oh, yes. Where it ranks on the sandwiches and Heather scale. Oh, gosh. It's We're going to talk about that, your yes. new love of your life. Uh, with Bro Show is coming on, too. Thanks for getting him on. Yep. Uh, your buddies with him. And uh, you suggested getting Andy on, and I'm looking forward to, to really talking to him. Uh, Jason Thomas will be on, of course. Yes. Talk, talk Supercross uh, and much more. Um, also, too. Yeah, you like that? That's Kiefer about the new bike. Over in the corner, uh, he's the producer of the show, holding things down. I think he's got new headphones. I'm mm. not sure. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? You're very observant. Well, I sit here and I look at you, and I get mad half the time, but I notice a new headphones. Why would you get mad looking at me? Because Internet Explorer is the most used browser in the world. I'm not doing this right now. We know that. I'm not doing this on We the know that. <sighs> Why? Why is that a big thing? Kiefer, did it get hot before the show? Oh, yeah, he, he was already barking at you before you did anything. Well, because it, we all know Internet Explorer is the number one used browser. <laughs> it is. I'm not saying it's the best. What, what, what's the, what does he think the best is? I don't know what he thinks the best is. Probably whatever him and his nerd buddies get together and they think about. It's like a Fraggle Rock. They all get together in the bottom of a, of a mine call, of a mine shaft, him and his nerd buddies, and they determine which browser is the best. I can tell you which one's the most used, and it's not oh, Internet Explorer. And how do you know that? <laughs> they, have, they have data out Who's there. Who's they? Firefox. Oh, a lot of people. Dude, there's 8 million Windows computers out there in the world. What does that mean? What browser? That means there's 8 million Internet Explorer browsers loaded on those computers. That doesn't mean people use it. Of course they do. No, they don't. They what? use it to go so, download so, Google so, Chrome. So my mom, my mom gets on that computer, you think, and just goes, oh, no, this is no good. I got to get Chrome. Do you think your mom is the rule or the exception? She's the rule. You're because out of your mind. 
these people don't know to go get You're another browser. Out of your mind. These people don't know to go get another browser. Clearly they do because the stats show that they do. Are you on Safari right now? What are you on? I'm on I'm on Firefox on this, but I'm on Chrome on my one downstairs. But this is that's a Mac thing, so it doesn't Which matter. Which one do you go to with less viruses when you go to porn sites? That's what I want to go to. <laughs> that's all he needs to know. That's all he needs. That's it. We can uh, talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, he can. Uh, thanks to uh, uh, Glenn for coming in tonight. Glenn is a buddy of Marshall Plums up in Canada, Justin Thompson as well. And uh, he's sitting in on the show down here for, for a conference. And uh, we thank Glenn for coming in. We'll maybe get him on the air in a little bit. But thank you for coming in and sitting in and uh, donating some money. Uh, in the name of Tom White, who cool. uh, a friend of ours, uh, W Wheels, of course, great guy. And uh, thank you for doing that. And welcome to the show. Don't tell anybody how janky it is uh, also. And Heather Kiefer is also in studio here hanging out. And uh, like I said, we got lots to ca- talk about, lots to catch up on, uh, lots of Anaheim 1 questions. Kiefer? Yes. Uh, wait, first, BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension and engines, vortex racing, gear alloy, roost MX, pivot works, X-brand goggles, Mission Starcross 5, works connection, FMF, Atlas neck brace, W wheels, guts racing, get data, and, and Maxima USA on the show. We Dogger. Have, we have the folks down there in Al Cajon. Jeez, uh, um, the number one oil manufacturer, I think, in the pits. And if you if you don't uh, sponsor by Maxima, then you put Maxima with duct tape over it and you use Maxima lubricants on your bike. I do. I got shit for it wearing stickers on my helmet at Dirt Rider, but I can just kept living my life and left them on my visor. Living your best life? Yeah, living my best life. No, we love the folks at Maxima. We thank them for coming on. They're on board all year. We're going to give away some stuff, uh, a little package, care package from the folks at Maxima. Uh, Maxima Racing Oils are designed jointly with top race teams to ensure maximum performance while providing maximum protection under the most severe MX and off-road conditions. Look at all the teams that use them, man, uh, in the pits, and you know that they're number one. And MaximaUSA.com for more information. And uh, they can be used on all brands. And uh, they got a lot of cool products. SC1, I mean, come on. MPPL. FFT. The the filter oil is by far the best out there. That's all I use. I love it. I love it. And uh, SE1 as well is a great product. Some people at Yamaha even called that Mathis in a can. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't really appreciate. Did you ever use spray for foam filters? Like spray? No. Stuff? Always oil. Right. Always oil. Yeah. Did you use the foam spray? No, no, no. I just, I've heard people use it. I'm like, you use that? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Maxima USA on the show, and of course Dogger. I mean, what else do you need to say? Not much. I mean, that's that's it. That's basically all you need to say. Uh, 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Let us know what browser you think is the most popular one in the world. If you say Internet Explorer, I will let you on the air. <laughs> if you do not, I will hang up on you. Rusty, you are the first caller in 2018. Hey, what's going on, Steve? What's up, Rust? Hey, nothing. I'm watching the second overtime of the Georgia-Oklahoma game. And I was noticing on Instagram that Georgia and Top Jimmy seem to be Splitsville. Way to work a football game nice. in, into that, by the way. <laughs> that was good. Right? I didn't know where that was going, but that no, snuck that's, up quickly. That's strong. Yeah, Jimmy, Dude, Jimmy and Georgia are, are broken up. It, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Um, that's sad to hear. I mean, Georgia's hot. Jimmy's yeah. badass. I mean. Yeah. What's going on? Well, what if you're Sinjin? How do you feel if you're Sinjin? You're crushed. That, I was going to bring him up next. I don't know. Yeah. If I wasn't Mary, I'd be stoked. Honestly, but, I, mean, I, I've, I have not talked to either of them. Uh, I talked to Greg Albertson a little bit about it. I, I mean, I don't know what to say other than, hey, you know, the, the shit happens and it yeah. sucks. And, like, I don't know, really know what the deal was, you know? Um, yeah. They seem like hopefully they – neither. Yeah. Hopefully neither, neither one of them are hurt or whatever. Maybe it's – 
Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to stay married though. Is take your wife to Hawaii for a week. Yeah, and and maybe not go drink a bunch of booze and race some straight rhythm. I don't know. Well, Talk that, shit about that corners. Would, that would be okay because that probably won him a lot of money. But uh, just I, do, I, I go just to got, Hawaii immediately afterwards. But then go to Hawaii immediately afterwards <laughs> because Pookie right now has never been happier. Never. Yeah, uh, I saw the I saw his Instagram post. Yeah. It's pretty good. Well, so yeah, Rusty, that's it. That's all I know. Maybe we'll have Jimmy or Georgia on the show, or one of them at some point, and we'll we'll ask a little bit. But I don't know. All right, all right, man. Okay. Th- Happy New Year, guys. Thank Happy you. Appreciate it. Got back from Hawaii. Yeah. So how was that? Just get a little snippet of Hawaii, real quick. Well, I don't think people really care, do they? Yes. We've seen the pictures. I just want to hear them every, Everyone's seeing you Ringo, all done up on Ringo, the grass right there. Who wants to hear it? Yeah. There's serious shit going on with those. It guys. was fun. It was great. Hawaii was great. I got away. We got landed on Christmas Eve. Got back on the thirtieth. Yeah. Didn't do much thinking of moto. Didn't even t- think about. Did you read any moto sites at all while uh, you're there? Yeah, maybe uh-huh. a little bit. A little uh-huh. bit. Um, Can't get away from well, that. Well, some racer X stuff, right? And um, I answered some emails here and there, but I tried to just do nothing. It you was, unplugged. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. You know. How many uh, uh, sweet, sweet uh, lovemaking <laughs> sessions were there? Too many. Okay. Too many to list. It was Pookie, fantastic. come up here! She, uh, her mood greatly improved when it came time to that. Um, Great. Something about That's being, worth all the money right there you spent ocean, to go there. Oceanfront in Maui. <laughs> um, and we, we drove the road to Hana, which a lot of people on my Twitter told me they did. And Chris Johnham, who, who works for an advertising agency that uh, helps out Honda, told me it's literally nicknamed the road to divorce. No shit? Which I get because Pookie was a little worried. She's a little stressed out. Oh, okay. Was it because of the traffic situation? Yeah, the windy roads and everything. But yeah. we made it all the way to this really cool waterfall at the very end. So that was awesome to have. And uh, it was fun. So uh, I'm looking forward now back to work. Back to the Pulp Mex Fantasy site and the Pulp Mex Show and the PulpMex.com. The Race Tech Privateer Island. And the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. God. And the Steve Mathis Show is on Racer X. Jesus. <laughs> I only got one show and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of work. Um, so anyways, Eli Tomac's coming on. I'm pumped about that. Yep. I was looking forward to see what he has to say. You know, know. because he's one of the big guys and, and maybe he's going to be one of those dudes that like, I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to do anything. You know, you'll see with all my press conference, uh, you know, here's the thing. No one I've been around listening to what you're saying. JT, I, I watched the racer X, you know, shows that you guys put up. You guys talked a little bit about Tomac, but there's more hype around other guys than there is Tomac, mm-hmm. which is weird to me. Because, to me, Tomek should be the guy. Part of it is Tomek's personality. He's kind of We haven't quiet. seen a lot from him in the offseason. Right. We just haven't. Right. Part of it is Kenny Roxon is just... Out there. He's, he's For everyone to see. He's like Pac-Man. No, I mean he's like Pac-Man eating all the offseason pellets of everybody else. <laughs> because there's so much to, questions going on with him. Right. We have no idea if he's, if he's going to win... If his arm's going to hold up, if his – any of that. I mean, I think so. I think so. Yes. But we don't know. Right. We know Tomac's going to go balls fast, and we know Marvin's going to be balls fast. Tomac – or Roxon, who knows? So I think that's why. And you I know? also think, you know, Tomac's off in his own deal to Colorado, and that's kind of what I want to talk about when I, when I talk to him. It's like you have Jeremy there, but if you didn't have Jeremy there, you'd be riding by yourself pretty much the whole offseason, and how does that work into your favor? Or how does it hurt? 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, good question. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to talking some Supercross. Um, also, two, 250 West kicks off this weekend. God, it's deep. Savachi, Cincerillo, Craig, Hill, Nicoletti, McElrath, Amart, Plessinger, Justin Cooper, Mitchell Oldenburg, Heath, uh, Heath Harrison. Uh, Mitchell Harrison, just some of the guys on the West. That, to me... <laughs> How is East? There's no way East is going to be better than West this year. Can't be. No. Can't be, right? Most of the East guys, besides Osborne, are on West this year. It's like flip-flopped. And it's. Uh, I wonder why everyone's stacked over here. And it couldn't be just because of injuries. It has to be a reason. Maybe outdoors or something. Because Plessinger can win a race. Savachi can win a race. AC can win a race. Craig can win a race. Hill can win a race. McElrath can win a race. That's five guys that you would have no problem saying can win a race. Dude. And there's only eight rounds. Feel sorry for privateers on the West. Yeah, good point. Because they're going to be at least ten to twelve really, really good riders, and there's going to be what t- eight to ten spots in the main. Yeah, well, who knows how it all plays out? And Justin Cooper right now is ripping at the test track. We've heard. And what about Taft? Taft is West too, I think. Right. So there you go. Just keeps going. Right. Um. What? Uh, okay. The. Uh, the obvious thing, what we just talked about, Kiefer, is Kenny Roxon. What else are you interested in seeing at A1? <sighs> like, what's some of the burning questions for you? Well, for me, the burning question for me is obviously, number one, is Roxon to see how he rides. But two, how he dissects the track. He rides, he's been up north riding, he's riding his Florida stuff. But it's so different when you go to Anaheim 1, obviously you have a new track, maybe weather... That's always a time in A1. There's always some kind of weather. I heard it's going to be 20%, 10%. It's fluctuating. Oh, boy. So if we have some weather, do we have a Kenny that's going to be loose and attack the track? And if he does, if he does happen to take a spill on the arm, maybe not a big one, just a little one, how does that affect his day? Because it might affect his arm. That's what I'm worried. I'm worried about more his first, not his huge crash where he could get hurt, just his minor crash that happens all the time yeah. if you sit and watch day practices because they're trying new shit. If he takes a fall on that arm, how does that arm take that, that fall? The one thing, A1, generally speaking, is a easier track. They don't make it gnarly right out of the gate for these guys. Right. But I'm with you, yeah. How's the arm? Right. How is the arm? He's going <laughs> to be fast. I think qualifying will be okay. Um, race mode. Might be a little bit different because you have guys bumping you, doing things. Yep. If he doesn't get a start, so uh, that's what I'm. I really, I really like the. Di- I know you talk shit about me going the day, but that's what I like to look at: is all these dissections that these guys do. I don't do. talk shit about you going on the day. I talk about you shit leaving, <laughs> leaving the during the day, leaving during the day. <laughs> you being there on the day is great, right? It's awesome, but I should stay. But then you leave, right? Because it's better viewing it's on not. TV. It's not. I know. I got shit from Seven Deuce Deuce about this, too. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. Roxton's my, my number one. Number two, after I saw the West lineup, Yeah. I'm, if I'm picking a guy, and this might be a long shot for you, I don't know who your pick is, but I think McElrath is going to win the championship. He is really good on West Coast stuff. Yeah. Super fast. Um, he's had some time under him. He has basically the same bike. He's had a couple years on that. And he is 
his sprint speed is so fast. And if he's in shape and he's all good to go, I think these other guys, these main players, AC, Savachi, Hill, Plessinger, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, holy shit, this guy right here is Well, really he broke good. through last year with a couple of race wins, and you know he had that DNF that really did him in, but he would have been right there. I mean, he, every, every race he surprised me when I watched him run. I'm like, this guy is going to win a championship either this year, which was last year, or yeah. the following year. So yep. even with all these riders, I, feel, I still think he's going to do good, and I'm, I'm really uh, excited to watch him ride. And as far as Marv goes, uh, he'll be really good, I think. I don't have a lot of questions. Uh, yeah, he's going to be fine. He's going to be good. Yeah. He's in podium. Yeah. He's going to be right there. Right. And I think he's probably going to be the most consistent. And one thing I do disagree with you guys on about his whoop speed and JT always says... Well, when JT comes on tonight, make sure you bring this up with him. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, he doesn't skim, blah, blah, blah. He can skim whoops, okay? It's not like he's a beginner and he can't skim whoops. He knows how to skim whoops. You said, oh, he was, he was getting caught in Paris every lap. Yeah, he was. But that's Paris. Lap times are, what, 40 seconds? We're working with almost a minute, 50, 55 seconds, right? Uh, some tracks are as low as Paris. And with the time, 20 minutes plus one lap that we're dealing with at those races... Everything gets broken down. It doesn't matter. Because you only could skim for so long anyway. So then he's going to start hopping. You watch all these videos that these guys are up doing now. They're practicing hopping through whoops now. It's not just skimming. So he has that part of his game down. And I think it's going to be easier for him to learn to skim them than it is to hop through them. I thought you said he didn't need to learn. He knows how to do them. What does he need to learn? But he will pick it up really quick. It's not like a beginner trying to learn this. Of course not. Yeah. Right. So... I don't think that's a big weakness in his well, game. Well, you bring this up with JT. I will. I will. Because he's very adamant about this. I know. He's, he's gone on and on and on about this. Yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be okay in the whoops. Um, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. I lost my train of thought there. Um, uh, we're going to have uh, Eli Tomac coming up, Jake Weimer, Andy Jefferson as well, and Kiefer. So, Let me got a question for you real quick. Yeah. Shoot. Tickle. Tickle. Top five, Anaheim one, yes or no? No. No? No. Okay. He's going to be good, though. Tickle? He's going to be good. I don't know if he make, takes an Osborne-like leap because of the depth of the 450 class, but he will be very good. But at Anaheim one, no. Because he, he won't go the start. He'll be whatever. Like, just whatever. I don't he, know if I'm jumping the gun He'll be very good, though. What's your podium pick for A1, 450? Um... I wrote this on MX Vice already. I think Tomac comes out swinging, and uh, he has the results of DNF, 4, and 5 at A1. Okay. I think he breaks that and wins this year. And goes. Yep. I think he figures it out. Um, I think Marvin gets second because Marv will always, almost always, I think Marv is going to replace Dungey as just that consistent guy that you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. He's just going, he gets great starts. He's got tremendous skill. He will be there. Each and every week. And uh, I'll go third. I'll go Anderson third and Kenny fourth. Okay. That's similar to what and I And only have. because Kenny, say he doesn't get a great start, and it's, he's been out of racing for almost a year. So it takes him a little bit to get work through the pack to get a fourth. Right. But he certainly builds on that, and he, he will win very soon. Like, to me, there's no doubt that Kenny will win races and be right there. The only thing is, is, you know, two years ago, he crashed and cased the jump in Oakland while he was leading and, and hurt himself. Uh, then he threw himself off at Atlanta in the rhythm section. We saw the crash last year. So 
Kenny has a big one every now and then in Supercross, Monster Cup on the Honda, the mm-hmm. debut. So he has a big one on in Supercross every now and then. So he will have a big one in 2018 because that's his pattern. And when that happens, how is the arm? Right. That's that's where I'm at. Other than that, he'll win races, he'll be very fast, and all of that to me. So when he has that big one, and he will, in my opinion, how's the arm? I'm surprised you didn't put Cooper up in there. Coop Webb? Yeah. I don't, what are we going to see with Coop Webb? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he'll be top five. All right. Well, and then you know Anderson will be. Yep. So there's your top five. You just named it. Yep. Right? Yeah, that's close. All that right there. Chad. Hmm. I don't think I was texting with someone today. I, I, there's no way he races A1. Really? Yeah, I don't see it. Just not going to. Why would you put all this together and just miss a race? Well, he's just not ready. He's just not ready. He'll be there. Yeah. He'll sign up. He'll ride practice. You know what I mean? But I don't think he races. So you think he gets there, he goes there, does the motions, but doesn't line up for the night? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I just, think. he doesn't have enough time. It's just. But we know that. He's not He's not ready to do this, but I for sure think he'll line up for A1 and at least give it a go. Oh, he'll he, be there. He's got to be there for sponsors and for everybody else. And to. And if he rolls in 15th, he's going to. I don't think he even does that. Really? Hmm. I don't know. A lot of unique parts over there on his bike. KYB. KYB. He's got some uh, different clutch pieces before than I think that he's never used. What do you mean? Um, I just heard some different things that he's using. That In, he, internally? Or, yeah, yeah. Or, okay. Um, so a lot of different things that uh, out, of his, mean, out of his realm, so to I speak. I mean, he had to buy the bikes. Oh, he did? Yeah. Husky didn't give him any. No. And he's on an older model, correct? He's on. He's I on don't a, even know. I assume the new model, but yeah. No, the, not. the photos were uh, 2018 uh, yeah. bikes, but not the, but the... Not the race model. Right. He had to buy them. Yeah. Wow. Right? That's tough. Absolutely, that's tough. That's a tough pill to swallow, especially when you're someone like Chad Reed and you have a name, and you uh, you can't even get in dirt bikes. That's what she said. Um, hey, one of the prizes in Pulp Mex Fantasy uh, that we're giving away weekly is a set of Michelin Star Cross 5 tires. Hard, medium, soft, and sand. The new casing on the tire is a stronger, higher-density materials that reduce weight up to 15% for the sand tire and an average of 10% for the other versions. Mission Starcross 5, they offer excellent performance for a wide range of conditions and terrain. 21 different sizes Michelin Starcross 5 can be bought wherever Michelin motorcycle tires are sold. MichelinMotorcycle.com for more information. You can buy them at BTOsports.com and use the code PULPAMEX to save. Mission Starcross 5, you've used these. Plenty of times, still do. Does Randy mount them for you? No, he hooked up ping fat, man. I don't get no mounting service. But I do get a, you know, some, Easier mounting, some good throwdown sessions on the couch, and what's, so that was good. And what's bullshit is that you included them in your 250 shootout. I did. So I got some socks, though. <laughs> good job, Randy. Way to, way to pull through with some socks. <laughs> wow. Randy takes care of me. He's a good dude. <laughs> socks. He probably got those off Internet Explorer. <laughs> the socks are sick, though. They are sick. I got a pair, too. Yeah, they're, they're sick. Dope. My favorite socks. They're sick. Are. Fly socks are good, too. Do you ever just... Put on the socks without looking what it says, and then you, they're on the wrong foot? No. You always make sure? Yeah, I make sure. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have the fly socks? No, I don't. They're pretty sick, too. Can you give me some? The yeah. sock guy fly? Yeah. yeah. I'm not into that. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, I want some. Just work on browsers over there, okay? 
Uh, PulpMexFantasy.com, everybody. Hey, so... Um, Fuck you. That's, that's what I got to say to you about your browsers. Hey, so Kiefer... I'm leaving. Uh, don't leave. No one can work the phones. Maybe Glenn can. Don't leave. Hey, so um, <clears throat> you've been working for PulpMex.com since Dirt Rider deal went down? Yep. Six months. We I, started in June. We did? Yeah. Okay. So? Is there like a bonus involved or anniversary special or anything? It's or? been six months. How do you like being part of the Pulp family? It's great. I think it's... Uh, I can be more of myself. I can be more of my honest, outgoing, no bullshit kind of kind of person, which I wanted to be a dirt rider, which I had to filter a lot of my shit. So uh, I think it's great. You're easy to work with. Not a lot of not a lot of uh, mm? not a lot of bullshit. No, yeah. I'm busy. Yeah, I don't got time. So I make sure I turn my shit in. Turn your shit in, and I do my work. That's yeah. how I like to work. You had the most read article on Pulp MX last year. There you go. Your Mike Brown story. Yeah. I guess, it, I mean, I just, I remember going around Facebook, so that had to be it. I just caught a whiff of that when I was at the event. People really thought it was uh, bullshit that he was there. And yeah. I, and immediately when I was sitting there on the line with him, I'm like, that's to be a great article to write just to yeah. you know, kind of understand why, why are people so mad? If you're lining up and you're pissed off, you should be stoked because there's no other sport in the world that you can hang out with your heroes or the people that you watched on TV and to me, that's something special. Whether you're not, you know, in the mix or not, you can do your best. And if it's a fifth or a fifteenth or whatever it is, who gives a shit? You're there yeah. racing, you know. Yeah, we're all in the old class anyway. Who gives Dude, a shit? I mean, we went around and around. Uh, what are these people thinking that like the coster is going to spot them, right? Pull them off the field and give them a factory ride? Like, dude, you're over thirty. It's over. If you don't win Loretta's, it's and you get second behind Mike Brown, you're still really fucking fast. <laughs> yes. And great job. And if anyone knows how much work and money goes into that, I get it. Like, I understand. But enjoy it when you're there. Enjoy the people that you're racing with because they're all there for the same fucking reason. Number and one article on Pulp Mix. Keith, Chris Keefer, he comes in, he joins Pulp, he writes the number one article. Boom. I'm out. I'm dropping the mic. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, hey, one of the things we're going to try to do for 2018 now. Not go to 15 races. Yes. This is... This is along those lines. I've heard it once, heard it twice, heard it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. I've asked you to do this. I pleaded with you to do this. Oh you, God! You, you, we gonna wait this one. You 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 hate money, <laughs> but one of the things that you're going to try to do for us, for you, yes, is an off-road based podcast. Yes. So I come from that background, and I get a lot of emails sent to my email about, hey, I have a family. I just go out camping. Uh, I ride enduro back east. You know, I don't have $10,000 to spend on a new bike every year. I want to hit that kind of demographic because that was my family growing up. And I love racing off-road. I love off-road people. Actually, I love off-road people more than I do moto people. They're just more laid back, down to earth. Fuck and, uh, you. More blue-collar type of people. So, uh, yeah, this January I want to start doing more off-road bike tests. Don't throw me. More off-road bike parts. And just kind of encompass that whole yeah. lifestyle. Well, we'll believe it when we see it. <laughs> it started. It already started with interviews. Is I already this, got interviews. Is in. this Tony? Hey, bud. What's up, Tony? Hey, not too much. How y'all, how y'all going? We're What's good, up, man. Tony? Yeah, I'm going to A1 for the first time. What they got? Uh, what they got to do around there? It says here that you were Heath. Out. You were Heath Harrison's old mechanic. 
Yeah, and uh, well, I was the one who was feeding, just feeding the food. Is this T-Bone? Yeah, it's T-Bone. Oh, T-Bone, what's up, bro? Weren't you, aren't you on? working on lawnmowers now or something? Yeah, I work for my brother-in-law, a little family business. Oh. As I please. Ah, T-Bone, bro. T-Bone? Nice. T-Bone was Heath Harrison's old mechanic. In what year? Uh, last year, two oh, years ago. Okay. Two years ago. Yeah. And, and Heath didn't pay him anything, just bought him food. Oh, nice. T-Bone's hardcore. Um... And I, I did it in 14, too, with Johnny Moore. I got to uh, travel the country twice, get there for free. Ah, uh, T-Bone. God God bless you. He doesn't um, like money either. I like this So stuff. you're going to A1. Yeah, me and, me, me and a buddy going to A1. Man. Well, get your... Uh, get there early. Yeah. Get pit passes. <clears throat> walk around in the pits. Go see everybody. People watch the shit out of the... Everywhere. There's all kinds of stuff to see. Yeah, we uh, I'm uh, we heading out there on Thursday. We're going to ride Glen Helen. We're renting some bikes. Go ride uh, Glen Helen. Then uh, we're getting some passes uh, with Bryce Kipple. I was actually going to help Kipple, uh, Bryce, but his dad ended up going. So yeah, oh. go to Glen Helen about him. three in the afternoon. It's prime. Don't do that, T Bone. <laughs> go there first. Go there first thing. That, that place sucks balls. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we land. We're going to stay there once we land. Go ride. Nice. No, you'll have fun, man. Go there early. Watch practice. Watch the guys hit the track for the first time. Um, you know, watch the way they they kind of get used to everything and the way they, they you know they try to figure the track out right away. And and all hey, geek out on the bikes too. That's what I do. Just go walk around, and look at all oh, the yeah. new stuff. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, uh, like, is there any cool, uh, like, like post or is it how far is that away from you know around the. Uh, it's all it's all Around pretty there. it's all pretty close. So if you're on the 91, 91 will take you basically almost to the Anaheim Stadium, a few miles away. So you got Pro Circuit, you got Factory Connection, you got Bill's Pipes. What else do you got down there, Steve? Troy Lee. Troy Lee. Troy Lee down there. Yeah, you can go to visit all those places, man. They're like 20 minutes from the stadium. Yeah, that's all right. That's what I really want to check out there because uh, I've been to Penny Supercross. Just want to check out all the factories and yeah, check dude. out everything out. Yeah, if you're going, I'm going to California too. Is is, uh, is 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 uh, Heath going to be around or no? Yeah, uh, he's got a ride with uh, uh, Arena Cross. Arena Cross. Yeah, I just didn't know if he was out in Cali though or not or whatever. So no, no, he's he's been uh, staying down in Alabama. He's got a track at his house. He's been at his house. And... Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Just uh, if you see me, hit me up. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, T-Bone. Good luck. All right, T-Bone. Enjoy all that place. Google yeah. them all. Have fun, man. Oh, yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we're going to give away a set of Anaheim 1 fly racing gear right off of Blake Baggett. He's going to sign it, and we're going to give it away to a lucky listener. Badass. Email uh, contest at com if you want a set of the signed Blake Baggett A1 gear. And tell us three things that Kiefer has said tonight. Mm. Three statements that Kiefer has made tonight. Yeah, you got, you got four and a half hours. Oh, that's a lot of time to get three. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I just want to just want to just want to show that you people are listening. Um, hey, by the way, uh, Gear Alloy Wheels, love these guys. They're a big supporting of the team of Blake Baggett and Benny Bloss and Dakota Alex, the RM ATV MC KTM team, and uh, Gear Alloy has a, a a bit of a setup there. So go check these wheels out. I've got a set of wheels for my Ridgeline that I'm getting put on, and I'm very excited about that. Gear Alloy, get your truck in gear with the folks at Gear Alloy. Go to SoCalSuperTrucks.com 
Uh, enter the promo code PulpMX17. That'll probably be 18 soon, but for now, PulpMX17 and save on a set of wheels, uh, serious savings on a set of wheels from the folks at GearAlloy.com. Uh, they're built to accommodate the most demanding conditions on and off road. So whether you're loading up and heading to the track or heading to work or just cruising the street, Gear Alloy will get you there. This is a Gear Alloy cold call. Unfortunately, it's not a cold call because I wanted to make sure this gentleman was home tonight. Mm. He is a f- co-host of the show. He sometimes can be very angry. <laughs> sometimes. He is working. He's not an After Dark fan. With a rider. Yeah, but they don't know shit. He is also uh, French. Take the French out of your mouth. David Villeman, everybody, on the Gear Alloy cold call. Cold calling Hello. Bonjour. Comment ça va? What's up? How are you? I'm good. I hear the show in the background. You can turn that off, caller. What's up? DV, what's up? Hey, DV, what? You're not a fan of Kiefer After Dark? No. <laughs> Come on, DV. You don't want any advice? No, no, I don't need any. I'm oh, good. all right. I'm good, I'm good. Maybe no, you I'm can right. help me give advice then one time. I'd like to hear you uh, dish it out, DV. Nah, nah, it's fine. DV's only advice. Uh, I'll stick to Moto. That's fine. <laughs> well, no, DV, you have so, you do have some love advice, but you 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 have to eat Supercross, shit, sl- sleep Supercross, shit Supercross, fuck Supercross. What Wake up, Supercross. Did I did... eat Supercross? Oh. Shit, Supercross, <laughs> fuck Supercross, <laughs> and sleep Supercross. Uh, drop. Yeah, yeah, we got it. DV, DV's advice to riders, right there, right? That's it? That's the only way to do it. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Gear Alley Cold Call. Hey, you're working with Dylan Ferrandez. How's that going, DV? Good. It's been a while, though, but I was kind of keeping on the DL. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I've been um, kind of helping him since uh, the end of the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a little lost with, you know, set up and, you know, maybe training a little bit and riding. And so we kind of got together and I kind of helped them and I went to Butch Creek and unfortunately he got hurt there. Yeah. Um, and then he was off for like three months, over three months with his, uh, wrist. And, um, but I did all his, um... Um, preparation since uh, over three months now. Mid September we started. Wow. You know, easy and wow, I didn't so know it's that. been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, you're, you're back. Been, you're back, DV. Yeah, yeah, doing a you know training program and stuff like that. It's pretty uh, takes uh, takes time, but um, I think it's getting it's getting there. Well, he, I think he rode fantastic last year for the most part. I mean, he was really good. Um, you know, I, th- I felt like it was a good year for Dylan Ferrandez, for sure. Do you do you th- anticipate him being 100% by the East Coast? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So a month and a half. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to need uh, six weeks still. You know, he's <laughs> yeah. been riding Supercross for a couple of weeks, uh, riding pretty good. Um um, yeah, I think he'll be ready. I think last year he did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he, he rode with a lot of heart and um, um, like motivation, and uh, he was very aggressive. You know, I think that compensated maybe a lack of maybe technique and you know 
mm-hmm. some of the writing it wasn't great it was learning you know wolves and you know skimming setting up the bike a lot of things that mm-hmm. you know new but um yeah i think we'll it's kind of like a very mellow uh, type of uh relationship i guess you know mm-hmm. so and i think he respects what i say and then um you know yeah so i guess and it's uh he might be a little scared of me I mean, <laughs> really you know so that's actually yeah you know it's working pretty good you I, do you have to go to the races too dv are you traveling yeah, you know, two years in a row, somebody calls me and kind of... <laughs> Gets him off the couch. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, they're supposed to, both of them, you know, Christian last year and then Dylan this year, they were supposed to ride West. So West is actually pretty good. If you're kind of helping a 250 guy to West Coast, yeah. it's fine. And then, yeah. then there's the Nationals, and then you can do maybe, you know, two out of three or every other ones or something, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, you know, last year, Geico decided last minute to switch. And, you know, Dylan got hurt, and then it took longer than expected. And then he moved to East. So, yeah, I don't really want to do <laughs> six races in a row on the East Coast. Well, no. oh, DV on the road. Dude, he's hitting it hard again. Yeah. You, just can't, you just can't break away, DV. I know, I know. It's kind of like more like a, uh, not really a business decision for me on this one. Um, you know, I don't really need the money and the headaches, but, <laughs> you know, I kind of, I actually like the kid, you know. He's, um, he's the hardest working guy I've seen, even myself. He's, he, he's more serious than me, hmm. than I was when I was like on top of my game. I thought I was pretty serious. Uh-huh. You know, I was uh, doing my own work. Eating Supercross, shitting Supercross. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. basically, in, you know, it's it's kind of like the conversation I have with a lot of people. It's like, if you win, like, you know, multiple Supercrosses and outdoors in a big class, you got to do something right. You got to work. Yeah, yeah. It's not... You know, the the talent thing is a myth. You don't win with talent. You know, not you got to put put on the work. And I did. I think I worked really hard. Mm-hmm. I have my own, you know, my own way. I work with Bailey. I work with Jackie Vimon. I work with my dad. But when I see like um, Dylan, what I tell him to do, he does everything to the T. He does everything like exactly what I say. Nice. You know, yeah, I do. You know, let's say I do uh, Excel files for like a week program. Uh-huh. You know, that's we. It's kind of like what I want him to do, kind of. So it could be a little change or anything. You know, if you don't feel as good, you can maybe you know tweak it. He doesn't. He doesn't tweak anything. He just does this. I say you go sixty k, sixty miles on a bicycle. He does sixty miles. He, I, I say. You have to go, you know, eight miles run, does eight miles. It doesn't do seven. You know, it's actually pretty uh, impressive because the image he gives, even me, I've known him for a very long time, but I never really spent time with him. We were like, I could be his dad almost. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So he was a fan of me when when I raced, when he was like 
six, seven, eight, you know, like ten, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he gives this image of being like kind of, I don't know, cool guy, doesn't really, kind of like a CP almost kind of image. Uh-huh. You know, like long hair, don't care, you know. Um, but he's actually like insane, he's insanely serious, you know, and then always on time. It, it was actually, I was surprised because I didn't know the kid. I had a, a bad... Um, you know, a bad idea, I guess, of the of the kid. But when I started like oh. knowing him and spending yeah, yeah. time with him, I'm like, wow, he's actually very, very serious. I hate to give you credit, but near the end of last year, you did some bike setup stuff with Dylan, and it worked really well. The team started switching it over to the other guys on the team, like Colt oh, no Nichols. Sure. And Nichols yeah. was like, yeah, we got a new setting. Dylan had tried, and it worked really good, and. It's partly from DV, DV setting it up Tire as well. Pressure. Yeah, I was setting it up from my couch. <laughs> you know that, right? No, I do not. No, I do not. So you just because saw it from the TV and, and, and viewed it and saw it? No. Was... I went to, maybe over the summer I went to see him ride, but just to just to see him ride, not to say anything. I was like, I'm not going to get into it. I just go, so, you know, he calls me, say, oh, come, uh, I'm in Paris or whatever. Um... Uh, come see me ride. I'm like, okay, you know, I come. I don't want to go, but I'll go. And I watch. So I talk to Brad, and I like Brad. I start racing. I think he's a cool guy. And uh, we talk about the old days with Gucci Poland when you race for Star Racing. So I didn't really pay attention of you know, uh, Dylan riding just a little bit. And then, um, and then he calls me after Tennessee or something. He's like. He, he went eight seven or something. So mm-hmm. Bike's no good or whatever. And I say, okay, let's you know, what do you have on your bike? He doesn't know. He doesn't know what triple clamps, what link, what this, what that. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. I think is... the kid can't even change his uh, air filter. He doesn't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> so he talks to his mechanic, and he, he tells me all the stuff that he's riding with. I'm like, wow, that's kind of out there. I'm like, just try little bit by little bit. And then every week we kind of like, I made him change a few things during the week. And then, you know, towards the end, we got it to, we changed drastically a bunch of stuff. And then more like chassis, you know, uh, a lot of ch- uh, chassis uh, components. And, it, you know, he felt the best, I guess. And then uh, Colt and Nichols used it. And he podiumed the last race, and yeah. he liked the bike, you know. So, TV you know, setup. it's kind of, I think it's, it's I don't know, um, everybody has ideas, and they keep getting, you know, um, instead of, you know, figure out what the problem is and then trying to, thinking outside of the box to change something, I think there's maybe too many people that are in their old ways to do things. And something that worked on a Kawi ten years ago right. might not work on a on a two fifty YZF right, you right, know, right. Day, you know. So you gotta kinda like evolve with time and bike and then try to figure out hey because the the thing with Dylan is he doesn't know how to explain what's wrong or not. So after Millville, it says, oh, I don't like the bike. It's tough to turn. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't feel comfortable. I'm like, where? I know Millville. I raced there, like, many times. I'm like, where on the track? Where 
what does he do mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I can get more like information from him just telling him what the bike does and the portion of the track because I've been there, I kind of know how it goes, you know? Yeah. And uh, let's say the switch back after the start, he had a tough time in that little downhill after the start. Mm-hmm. And then the, the fast switch back kind of, you know, chicane type of deal. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay. And then now I'm like, hey, what triple cans are you using? What this, what that? And then I, I kind of figure it out. And then I told him, yeah, try this for now. So this part right here. And then try and see if you like it. So it's kind of like a, a long process, and I think it's every writer has a different vocabulary, vocabulary to to explain the same thing or different things. So you kind of have to understand uh, what they're trying to say, really. It's and uh, when you get to that point, then when you understand the language and everything, yeah, and uh, I think it, it's easier to. Uh, to improve, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you say that, and I'm sure, I don't know, when you were at Yamaha, did you start ever with a stock bike? Because I do a lot of production testing, and then sometimes we we see race team on the same test days, and when you have a brand new bike, let's say a brand new version of, of a motorcycle coming out, they already have parts on the machine before they even start riding it. Yeah, I mean, that's what, exactly what I told them. I'm like, it's a... Last year he come from Macaui. He comes. He goes on the Yamaha, and he started with the mod bike already. Right. Yeah. I'm like, dude, go ride a stock bike and see what you want to change from stock, so you have a base. They never did that. Right. Because they were late. He, yeah. he hurt his knee, and then he was late in his preparation. So they just like give him a bike, and then really something that actually was winning with somebody else. You know, the bike is good because they won with Jamal and Cooper and yeah. you know, a lot of guys, but it doesn't fit no. all the riders. I think they were a little bit beyond the able because of time, you know. Yep. And it's a weird because just as uh, a, a part like endoballs, so he used endoballs in Europe forever, like let's say endoball A, <laughs> he comes to the U.S., he doesn't ride with Hey, <laughs> He rides with whatever they put on the bike. Right, it's horrible. Yeah, 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 and right. I'm like, so yeah, I go with him, I'm typical. like, dude, your balls are, are weird. I don't like him. I'm like, we need to figure out something else, you know. So the vent is weird. I'm like, hey, let me see what you guys have. They use Nikken, so it's kind of a little different, like the the number of the stuff I'm trying to figure out what would work and everything the dimensions of it right and, yeah and then the guy said oh this is a 98 like a 998 rental right. and I'm like oh that's kind of like what I use that might be too high so we can we might have to change like you know to like a 996 or something you know but I like the band because it goes back and stuff and I like that band and then he heard me talking about 998 he looks at me and say yeah, I used that in Europe. I'm like, <laughs> what? Jesus. And I'm like, why is not this on your bike since day one? You know? Freaking <laughs> I know. I'm like, 
like you. It's like you. You grab a, you grab a 998 like and you start beating him down with it. <laughs> Listen to you me. Know, like when I hear stuff like this, I'm like, am I dreaming or is this very, or it's actually true? You're like the you, guy rode with the bras that he never rode with yeah. all season. You're like you are a professional, right? You're a professional motocrosser. I, yes. I know. Right? I know. Just at least you know you change the bike. You actually put the same balls on it. You know that you've been using for like three years. You know, that might be maybe the first thing you do. <laughs> maybe number one, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, hey, DV, so yeah. like, you know. before we let you go here on the Gear Alloy Cold Call, uh, we're talking a lot of Anaheim. What do you see out of Bam Bam, Cooper Webb, Justin Cooper we've been hearing is flying, Plessinger? What other observations from the Yamaha track do you have for us? Uh, I've seen them ride, ride a, a few days, I guess. Not, not, not enough to give me an idea. But um, does Barsha give you a stink eye? No, I talked to him uh, the other day. Okay, and I walked past him. I said, "Hey, can I give you an advice?" Oh boy! <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave him one advice that you know I thought would be better on the track. Uh-huh. And we talked for like five minutes. He was fine. You know, like no, no, right, no odd feelings. I don't. You know, I like the kid. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. The nice when he's off the bike. Yes. You know, like. In street clothes, he's a really nice kid. Mm-hmm. When he put his gear on, he's a complete like crazy a little bit, you know. <laughs> but right. he's actually a, a nice guy. Yep. So we talk, I talked to him a little bit. Good. He looks good. He looks good, you know. Um, Coop, but you know they ride uh, on the track. They've been riding on for a while. Yeah, yeah, they right. know the track. It's it's difficult. But yeah, Justin. I don't know who told you Justin Cooper was flying. Uh, Marks. Uh, Marks has a source. Marks has a source over there in the corner. Oh uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's news um, to me. Yeah, I saw him like ride one time. It was like really good. Okay. Yeah. Yep. On the other track, the all the track not as good, but on uh, the 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 mm-hmm. upper track he. The last day I went, he actually was running really well. Who's uh, who's your pick to win West title? Uh, I, I don't really, I don't. You know what? I'm the kind of guy that says, you know, I'm gonna wait and see. Whoever wins wins. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. You know, I don't play fantasy. I don't. You know, I don't want to tell you. Hey, I told you you won. You know, it's like we'll see. You know, right. I think, uh, obviously it's always the same guys. You know, uh, people don't change, you know. Uh, the, I don't think Roxanne's going to be better than he was last year, you know. So, at best, he'll be like a 2017 A1 guy, at best. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be that good? We don't really know. Yeah. Eli is going to struggle with thoughts. He's going to catch up. He's going to make mistakes. People don't change, you know. Riders are always the same. They don't. They always have the same program, the same people working with them, the same trainers, the same team, engineers, tracks, habits. So we cannot really speculate on on, on guys coming out of the blue and 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 killing everything. You know, when people change stuff, like Osborne last year, we mm-hmm. kind of knew he's going there. Right. He's going to ride a lot. He's going to train. He's going to lose weight. You know he's going to be better because his, his programs change. So change um, makes you improve. You understand? If he would have done yes. the same thing he did, you know, 
uh, at Geico or before that or when he got to Husky, if, it, if, if he would have had the same program, he, would have, he wouldn't have won the both titles last year. You know, because change happened. Yeah. Yep. You yep. know? Yeah, you're right. So when I see all the guys having the same, you know, people around, same bike, same team, same everything, it's tough for me to say, oh, yeah, this guy is going to kill it this year. Because why? You know, do you understand? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Kiefer, so, Kiefer has brought his A game to 2018 Pulp Show co-hosting. Kiefer has improved. Oh, uh, yeah? I changed a little bit, did, though. Did you make some changes? I made some changes. I'm not a dirt rider more, you know, so I made yeah, some changes. Yeah, I think, it, you know. I don't even know who raced uh, West, to be honest. You know, who... Let's get, I want to give you a rundown real quick. You don't have to pick. I'm just going right. to tell you who's racing. All so, right. Savachi, AC, Craig, Hill, Phil, McElrath, Plessinger, Cooper, Oldenburg, Harrison, and Taft. Those are some. Uh, yeah, I like... Uh, McElrath did good last year, Right. Uh, but then he blew up a little bit when the other guys kind of like, he had nothing for Hill. Hill on the Suzuki, you think he's going to have the least best bike, right? Or whatever right. you uh, I don't, don't yeah. want to say worst bike. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Honda, the Yamaha, and the Kawi is going to be better. It doesn't matter what they put in it. With the production rule, where it has to be a, the head, the stock head, and and stock everything in there. Uh, the, the bike is a lemon to start with. You know what I mean? Yeah, Suzuki has the least as far as, you know, base. Yeah, so Hills was great in Supercross last year, but now like the big question why is the bike. Yeah. Are they going to make the bike actually, you know, run with the big three? Um, yeah, I think obviously Pessinger is going to be there, and then AC Savage, that's very strong. You know, I, I would think like Savachi is better on the East Coast. Uh, yeah. Track. Well, Mar- Marty isn't quite ready, and neither is Forkner, so they had no choice. They had to yeah. put Joey on the hey, West. It's yeah. the same. It was same with uh, with Star Racing. You know, like Dylan being hurt, and then Cole breaking his home no longer ago. So yeah. They have to go yeah. East. The, the choice is pretty easy. Okay. And as far as 450, you have the big three. Uh, big three and a half, I would say. Roxanne, Tomac, Marvin, and then the and a half is Anderson. Right. Um, it's kind of like a little bit behind, I think, on paper. Uh, and then there's the rest fighting for fifth, right? Can we get an Alex Ray update? Uh, I haven't, you know, I've seen him. I saw him the other day. I told him, I gave him advice to an Elsinore. <laughs> I saw him ride. Stay off like, the clutch. You Stay. know what? He's actually riding really well. Oh, good. I was impressed. He was like railing those. Um, he was going to the roof like perfect. He was good. Um, he was super fast and wow. riding well. But he was super aggressive. He ate shit twice in front of me. I'm like, dude. I looked at him like, relax, bro. It's not a 125. It's a 450. Just kind of like, you know, roll the turns. You don't have to clutch the shit out of the, right, the right. bike every every turn. But, um, yeah, I saw him the other day. That was funny. Oh, good. Um, all right, DV, we got to run. Eli Tomac's coming up. 
but uh, thank you for uh, joining us and giving us some observations. DV will write a column each and every week on Publimex.com. Uh, uh, are we doing that? Again? Yes, we are. Yes, I like reading we are. Oh, come on. You no, know, listen, we had. Hey, it's a good read. Kiefer had the number one article uh, on Publimex last year, but DV, you had, I think, four out of the top ten were your stories from, from, from the races. People love it. But stop like, asking me like 25 questions every week. Well, I make you work for your money. Hard, hard, so hard for yeah. your money. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. All right. Happy New Year, DV. Happy New yeah, Year. You too. Okay, bye-bye. David Villam, everybody. Great Gear, radio, bros. Gear Alloy, cold car with the great DV. I hated that motherfucker back in the day, but I love him. Hey, listen, you're not the only guy that says that about him. Uh, I love him now. Yeah, He's no, like, people love people yeah. love him. Uh, a lot of listeners of ours are like, I hated that guy. He took down McGrath. He's yeah. stupid Frenchman, but people, then he comes on the show and people love him, so. Uh, all right. Hey, we know we got Ruben and Mark on the phone. Uh, we will get to you, but for right now, we're going to go to commercial break because Eli Tomac's coming up right after this, and we cannot keep Eli Tomac waiting. No. Shoot you with a bow and arrow if you do. Uh, Chris Kiefer here, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing. Listen to this commercial break. I'll be right back after this with Eli Tomac. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go PulpMX17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulpamex 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything, I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows, they might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle.
want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. 
hubs, wheel building services. They've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented pro-launch start device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Just finish up, and I'll see you in the morning, okay? This is called music at work, you know? Take it, use it, it's yours.
Pop Mesh Shop presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Chris Kiefer in studio. Hello. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Maxima USA, all on board of this 2018. The first show of 2018 is tonight. Next week, we will be breaking Anaheim 1 down, and that'll be exciting. No more off-season. So who's on the show next week? I don't know. Oh, okay. Somebody. I don't plan that Somebody. for. You mean like a co-host? Yeah. Oh. Randy Richardson? Oh, cool. Ryan Gold. Nice. Yes. Sitting in those chairs right okay. there. Uh, looking forward to that. Also, to the folks at uh, Vortex. Justin Barsha, Cooper Webb used the Vortex sprockets on the Monster Energy Factory Yamaha team. As well as that, they got the V3 MX SX bar that is 29% stronger than competition. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com for a hell of a deal on anything Vortex makes. V3 brake brads, V3 performance brake lines, V3 oil filters, chains, tie downs, big parts of the Babbitts Arena Cross team forever, the folks at Vortex. And they are pleased and proud to bring you our first guest, or I guess our next guest after DV, our first scheduled guest on the Pulp Mech Show tonight. He is the reigning 450 motocross champion, looking to add a supercross title to that this year. Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac. What's up, Eli? How are you, man? Oh, just getting ready. You know, we're, we're getting close to down the days, literally. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for coming on because I figured you might want want to because who knows and you know how you guys are and maybe you don't want to talk and you know what I mean. So thank you, thank you for answering the text. Trust me, I thought about it for about twelve hours. <laughs> come on or not? Yeah, you know what? You 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 uh, you normally come on every time we ask. So if you were to deny us, I'd be fine with that. So um, I can't complain with the amount of time you've given us over the years. Um, but hey, uh, yeah, looking forward to this weekend. Um, you know, obviously, you were coming off a great year last year in Supercross. You won a ton of races. We, we know what happened. You didn't win the title. But uh, for one, and I know you know this, Eli, you look at your results for Anaheim 1. You had the year you came together with Jake Weimer and you hurt your shoulder. Then you got a fourth and then you got a fifth. Last year wasn't great for you. So Anaheim 1, for whatever reason, hasn't been awesome. And that's got to be number one for you is to try to get off to a great start. You know, that's that's totally true. Um, yeah, like you said in the past, I haven't had good results there. You know, I'd have to look all the way back to my 250 days to where I actually yeah. did have a decent result. So it's time for me to, to let the big dog eat, you know, yeah. at, at the early Anaheim races. Um, you know, I don't want to be playing catch-up, you know, anymore. And that's you know, I did that last year, you know, was yep. playing catch-up the whole, the whole time. So it would be nice to, to get out there and, um, you know, bust out a win or, yeah. or at least a top three. Right. Yeah. And even that would be an improvement yeah. where you're just like, yeah, Hey, okay. I mean, yeah. years past, so, right. Yep. Um, we saw you struggle a bit early on last, last year in Supercross. I remember, I don't know what week it was, but I showed up at the truck and you guys, your guys were like, Oh no, we, we went testing. We found some stuff. We went to track in Arizona. Eli's much happier with the bike. You wait and see. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. And you were good. You, you, it was a turnaround right there and then. Um, so please tell me, Eli, those settings are in the bike right now. Please tell me you didn't find some new magic settings. 
Um, <laughs> you know, I, I can say that. Yes, my bike is very similar to last year. So, right. You know, and it's kind of like just a peace of mind knowing that or knowing what I'm working with. Mm-hmm. You know, going into the beginning of this year. Yep. And shoot, you know, I was. It was a really good bike last year, and I felt like there was no reason to go really hunting down anything else. So, yep. um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because uh, it worked. Whatever clicked after those early races, man, it was then then on that you were on fire. You know, from there on out. So, yeah, you know, as I, I know, you know, I know. Uh, I'm no great mechanic, but that's what I would do. I would just leave that setting right there. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, look, you're one of the all-time greats in the sport. Uh, you've won a shit ton of races. So I don't know if this question really applies or not, but, like, how was your off-season? Do you, did you do something different this year, try something different? Did you, did you work on something this year that you didn't in years past? Like, how was the prep? You know... Well, I mean, the biggest change has been was having um, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still still training with him. You know, when I can out here in California, but uh, you know, Jeremy Martin came out to our place yep. in November, so we did kind of our our good block of training in November out there. And then you know, just having a guy there has has been good. Um, mm-hmm. I have worked, or I did have Zach at my place in the past, um, but it wasn't, or it didn't, uh, you know, last really long. So, right. Um, but for me, Jeremy's been pushing me, you know, a lot, and uh, it's pretty incredible what the guy can do off of a motorcycle. Really, you know, physically on, on a bicycle, and really, huh? And then the gym and running, yeah. He's, wow, he's yeah. Uh, he's an animal for sure. So even so you, that being, said, that, that being said, you know, I feel like I've been getting pushed, you know, definitely past my comfort level of what I've had in the past. So it was actually a good um, little. Eye opener for me. Wow, I'm shocked, Jmart. Why? Because <laughs> we know you as like being the man in shape, and little yeah. Jmart comes around and well, you and, saying that. And then Johnny like, T is there, and he's right. gnarly, and, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a happy medium though, where you can you can go overboard though, you know. Yep. So yep. It's been a good balance for both of us for sure. Well, and then the one thing, Jmart, look, he's got national titles. We know he hauls ass, but his supercross skills haven't been there. For a number of reasons, not all his reasons, like not all lack of talent or anything, a lot of different things, but he can learn from you on that, I imagine. I mean, that's that's totally true. Um, you know, and, and it's how much do you want to tow a guy around or how close? Right, to, right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, that guy's, you know, he could end up bracing me full time in the 450 class and it will happen. Yes, so, yes. Um, but for me right now, it's it's a benefit for me. I feel more so, so. Um, it's good. It's funny that you say that about Jmart because one of the questions I have on here was about Jmart with with training with you, and then one of the questions was, "Are you going to run him into the ground like you did Osborne?" But it doesn't sound like that's. I mean, I love Zach, and we all know he's part of the Baker program, and he had a terrific year. But even he'll admit that the time he was out there with you, like it ran him down a little bit. <laughs> like it was a little, it ran him down. It was a little bit much, you know. So, but it yeah. sounds, sounds like Jmart's fine. <laughs> well, I think J-Mart can hang. I mean, I usually, like, you know, for that block in November we had in some of the days, like, I'm like, holy crap, this guy, he's just like a little jackrabbit. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, <laughs> off the motorcycle, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, nice. Uh, it, it, yeah. It, yeah. It, it sounds like from what you just said that, like, the Baker program maybe wouldn't be the best for you. Like, you wouldn't want to be around the guys that you're racing that closely day in and day out. 
No, I, I wouldn't. You know, and I, I've thought about that in the past. Like, there's no way I would go out there and, mm-hmm. and ride with three or four of the top guys, you know, during practice every day, you know, because yep. I, I don't know. Every certain programs work for certain guys, but for me, I, I feel like it'd be almost too much of a competition where I feel like, you know, if you have one guy, yeah, you sure, can push yeah. each other, but three or four, it's just like, you know, it's, yeah. I don't know. It'd be a gnarly contest every day, I'll tell you that, because. You know, you don't want to be the guy that's slowest, that's for sure. No. I don't know if you would have that problem, but for sure, Weimers told me that when it was Where's everybody, he was getting, he was the last guy for a while and was really beating him down. Kenny, RV, uh-huh. you know, and it was just Weimers trying to keep keep up here. Right. And it, it, it yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, hey, can you, when did you get out to California? Like, is, can you still ride at Colorado or is it too bad right now? So, normally December 1st is like our. Our little um, cutoff is the timeline of when we go out to yep. to California here. So, um, yeah, and then this year was really warm in Colorado. Heck, we could actually stay another week or so. But um, you know, we get out here anyway to just kind of go through some little stuff. But yep. um, yeah, December first is is our deadline most of the time for getting out here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, is it just me, or have you been extra? And you talk about not wanting to do the show tonight, or maybe you know thinking about blowing off the show tonight. Have you been a little low key in the off season as far as social media goes? Is it just me, or is that a is that something you you decided like you're like a little bit over it? <laughs> I just I go on waves with it, you know, and I wanted to treat my off season as like a real off season where I wasn't, you know, just thinking about whatever, yeah. whether it be follow, looking at moto stuff on social media or whatever. I was just doing my thing in Colorado, and yeah, and that's the way I I, I took it, you know, so. I mean, um, yeah, I'm going to get it fired back up now. You know, that yeah, was yeah. going to be in the season. But I literally kind of had an off-season, too, with my with my phone, if you want to call it that. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. Not, not not a bad thing. And some of these guys we see every day with the – I was I was going on the last, last week's show, Eli, or two weeks ago, about these guys that set up their photos of them just gazing off into the sunset on their <laughs> motorcycle, and they just – they have some long, long rambling thing about – you know where they are in life as people and riders, <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, yeah, I mean, everyone has their thing. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. for me, you know, I'm not going to go out there and post a bunch of videos on myself because to me, that's showing your competition what you're doing. If you have a technique, yeah, you know, or something, if you're doing something new, you know, you're giving everyone an advantage in the world to see it, right? And I've never really understood that part of it. I mean, yeah, it's it's cool to throw content out there, but. Yeah. The video stuff, I'm just, I don't know. I like to keep it low-key, yeah. you know, and then, you know, because at the end of the day, you're racing those guys for your career, you know, yeah. so why do you want to help someone on that can watch you do whatever, your certain techniques sure. and loops on your phone, you know? That's old school. That's how the guys used to do it before right. they all got together, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> you know, Ricky and Chad and James, like, they, they, nobody's watching those guys. Right, yeah. I'm, I remember when, when I was working at Yamaha and Yogi was on the team, and and they were trying to – each guy's guy was trying to film the other guy riding. Yogi's guy was trying to film Chad, and Chad's guy was trying to film Yogi, and they would both stop when they saw the video cameras come out. It was this really? big cat and mouse game. <laughs> Nobody could. I never on the track at the same time. I was just going, "What are we doing here?" And like nobody was riding because they were too afraid to start their bikes, you know. Oh my God. But that's how it was back in the day. It wasn't so much ride together and hang out, you know. But hey, whatever. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, 
a lot of hype, obviously, Eli, with A1. I mean, we've been talking about it on my dumb shows for a long time. Yourself and Marvin and Kenny and Anderson. Uh, we like the four of you guys, you know, to be right there. How do you look at it, though? I mean, do you do you think about these guys? Do you worry about who's doing what? Or is it kind of like, I mean, we know you're just going to be one of the guys that's going to win a ton of races and, and the odds on for the title. But how do you look at it with, the, with your competition-wise? For for me, it's changed, you know, over the years. I feel like, you know, even this last year or this year, I, I've been able just to, uh, I don't know, do my own thing and not worry mm-hmm. about, you know, the other guys or, or, or really, you know, I don't know, think about them. But, yep. um, you know, those are the guys that you just mentioned, you know, that are going to be there. Um, you know, you, just, you never know who's going to bring really what. So I just – you know, we, we do our thing at home and we, mm-hmm. we get our work done and then we, we bring it to the race. So, um, you know, we, we won a lot of races last year. So, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think we are the guy to beat this year. So, um, you know, at least we we're bringing that to the gate for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you like, uh, starting off the season a little bit, like the track start off a little easier I find in the beginning of the year. Do you like that? I mean, obviously we, we talked earlier about you getting off to a bit of a slow start, but I think that was more bike related than track related, but we were talking earlier about how Anaheim one is usually pretty tame to start the year. Yeah, that that's tough. You know what? Um, once again, it's like if if, you, if you're all feeling good and everything's yep. going right, you know, it feels like the race goes easy. Mm-hmm. But if you're, you know, whatever, balled up with your bike, or you're not feeling good, you know, then <laughs> yeah, the track feels like a pain in the butt to ride. So it can go either way. You know, I mean, looking at the track maps, you know, you never really know what you're going to get to actually no. go out there and and walk it, you know, or on race day. Yep. Um, but heck, we'll see. You know, you never really know what they're going to do with the whoops. Supposedly, they're going to be more consistent with their whoops and stuff. So, oh, okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what we got. Um, yeah, that would be nice uh, to see that, you know, a little bit more of a finished whoop section each and every week and a little bit more of the same kind of tops and bottoms and everything else and all across, you know, a little. Inconsistent, yeah, you know? I, I heard like they're supposed to be, you know, 13 feet between each whoop, like consistent. So, oh, okay. you know, one week we don't get 12 footers and next week 14. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That's just what I've heard. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. We were talking about you and off season and unplugging and not doing social media, but like. As an enthusiast, all of us listening to the show, we all ride for the same reason. We love riding. We love the feeling. When you leave the track, because you're a professional, this is what you do day in and day out, do you leave the track like, and you're, you're smiling and you think, hey, man, I ripped this rut today and that was such a great feeling. Are you more of I did something wrong and you're more thinking about stuff that you did wrong versus what was fun? <sighs> Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> like uh, for me, because an example for me, like I'll be leaving the track and I'll be driving home, thinking, "Man, dude, ripping that rut today was so fun!" Like, and that kind of stays with me for like a few hours after I ride. I don't know if you still have that because you do it so much, you know. It it kind of depends on the day, you know. Our days are so structured. Like we go out there and we know what we're gonna do. And, you know, that's what we go work on. And then when we're done, we're already thinking about what we're going to do in the afternoon. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe in like September, October, you know, we, we do have days where we go dink around and, you know, and have fun, rip two strokes, whatever. But, um, you know, like come November, December, it's, it's just, it's just work and it's yeah. a grind, but, <laughs> um, you know, having, having injuries in the past. So, you know, I've, 
I've come to find out how much I really love riding my motorcycle, you know, and how lucky sure. I am that I'm able to do it. So, um, fortunate that way for sure. 702-586-7857. If you got a question for Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac, brought to you by Vortex Racing. You're talking about um, people studying you and not wanting to see you. I'm one of the guys that I watch you ride a lot, like during the day and practice, and I try to break down what you're doing. Okay, I see you hook underneath your foot peg when you jump, and I'm I'm blown the fuck away by it because I have no idea why the hell you do it. And and there has to be a reason because I've seen it He's multiple times. He's not going to tell us. He's not going to tell well, us. It's, it's out there already. I've seen pictures. <laughs> Seen pictures, but not video yet. Not video. I've seen the no, pictures. So yeah. I've seen hooked underneath. Yeah. You know, I do that most of the time when I'm whipping. I noticed when I'm whipping that one direction to the right. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I do it on both sides, but it's something that I, I do just to to hang on to the bike, I guess. It's something with controlling the bike. I never actually even think about hooking my boot under there. So, oh, wow. so that wasn't Kinda. something you were taught. It's just something you do. It's something I do, yeah. I, I I wasn't like one day I'm gonna put my foot under here and, and see what happens. Huh. All right. Well, now you now yeah. now keep her keep now her I'm so all pissed off. I'm like shit. I thought it was a technique. He <laughs> <laughs> thought it was some super secret technique he needs to start doing. Oh, um, hey Eli, I, I know you're. I'm sure you're an avid follower of my social media, no doubt. But uh, <laughs> hey, um, this year after uh, after Paris Supercross, uh, I got to go to Oslo to uh, Alpine Star Factory. Um, uh-huh. Have you been there? Yeah, I have. Yep, we went there in, in fourteen. Okay. Before the um, Genoa, the Genoa. Yep. Yeah. Um, and and obviously, I saw a lot of stuff that of yours that they work on, and I saw they built a set of Tech Tens. I saw all the things that go into their gear. Man, I'm blown yep. away. Like uh, impressive company. We already knew that. I mean, we already knew that. That you know, everyone knows about A Stars. But uh, after leaving there, I was uh, more impressed with everything they do in the fit of the gear for you guys, the special stuff and the boots and man, those guys, they, that's some really yeah, high tech stuff. The, the handmade part of it's, you know, really cool. It's, you know, that, that, that still exists, you know, mm-hmm. how they, how that's still there, you know, with the, whether it's your, whatever, you know, it, yeah. a, a MotoGP suit or, or your, or your boots, you know, if you need to, to add a different, you know, material inside your boots, you know, to see if it gets better traction or, um, I don't know. It could be anything. You know, their car yeah. driving shoes. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I was yeah. blown away by all the things that they kind of do and 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 the tests that they run and and all the stuff that you know they do for their athletes. Whether it's yeah, whether it's road we, racing or you guys or anything else. We got special A one gear coming. Um, you know, I to be honest, you know, I know we have the boots uh, gear. I I'm not even gonna say anything. We'll see what shows up. Um, I was don't worry. I was already giving them shit too for having a number three at the Monster Cup. Don't worry. I made some jokes. They didn't really like my jokes about not having a number <laughs> yeah, one. That didn't go over too well. No, 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 and nobody in Italy really thought it was funny that I thought that I I thought it was funny either. So, um, uh-uh. hey, uh, it obviously I, didn't give yeah. me good luck either. <laughs> no, not really, right? Um, uh-uh. Hey, uh, um, talk to uh, or I, I saw some online. Eric Johnson from Monster talked to you already and. Look, it's a long way away, and who knows? But you've said the MXDN at Redbud is something that you think you can race this year. Is that was that what you told EJ? Is because I the European sites are running with it clearly. But uh, what do you want, what do you know about that? Or is, is that true? Yeah, I did tell EJ that. You know, and 
and it's it's once again it's it's in a time of the year where yeah yeah we we can do it you know because our our nationals in what is the last week of August and then we have uh, donations first week of October mm-hmm. that gives you some time off um, once again I'm not the type of guy to ask for you know or stand around with my hand out but. Yeah. You know, there's there actually is some time to take off. You know, and you could have a legitimate off season and then still go race that. Um, and you know, and then Monster Cup as well the next weekend. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no excuses yep. for me this this upcoming year. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It's a long way, but yeah. And anyways, but that's that's nice to know. It's anyway. good to know for sure. Uh, hey, yeah. listen, I'm one of the guys that I think they need to move that race, and I think they need to help Team USA out. I, I've been there. I've been saying it. Whether or not you say it or not doesn't matter to me. I. I believe you guys, and I, and I feel for all the top American guys that are like, "Come on, man, help us out." But it's nice to know that you know in Redbud that you it looks like you're going to be able to do it. You know, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. And that, that topic sucks. It's like it's it like talking about politics. Like you'll never win <laughs> whichever side you're on. So yeah. I, I don't even know. You just either go race it or you don't. You know, yep. and hopefully this next year I can go race it. Yep. Um, hey, at the uh, at the Cowie track when we're talking 250 guys. Uh, uh, what do you see from from the Mitch's Mitch's guys? What do you, what do you anybody anybody caught your eye or anybody impressive uh, that you've seen? Uh, well, if I told you I watched anyone, I'd be totally lying to you because <laughs> K one that's all I've been riding, and it's just been me and Josh. So mm. uh, two fifty guys. That's I've yeah. got no idea what's going what's going down there. They don't let you got. They don't let them on the track when you and Josh are there. Wow, jeez. Special. Oh, nope. Yeah, I like that. Yep. That's special privilege. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. That's all right. Um, yeah. uh, Eli Tomac, uh, the reigning 450 motocross champion on the Pulp Mech Show. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at Vortex Racing for a hell of a deal on anything Vortex uh, uh, Vortex Racing makes. Uh, they can sort you out and, uh, and dial you in. Eli, um, thank you for your time tonight on the show. I appreciate you answering the text. Um, it's interesting. It's kicking off, man. I'm excited. I can't wait uh, for Saturday night. I know, uh, and probably you're the same way. But it, it is looking. Yeah. It is looking. New format is going to be exciting at some of those races, and uh, you know, seeing all you guys back on the track, it is. It, I'm pumped, man. So I'm stoked. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I, I've definitely had enough laps of the practice track too. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're excited. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You got a press conference on Friday. I'm sure, Eli, you are so looking forward to that. <laughs> You're so stoked on that. You know what? I, I don't mind them. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't? Okay. Right. I am not going to no. ask any questions. Don't like, ask. Yeah. That's the thing, though, is a lot of people think I'm like this raging dude inside that's like super negative about media, but I'm really not. I'm just more quiet. Yeah. No. You know? Yeah. You, you, <laughs> I can honestly tell our listeners that. I think every time I've asked you to come on here, you have. I think every time, uh, maybe maybe once, or you said, "Hey, I can," or something. But you've never, yeah. never not had a problem for coming on and doing our show. Can I be real? So yeah, go ahead. I, I've I've done a couple things with you know for you, and yeah. I talked to Eli. Very very nice. He'll he'll accept you. He'll be like, right. hey, I'll talk to you. But when you look at him, he kind of has a resting dick face. Like you, like oh, that guy's <laughs> gonna be pissed. Like. He looks mad. Not a resting bitch face, but it's like a resting dick face for men. You're like, that guy's going to be an asshole. Yeah. And then you talk to him. He's like, oh, he's a great guy. Like, he's right. a good dude. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Well, you're intense, Eli. I think you're intense. You know what I mean? Um, especially when you t- when you talk about racing, when t- what you do for a living and what, you, what you've done the whole year, your whole life. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, but, you, yeah, you've always, always been great. Oh, one last question we got from a listener that tweeted in. Uh, when it came time for a permanent number, uh, you didn't go with 43, which you ran in amateurs. Uh, he wanted to know why, and did you think about going with 43? 
you know, the thought was there for 43. Mm-hmm. But when you do win a national championship, you know, you only get so many opportunities to pick a single digit. Yeah. Um, you know, so at the time, I think it was three, oh gosh, six and like eight, mm-hmm. you know, that were available. You know, so I just, I figured I took the three out of the 43 and just went with three. So, yeah, um, okay. yeah, I wanted the single digit and, and three was there. It, it, looks, it looks bitching on the bike, too. Can you believe Osborne? What an idiot. He stuck with 16. I. <laughs> I told him. So I never I, understand that. Dude, you only get so many opportunities. Right? Take it. Take yeah. the single digit and be a badass. Take it. Yeah. I just I don't yeah. understand. He took sixteen. I'm like, you're a moron, Zach, because he was going to take eight for a long time. He was going to be eight, and it was going to be all good. And then, now nah, he went with sixteen. Like, Idiot. God. <laughs> like, dude, a single digit means you are a bad dude. <sighs> That's what that means. So. What the hell happened? Anyway, flipping sand dudes. Uh, Eli, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you Friday at the press conference and uh, and Saturday, of course, at the track. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. See All right, you, guys. Thanks. All right, see, see you. Eli Tomek, everybody. Monster Energy Kawasaki rider. Uh, did you have to go with the dick face? Hey, I'm being real. I know, but... He laughed. Sounds he gay. kind of did. He, I, when you look I, at I him... I know what you're saying. He looks like an asshole when you look at him. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far. But you talk to him. He's a very friendly guy. Oh, boy. Very friendly. Let's change this topic. Mark, what's happening? Thanks for being on hold. What's going on? Uh, <clears throat> not too much. Um, my question is about my, um, I have a 17 KTM 450, and I bought it at the end of 16. Mm-hmm. And I went racing up at Redbud, and it was like a downpour, like water flowing across the track. And like halfway through my moto, my front brake just quit working. Mm-hmm pulling it in there's nothing so by the time i got it home a couple days later washed the bike everything the brake started working again and i rode it all this past year and then uh i hurt my knee in october so the bike's just been sitting since october so uh the other day i was down in the basement and i just went over and i was messing with the bike and i grabbed the brake lever and it's just pulling right in again like there's nothing there and it's, like, super weird to me. I've never encountered this type of problem. I don't know if it's anything you've ever came across uh, with the Brembo. Uh, it's my first KTM, so mm-hmm. um, um, it's just super yeah. strange how, you know. That sounds like you've got, uh, if it was a mud race and, and water and debris, you've probably got something in the seal, in the caliper. Um and then it's kind of like stuck in there, so it's coming and going. And then if it if it gets hot, it may it may start working and, and seal up again. And then when it sits for a long time, <coughs> excuse me, the seal kind of gets aggravated a little bit. So it sounds like you have something stuck in the in the seal, but between your brake pistons and your caliper, Kiefer, what do you think? Yeah, that's that's your call. That's tough to. I have no nothing uh, about that. Yeah, I that. don't think it would be a. I don't think it would be at the top. I think it would be down at your caliper. So take it apart and clean it, or is that something that's junky? No, no, no. Take it apart. You can yeah. get new seals. You get new seals for your caliper. Get a rebuild kit. Yeah, get a rebuild kit and uh, for your caliper, and uh, and it's pretty easy to do. All right. I guess I'll give that a shot. Yeah, just go to your KTM dealer and tell them you need a rebuild kit. It's pretty easy to do. You have to bleed your brakes again after. Yeah, and change your oil, change your fluid too, because I don't know if it's the same fluid that you have in there from the OEM. No, like I did stuff. do that. Is something I did do. I did change the okay. fluid. Yeah, got it working again. Because you'd like be I surprised. You'd be surprised how well your brakes will work after you put some good dot four, you know, something in there. Because sometimes from the OEM stock, it's not the best fluid. So yeah, it sounds like if it happened after a mud race, it sounds like you got water and sand and crap in there. 
So yeah, and then uh, yeah. All right. So just um, do that, and uh, you should be all right, man. Hey, uh, where do you live, Mark? Uh, Pittsburgh. All right, Mark. We're going to give you some Michelin tires for your for being on hold for so long. Sweet. Michelin Star Cross Five, the best tires out there. Nice. Stick to the track like glue, Mark, with your KTM. After you I'll get the brakes best. fixed. After you get the brakes fixed. Uh, stay on hold. Marks will get your information. We will send you a set of Michelin Star Cross Fives. Courtesy of Michelin Motorcycle, man. Thanks. Sweet. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New too, Year. Man. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Marks, grab three when you can. Ruben, what's up, Rubes? What's up, fellas? Thanks for being hey, on hold Ruben. for so long. Yeah, no worries. I'm just listening to the show. So I'm listening to all this stuff and all the hype and all the writers and everything else, and I'm doing the Reed fan experience. Oh, nice. I'm nice. one of the guys that got selected, and I paid some buku bucks. What do you, mean got, what do you mean got selected? Well, I, like, I guess there was like 10 yeah. spots that were available. So, so how they picked uh, 10 and, you know, whatever it was because it said, you know, basically um, email this right away, and, you know, we only have 10 spots to fill. So there how you go. How much was it, dude? 1200 Shut the front door. Swear to God. Oh, my gosh. But I'm a huge Reed fan. I mean, I've been a Reed fan since McGrath left, and he was the closest thing to to MC. So, you know, I mean, I just I've been watching Reed since U.S. Open, way back so when Ricky was trying to take. Did him they, out. I'm sorry. Go ahead with your question. I'm trying to ask you all these questions because I'm intrigued by it too. Well, I mean, the thing is, is I did it with JT before, <laughs> uh, a few years back. So I kind of get like what it is, but. I don't want to throw JC under the bus. It just, uh, or JT, I'm sorry. Um, that fan experience was, it kind of sucked. Um, and you talk about like a resting dick face. Um, JT's a cool dude, but you got to break that shell. You got to break You got to break the shell. Oh, it's not easy, but it's. Break the seal. It's a, uh, it's a noogie caramel center once you get through it. But, well, I mean, I was yeah. sitting next to the guy, and I think there was 10 of us. And there was people that came all the way from, like, Australia. There was people that had flown in from everywhere. And JT, it's A1, and, um, and we're, you know, sitting there, and we're under the tent, under the rig, and JT's bouncing around all over the place. I mean, he's like a, just a ping-pong ball. Just, you know, he's just all over the place. And for a while, he would just leave us alone. We had nothing to do. Like, oh, hey, guys, this is the rig. This is what we do. And then we watch practice, and I'm asking him, like, different questions. And he's tweeting, like, he's tr basically tweeting, uh, tweeting, let's see, Steve and, and probably two other people or whoever else is on their group text. So <laughs> he's ignoring all of us. And I'm, like, trying to make, like, small talk. I mean, at one point it was so cold, I even went and got a hot chocolate and gave him one just to kind of break the ice. Nice. And it got me nowhere. Oh, boy. Here's the thing. It's probably so spread thin. JT's got probably all this stuff that he has to do, and it's probably well, that tough. that was the thing that sucked was, I mean, if you're going to do that, I think that you've got to have some sort of priority of well, in, what you can in, in, do and what you can't do. Well, so now that Reed's going into this and trying this, and, and, and you're telling me he's not even going to finish in the top 15? Like, the dude's going to be pissed. I'm going to be like, yeah, I've liked yeah, you forever. And he's just going to look at me and be like, yeah, I suck. He's going to be angry. Okay? I, don't think, I just don't think he's healthy enough right now. He'll be good once he gets in shape and gets riding. I think Chad Reed will be Chad Reed. Well, that's but not it, in a week. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> but, okay. hey, to be, to be fair, Ruben, about JT's deal, like, he's told me sometimes that the guys sign up for the VIPs. And they're like, right. "Hey, don't tell me what to do or where to go. Like, I just want to, exactly. I want to hang my like he, he's some people like you, Ruben, are like asking him questions and want to be want to be yep. get a bit of tour. Other people are like, dude, 
I just wanted an inside, like, no, I know, hey, whose bike sucks or, or, right. or something, you know, look at the rhythm section. Like, I'm asking them questions, and just real short. But, and that's not knocking on JT, because I'm, I'm telling you, a year later, it was so weird, because I was p- still pissed about it a year later. And I got an email from JT. And it's like, hey, can I do anything for you? And I'm thinking, that is the weirdest thing. So I emailed them back, and I call them, actually... I didn't like my experience last year, <laughs> and I told him everything. Like he had us sitting up. We didn't even have our own seats. Like yeah. we got we got moved out of our seats like three times. He wasn't even around. Yeah. Anyway, A one's really gnarly for sure. At every other race, you're allowed in the press box except for A one. Yeah, exactly. And so he told us a bunch of stuff afterwards. But a year later, he's like, "Dude, what can I do?" I'm like, "I don't know. I've got a game room full of jerseys. Give me a signed jersey." And he said, "Come by the rig, and I'll have Shorty sign one for you." And he did. So, oh. you know, I mean, no, he, he made it right. It was I, cool. I don't know, man. Like, everybody's experience is right. is with that thing is different. Like, what do you, you know, like everybody's looking for something different. So, I don't know. It's like, I, do I call in next week and let you guys know what it was? Yeah, no, okay. Here's what I want to know. Do they give you ahead of time what they're doing for you or not? They don't. Well, okay, she said whoever's taking care of it. I don't know her name offhand. But um, it was well, a girl that's been emailing me. Probably Katie. And probably Katie. Okay, and I'm, I mean, like I said, I'm a Reed fan, so if I can get next to Reed, I'm excited to even be near there. Just, just okay, whether he's that. in 10th or 18th, I still love to see the guy ride. Right. So my thing is, I just want to go chill out, see how operations are, see how he's doing. I don't know if we're going to hear anything, but they don't give us, like, an itinerary. They just basically told us, like, Okay, um, you're signed up, and what you're going to get with this is like a signed jersey, uh, VIP pass, you know, for the track walk, um, riders meeting, uh, practice and qualifying viewing from the press box. Um, uh, you won't be in the press box at anyone. So I'm just t- reading what it's. No, I know, I know. No, I'm no. just I'm t- access I'm just... to the pitch before they open and close. Um, hospitality, CR22 rig. Um, did I say, let's well, did they say how, many, how many guys are with your group? I emailed her and asked that question. She said 10. Okay, well, that's not bad. Huh. That's yeah, like you know a big what? crowd hey, to be uh, like ushering around. It is. And please, give us a call next week. Let us know. I'm just curious. But yeah. real quick before we go off of that, I got a funny DV because I was on hold and you guys called him. And you guys were all saying that guy's a dick or was thought you. Some people, yeah, some, some people did not, do not like DV. Yeah. I was one of those guys. I got a funny story real quick. Do you remember Motobowl? Yes, I went to one. Okay. Yes. All right, and they had a silent auction for stuff? Yep. Okay, so I'm trying to get a jersey, and it, it's MC's jersey. It's a, it's a Thor jersey, and it's like pants and jersey signed. And I'm trying to bid on it, and then I walk away, and then I come back, and it's, it's up. And so the woman's right there, and DV's just standing there, and I put my money down, like 200 bucks. He writes 300 bucks. And I look at him like, dude, <laughs> yeah. can't you just get this shit? Don't you just, like, no, he make doesn't. a phone call? Yeah, he doesn't carry his DV. Right. So, and then I put, like, 350 He puts 450 And I'm like, well, fuck this guy. If he's going to think he's going to get it, he's going to pay for it. So I write, like, 600 whatever it was. And he looks at me, and he goes, it's like Drago from Rocky. He looks at me, and he's all, you will lose. <laughs> that sounds and like, I'm like yeah. And I'm like, this guy's a that's awesome. You, you will lose. Yeah. He'll, he'll, the funny yeah, part was yeah. he wins. We all go back. They call our names. He gets his MC gear. He holds it up, and it wasn't even a matching set. Oh, boy. I, I think the next day it was on eBay. 
Ah, that's CTV. That's fun. That's good stuff. Uh, well, yeah, Ruben, let us know. Uh, let us know what goes on, and, and yeah, in the yeah. In I'm the curious. Weekend. I mean, hopefully, he finishes with something really good. And, and oh, I got dude, no, listen, really cool listen, to talk about. Listen, he's a friend of mine. He is not going to finish with something really good. Yeah, I mean, hey, shit happens. Okay. All right, Ruben. We will talk next Monday. It, it's A1. Everybody's got jitter. Shit happens. Okay. Let me know, Ruben. We'll talk next week. And you, and, <laughs> All right, guys. All right, you guys you. have a good show. Appreciate See ya. It. Thanks, Ruben. You uh, would lose. <laughs> <laughs> FlyRacings.com. Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Oh, we should have gotten in on this. Yeah, we were a little late Ruben, on that. Ruben's, uh, Ruben, Ruben's going to have a rough weekend next weekend, I think, on multiple levels. <laughs> Ruben, uh, Fly Racing, by the way. Have you checked out the new office new offerings of Fly Racing casual gear? Stuff like the Blitz jacket, which boasts a 15,000-millimeter waterproof. I don't even know what that is, JT. Is that good? What does that mean? Uh, yeah, it's, it's just uh, the so level just, of waterproofing, whether okay. it's waterproof or water-resistant, or that's that's what their measurement is. So this Blitz jacket, like you can basically jump in the, jump in the lake and be fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, your, the rest of your body is going to get wet. Yes, now. yes. Just don't just, punch yourself in the face. Uh, yeah, do not punch yourself in the face. It's, it's not a dry suit. Uh, perfect for the late afternoon freak thunderstorm or early spring snowstorm. Fly dealer near you. Ask for it by name. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. We love the guys that fly. And JT, so Ruben is doing the, the Chad Reed VIP experience. He did yours a couple years ago. And he says, we were speaking about Chad earlier, and I said I didn't think it was going to go good, and, and Ruben thinks that, you know, he's, this is going to be a good experience, and I'm, I, I don't know how this is going to go for the 22. He needs to get in shape and ride a lot more. Yeah. Well, I, I think I shared my, my first sentence. I think I shared my feelings on that. So Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah, I'm just going to stay away from that. I don't think it's going to go well. Uh, JT, A1 is coming up around the corner. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Roxon and Marv and all that with uh, me and Kiefer, but let's talk 250s with you and, and Kiefer, you as well. Uh, so... Savachi, Adamson Cirillo, Savage. Christian Craig, Justin Hill, Phil Nicoletti, McElrath, Amart, Aaron Plessinger, Justin Cooper, Mitchell Oldenburg, Mitchell Harrison, and Brad Taft. Bradley Taft. Jeez. Holy shit, JT. The West is stacked. Yeah, I mean you're the list you name there, I mean there's there are guys that are you know, I don't know that you can put in the same breath put Savachi and a guy like Bradley Taft, you know, like Savachi's been Tied for tied for the championship or close to tied with Webb two years yeah. ago, and, you know, was ninety feet from another one last year. So, uh, but yes, to your point, it is super deep. Yes, um, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just the West Coast or if it's people are not wanting to face Osborne and they feel there's a better chance of a title out West. I, I don't know what the feeling is, but definitely it's uh, it's lined up out there. That's for sure. You think? You think? I know we were talking about that in our text today earlier today. Look, Osborne rode terrific last year. He was mm. uh, so good. But Impressive. Are guys, are guys avoiding Osborne? Is that a plan? No, I don't think so. Uh, you don't think that you don't think that people that are title contenders are like, yeah, I don't really want to race that dude. Well, Forkner and Davalos are hurt. That's why Joey's in that. You know, uh, Hill has a number one plate. That's why he's going to stay there. Craig, yep. Craig's a West Coast guy, and that was a terrible move last year. So the, Craig was always going west this year, no matter what. McArath rode west and was great. Um, Plessinger and Cooper have been forced to the West because of uh, injuries to Dylan Ferrandez and Colt Nichols. So we're left with AC. And yeah, and AC I think was always going to do it because of Marty and Forkner being hurt. Well, then there you go. So I don't know, man. A lot of this stuff seems injury forced, but 
It's deep. Yeah, I, like, I, I agree with you. So, After listening to all that, I agree. Yeah. So Savachi, AC, Craig, Hill, McElrath, and Plessinger. That's five guys. There's eight rounds. Those five have to win a race this year, or they are going to be really upset. Are you with me? Yeah, no, for sure. I think that the title in the West is wide open. You know, you've got you've got the returning champ in Hill, but he's switching teams, he's switching bikes, he's mm-hmm. switching everything. Uh, so it's yet to be seen how he does. Obviously, he'll be fast and good, but will he be at the same level? I, I don't know. No one knows that yet. No, but um, but what I but, said is, if those one of those five guys, like there's six guys: McElrath, Hill, Craig, right. AC, Savachi. Yeah, I, and I. I Lessinger. feel you on that, but don't we always think that's the case going in and then someone rises to the top? Like, I don't think we're going to get six winners. I, I don't think that's going to happen. So, I know. So who's going to be pissed? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, we always go in and we're always like, well, it's going to be wide open every year, and then it's not. Right. So it just always seems to seems I, to sort itself out, and there are a couple guys that are the, the cream of the crop, and they win a, you know maybe two or three winners, and that's it. So I, uh, I think on paper, yes, but I don't think that's how it's going to play out. I Maybe this is a biased friend of the show argument, but I like AC, man. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that pick. I think that's a great no, pick. I know. I know. But I also think, man, the way the McElrath rides, and I know he kind of like lost his luster last year, but I just yeah. have a feeling like this is his year, and that's that's who I'm going with. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it, if, if McElrath pulls it off, and he could, like that is not crazy. Right. Look at all the the name guys he would beat, and everyone would be like Shane McElrath. You know what I mean? No yeah. disrespect to Shane, but right. But absolutely, he was great last year. Uh, Marks, who do you like for the 250 West? I like AC. Yeah, JT. I don't know. I'm still mulling it over. Oh uh, boy, here we go. No, I, we have to do a we have to do a preview pot. I'm still unsure. I think it's. I, I want to say AC like you guys, but at the same time. If Hill, I, the only the only thing I'm worried about with Hill is that it's, the bike is outdated. Last year he was clearly the best guy. He yeah, won it with, uh, with a race to go. So I don't think you can discount that. And from what I've heard, he's riding really really well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pulling for AC. I've always been an AC fan. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't like that change. We haven't Hill. even talked about Savachi, which is no, lame too because no, he could yeah. he could. And and what about Amart? Like seriously, I didn't even think about that. Amart, Amart's in here. Yeah, why isn't he on the list? He's here? on my list. Shit, you have Amart to win title? No, but he's one of those dudes that we he hasn't won a race yet, so he needs to do that first indoors. He wasn't very good last year. Yeah, he wasn't as good as normal for sure. No, nope, you're right. And then Craig he was took great outdoors though. And then Craig took care of him in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get to the expert on goggle tear offs, uh, Kiefer has beef with you, JT. He is. I don't he, have beef. Well, you don't have beef. Uh, look at me. Imagine me blowing something out of proportion. Right, exactly. Shocking. Shocking. But go ahead, Kiefer. I've heard your rant about the whoop speed Marvin thing. I just disagree That's with fact. it. That's a fact. I disagree because you look okay. how much the, the track breaks down. All these tracks broke down last year. And. After a while, everyone's jumping through the whoops. The, the, the fast line was jumping through the whoops. So let's say they do build mm-hmm. these whoops to spec, like they say they're going to this year. Still going to break down. Still going to break down. Race, at some races, you are correct. I'm talking about 
over the course of a season, you can't have that big of a hole in your game. Okay. I firmly believe that. I did it for too long, and I struggled with it too much to in my own problem, in my own deficiency. Right. I know all too well how badly it hurts you at key rounds. But let me, let me say this. Your, your level of riding, which was high, oh versus Marvin's level of riding, which is higher, you don't think he can his, adapt? You don't think, but the whoops are, it's proportionate. He's way worse than the guys he's racing against in the whoops. Way worse. See, I don't think he's way worse. I don't see that. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Tapes. You should watch some race tapes. Then I've studied it a lot, a lot. And I need and to go back and look a, at he it. He is incredibly good everywhere. He probably has maybe the best corner speed in the class right now. But when the whoops are tough, and it's not every weekend, there will be there will be weekends where it doesn't affect him at all. But there are there are weekends. Phoenix was one. Um, there there were several weeks. Vegas was one. He actually DNF because he couldn't get through the whoops in Vegas. He crashed in them. Uh, he he just it's it's a big hole and I, and I hate this I hate to come off like that because it's not like I have a, a you know I don't have any dog in the fight but I see it so much and now that I've seen it I was watching it in the 250 class I it was like a sticking point for me because I was like man he really really has a tough time when the whoops are difficult was, uh, was, go back to I feel like that chick with Skip and Shannon right now hold on okay. was was yeah. Dungey lackluster in the whoops last year. Not as bad as Marv, no. but he but he, I mean, but he, he did have a problem. Never correct, been fantastic. Right, never been. I mean, he was really bad at Salt Lake. Yes. So but. here here was my second part of the argument that I didn't tell okay. Steve because I know he'd go crazy about it until you got on the phone. So I saved it. Oh wow, um, saving it up. Okay. When I was at these intros, bike was an issue in the whoops as well. The old frame. Now we have this new bike that they're on, and then mm-hmm. I spoke. With an opposite team, not on KTM side, on the other side of it, they said some riders were so shocked about the new frame that they didn't like it at first until they went through some whoops and then they rethought the process. They're like, oh shit, this is a better direction because some of these guys wanted to go back to the older frame until they rode some bigger whoops and they're like, okay, now I'm, I'm on board with this frame. So my thought process is... This new bike, this new frame, a little bit more torsional rigidity, better in the whoops, helps Marvin out for this year. That's my thing. I've seen Marvin ride a Honda. I've seen him ride a KTM 250, and I've seen him ride several models of the KTM 450, and it's been consistent his whole career. That's that's what I would counter with your argument. Right. Okay. Well, that's... I mean, that's it's not right? It's just all bench racing. It's, right, yeah. We'll, we'll watch every weekend and, you know, whatever. It'll go back and forth because some weekends... Some weekends, I think it's an advantage for him that he's so good at it. But other weekends, I just watched and I just shook my head because he was losing so much time in just one section that he could have won the race. I feel like there were races he could have won if he didn't have you know the, a problem here and there. I need to go back and look at tape because I didn't see that big of a – I knew he was slower, but I didn't see it. So I need to go back and look because even Steve said at yeah, first he was bad. And really all it takes – it only takes a couple weekends where if the loops are real tough – uh, like an Anaheim two from two years ago, like they were just super nasty. Uh, it only takes a couple, two or three rounds like that where you get like a seventh or an eighth because you just can't get through them well. Right. And it really, I mean that that can be all it comes down to, or a race like Vegas where you crash in them. You know, like that's then that can happen to anybody. I, I it, but if you want to talk about something that's going to keep you from winning a title, I think that's the only thing there is. Everything was, else is got dialed. Going back to you when you were racing, was your most of your problem, your inseam going through the whoops, or was it just mental? 
it was it was a lot. It was technique. It was being too short. It was uh, confidence too, which I think Marvin is ingrained now because he's gone through this. You know, it's been a recurring issue for him for a really long time. So I don't I don't think it's I think it's something he he already knows. If he can find a way to jump through him, he's going to that immediately. You know, that's what part it, of the thing where he he knows he struggles there. It'd be a fun experiment to do with JT Steve. Get a what Steve uh, JT's Subway Honda right, and then let's get him a new newer bike that guys are racing now and see how much difference there is in whoops with JT nowadays. Comparison. I can blitz whoops. It's not like I no. I know you can. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Just talking about yeah. I'm just I'm saying, talking about comparatively, yeah. I'm just thinking how much better these bikes have gotten over time. You know, I was thinking, oh, wow, like, hey, this is better now versus when I was racing in, you know, whatever, 2008, 2007 or whatever. So. Yeah, and I mean, really, you know, like a 2012 Suzuki 450 really <laughs> wasn't that all that much different. Yeah, you're right. You know, a 17 450 Suzuki. So I've ridden the, I mean, I've ridden all the new bikes too. It really wasn't anything that, I don't think the bike would just fix everything. I think just some people are inherently better at some qualities of racing, you know, like uh, some people are better at corner speed. Some people are better at scrubbing. You know, I, I just think it's, it's a weakness for Marvin. It always has been. And I don't think it's ever going to be a strength for him. It's like Chad Reed. Like, why is he so good in the whoops? You know, I don't know. It's, it's talent on right. some level. Right. Okay. There so, you go, whatever. I mean, like I said, it comes off like I have a problem. Great radio. I, I don't at all. Like, I don't care. You know, it doesn't matter to me if he wins every no, race. No, nobody, every race. I don't think anybody thinks that. I, I don't think anybody no. thinks that. No, I, I just, I, I always think of if the rider was listening or, you know, Matilda was listening or something, they're going to think that I have something out against him, and it's not like that at all. Nah, yeah, it didn't well, sound that no, way at all. No, they will think that, but whatever. That's how it works in the industry. <laughs> no, I, I know. Mean, that's what I'm saying. Well, I yeah, that. but I you can't help that. Idea. That's how these guys think. Right. Well, I told Tomac he has resting dick face. And yeah, can you believe that? He says, hey, sometimes. does. I do too, though. I have it real bad. <laughs> real bad. Yeah, J- JT. I told everybody he's got to get in, you got to get into that soft noogie center of JT. <laughs> he's got to get it break away into that soft noogie center. Um, Nougat or noogie? He said noogie like you're going to scratch his head or no, something. No, noogie like a noogie. Yeah, a noogie is when you scratch your head. No, in a headlock. it's not. Yeah, I think, Maybe I think it's a Canadian thing. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know. All right, cheesy. Yeah, you like that? Um, all right, everybody. X brown goggle tear offs. Let's do this, marks. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, a choice of Gary Sutherland, RM Army member. Yeah. Fellow RM Army member. Thank you, Gary. (laughs) Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Gary. We're getting fucked over (laughs) going to Suzuki. (laughs) One day, we will be back on top of 450 Motocross. When are we going to go riding again? We want to go, but goddamn Berluti got a job. Oh, so I'm I'm out now? I don't want to go all the way down there. It's too far. You fucking told me you would go. I'm going. It's just I'd rather not, but I'm oh going. Hey, fuck kidding. off. Um, all right, everybody. X-Brand goggles. Pulpamex 17 is the code, but it's going to be 18 soon, but we didn't change it, but we're going to try to. But Pulpamex Show 17 will get you a discount from xbrandgoggles.com, eksbrand.com. The choice of champions everywhere. Like Ricky Brabeck, like Gary Sutherland, Fast Freddie Norn, Kyle Chisholm, just to name a few. Henry Miller. Alex Ray? Kyle, Alex Ray, where is him? Who's Calix Ray? Calix Ray and Alex <laughs> Ray. Ray. Kyle like Cunningham. Kyle Cunningham. He's got a nookie center. 
All right, everybody. Great company, great goggles. Check them out, and uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Okay, uh, 30 seconds on the clock to answer these questions. They are written in by a Corey Moser. Huh? Familiar with him? Uh-uh. And uh, you got 30 seconds to uh, to answer these. All right, Marks, let's do it. Speaking of A-Ray, yeah. Steve. Yep. Will A-Ray qualify for A-1? Yes. Yes, he will. It is a deep field. Listen, somebody has uh who sent us that text today, JT, with that his his A one lineup? Uh, I think it was in, the, in our fantasy Pulpamex fantasy week. It was it was bullshit. There was two or three names in there. I'm like, no chance. So um, you got to remember, it's crazy things happen at A one. Always like, happy to qualify today. One, yes, like, it's, it's always it's always weird with the qualifying. Yes, and uh, so A Ray gets in, even though DV he crashed eight shit in front of DV twice at Elsinore the other day. <laughs> He, he does get. He it. always crashes. I'm not saying he's going to finish the main without crashing, but he goes for it. There right. is no one that goes for it more than that dude. No, he does send it. All right, next question. JT, what year were you the most prepared going to going into A1, and what year were you the least prepared? Hmm. The most prepared, I would say, um, I would say either 2000, really five or six or eight. One of those three, I was really good and strong and had the bike dialed. The least would have been, for sure, would have been 2001 Husky. We did, like, zero testing, zero anything. Uh, 2005 was the epic downpour at A1. Did you qualify? I did not, no, but I was... I was good. I mean, I just can't. I can't like that very well. Tim Ferry didn't either. To me, the best JT when I remember, when I watched, was... I don't know what he'll know. White fly geared subway Honda JT. That to me, that was the best JT ever or a one ever that I've seen ride. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I like in 05 and 08, I had lots. I think I had like seven or eight top tens each of those years. I was pretty decent, but um, yeah, was- 03, I kind of. I think the best I ever was, maybe comparatively, was 02 before I got hurt. That was the year I'd, I maybe 02 when I trained with Torcelli. I was really ready, man. That guy. He perhaps, my ass before the season to perhaps, get shape. perhaps we break down a best of JT right. uh, bracket like we did with Nick Way and Kenny and GL. Yeah, it's a pretty sad level of bracket. Yeah, it's a pretty sad bracket. Let's be real. But sorry. oh, you know what? Yeah this this list has a ray in it in the twenty. Yeah, twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. yeah. All right. Kiefer. Mm. Besides the fact that Kiefer After Dark shouldn't be in the running for favorite show segment, Pulpy Award, who had the biggest influence on your quote-unquote After Dark knowledge? Why shouldn't it be part of the the running? He's upset. That Moser guy is upset. He's upset with a lot of things lately. Yep, he is. Hmm. No one. Me, personally, my life experiences that I've had, all the fuck-ups, the successes, everything contributed to the After Dark knowledge. All right. Steve, what has been your favorite vacation you've been on with Pookie? Oh, with Pookie? Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, we should break down a bracket. You're of supposed to say every, every day with Pookie is a vacation. Every day with Pookie is a vacation. There you go. Bracket with Pookie. 15 seconds. Happiest Pookie. Uh, waffle, 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 waffle. Uh, Italy a few years ago was good. We went to a GP. It was hot as balls. Uh, and then we went to uh, Venice. That was pretty nice. So, I don't know. You sound very sure. All right. 
JT. All I do all vacation is think about the dollar signs. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck me, fuck my life, fuck my life, fuck my life. Look, okay. you know what I mean? Like that's why you got to do all inclusive. That's why I yeah, can't think about it anymore. You're just yeah. done. I didn't have fun in Cabo. That would not make the list, and that was all. That was not all inclusive. But that's you know, besides seeing Cabo Wabo Bar, I didn't have much fun. All right, JT. Assuming Reed races at A1, where will he finish? I don't personally think he races. So Wow, you and Mathis. If, you, if you're going to say he races for sure, it's not going to go well. Cause I, I don't think he can do – I don't think he's ready to race, and I don't think he can do you know 21 minutes or whatever it ends up being. I, I, I'm very pessimistic on A1 for Chad. I think it'll get better as it goes on, but it's going to be a rough first round if he races. 25 seconds. Good job getting in there, JT, under 30. I know you're trying really hard. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kiefer, if you could pick anyone to be Mrs. Supercross, Miss Supercross, who would it be? Jan. Uh, Sarah Underwood. No hesitation. No. No, something he's been really thinking of a lot. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. F. Mary Kill. Ugh. Okay, you ready? Damn it. I you ready? It's tough. I hate Diana. This. God dang it. Juliana. Yeah. Uh, who was before? Hmm? Sarah, uh, Sarah Underwood? No. Diana. Diana. Juliana. Mercedes. 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 That's, that's a thought. Mercedes. I am marrying Diana. Uh-huh. Fucking uh, Juliana and killing Mercedes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> The killing always gets harsh. It's really harsh. Like it's gotta be another okay, name for it. I don't right? mean killing because we don't want any uh, backlash here. We're not, you know, no killing involved. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next question, Steve. Yep. Which is more likely, Marks actually puts out a year in review pod, or the Pulpamix fantasy site crashes? Uh, year in review. Year in review. Yeah, he's upset at you for that. He is up. He's been bookmarking all year long. You said you would do it, and you haven't done it. I'm still, so build, I'm still building it. If our listeners want to come down on anyone for a year in review, do not come down on Moser. Yeah, you can still come down on Moser. Okay. JT, do you think the new race format and point structure will have a significant impact on the racing this season? I don't. I think the only thing that really matters, the structure, uh, the three rounds, when it's an overall over three rounds, I don't think it's going to change a whole lot at the at the top. And then the only way that I think it matters is if somebody wins a ton of, a ton of races and has a, ba- a few bad ones like Tomac did last year. That's what we learned in that press conference is that Tomac would have won in that format. So unless those, you know, that rare occurrence happens where a guy just throws away a couple rounds and wins 10 races, then otherwise, no. How long It's 35 seconds, by the way, you're penalized. How long is it? How long do we just keep looking at the results and we're going, okay, that guy's got 25, 22, 20, and you're like, oh, wait, shit, no, 26. Yeah, every race. 26, every race. 23. Yeah, exactly. How long race. does it take you to know the numbers? How quick do you pick it up? Uh, probably within a round. Okay. First practice. Yeah, by the, by the night's racing for me, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, yeah by, 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 the night, by the practices, I'm like, who the hell, what, huh? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. So, all right. Key for last one. What has been the worst toy you've had to assemble on Christmas Eve? Ugh. Yeah, I, I have to admit it. Like Heather does all the fucking mechanical shit around the house. Oh boy! Like I try to put stuff together, and 
either it's engineered fucked up and I get pissed and I throw the screwdriver and I'm over it. And then Heather comes in and she figures it out. That's what happens. You're fucking kidding me. 18 seconds to realize that Kiefer is a pussy. <laughs> 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 X Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Please check them out. Best goggle out there. Fantastic company. Pulpum X17 is the uh, is the discount um, to save with those guys. And we thank uh, Eli Tomac for coming on earlier and, and uh, David Villeman. Also, Jason Thomas on the line right now from FlyRacing.com. JT, uh, A1 Fly Gear, what's, what's, what are we looking at? What yeah, are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, you'll, you'll see on Saturday. Oh, we got light hydrogen. No, we're not. We don't. We don't have any uh, anything. <sighs> we're running. We're just running our eighteen stuff. And if you want to win, Blake Baggett signed a one gear right off his back. Maybe still smelly and sweaty. Uh, email contest at pulpomexshow.com with three things that Kiefer has said tonight. Mm. Three things that Kiefer has said tonight. <laughs> so please check him out. Uh, coming up here, Andy Jefferson from uh, Husqvarna Media Relations. Looking forward to that. Uh, Mark's Pulpamex Fantasy. This is the last week to sign up. JTU as well. Uh, this is a new thing we're doing. Live scoring uh, on the site. A chat room on the site. You can create your own league. It is free to play. And no problem to play. You just can't, aren't eligible to win the prizes. But if you want to win the bitchin' prizes, A1 prize for winning A1 round is a, is a Eli Tomac motocross, 450 Motocross Championship jersey. Wow. Can't get it. You okay. can't get this. You got some cool prizes. We do. How we did, do. did you line up all these prizes? Uh, some. Some. Okay. The Tomac thing was not me, though. Uh, 450 Motocross jersey uh, that, that was given out to Eli Tomac. Uh, very, very rare. That is if you win A1. It is $34.99 to sign up for the year for Supercross and Motocross, or $19.99 for just Supercross. And JT, uh, handicaps are being set by you, right, with some help. But, uh, yeah, we, I think, we, uh, I think we're, we, we had a conference call tonight. Uh, we're pretty dialed. I think we're going to roll those out in the next day or so and then we have a we'll have a fantasy podcast out for it um you know the biggest thing i think for people that want a chance to to win the you know to win the bike and then get a, another free entry if they sign up for both uh you want to get those in by this weekend and we'll have signups per week if you want to play the weekly prizes but uh getting your sign up in this week is critical to be in for the grand prize stuff you uh you get if you sign up this week you get Two entries for a Cowie 450, a 2019 Cowie 450. Can I enter this and win that, or is it like outside only? Is he? Yeah, he can. He, yeah, you yeah, can. If, yeah, I, can. if yeah, I pay it and do yeah. my deal, I can do it. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You can do it. All right. And uh, if you don't, s- don't pick Marv if the whoops are tough. That's my <laughs> only advice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and if you win Supercross, if you're like a fantasy guru like myself. You can win a 2018 Cowie 250F for winning Supercross. Motocross prizes will be announcing soon. But even if you suck balls at Fantasy, you have two chances if you pay before A1 to win a 2019 Cowie KX450F, courtesy of the folks at Cowie. Uh, we thank those guys as well. We have Race Tech Suspension Revalve is one season-ending prize. We have a dirt a package at uh, Dirt Dreams, a package at MTF. We have a uh, set of Michelin tires every week. Uh, we have some 100% goggles. We have... Uh, the jersey each and every week we'll have signed jerseys from a lot of riders and uh, this Eli Tomac championship jersey isn't signed but it's one of those rare things we will have um, help me out what else we have Red Bull Red case of Red Bull year supply of Red Bull year supply yes yep some pro taper accessories every week yep thanks for Um, the folks up a full pro taper drive kit at the end of Supercross 
yeah, the the Zoles. Did you say the Zoles bags? I did not say the, the Zoles, Zoles bags bag. for uh, and, and those bags are pretty sweet. What the hell is a Zoles bag? Zoles is a company. Uh, Zoles Bag Co. Chad Zulian. You know Chad Zulian? Yeah, yeah. Got a bag yeah, company. Company. He used Zool. to be OGO guy. Yeah. Okay. Now he's taking all that knowledge and built his own bags. His sweet. bags are sick. Um. So yeah, basically, people, there we go. Sign up. Place. Uh, join us. Bolt Mex Show League. Join that league, and, and we'll uh, be talking about each and every week. Um, JT, you, you should join that too. I forgot to tell you that. So, join Pope League. Yeah. Hey, so, real quick, not to keep going about the league, but no, go ahead. Is uh, is it a top three prize each week, or just the winner of each week? Top five each top week. Five. Top, top five. five each week. Okay. And season ending is uh, top ten. Ten season ending. Okay. And then we are have a live timing on the on the site during the day, so you can check out how your team is doing at night. Uh, it's a handicap league. You have to pick different riders each and every week. You can pick one rider. In, you have to pick one rider that's an all star. So it'll be one of the top guys. Uh, that'll be is Kenny Roxon an all star? Did we decide that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's official. All right. Mm-hmm. I I also agree. You can't. Yeah, you have to. You can't because everyone no, he's pick won the, He's won that race. He's won that race two out of the last three years. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, but he hasn't raced in almost a year. But yeah, no, I, no. yeah, I know. He's got to be though. He's no, be. absolutely. So uh, pulpmexfantasy.com. Go there. Sign up. I gotta do you, you, this. you got until Saturday at around six fifty-five. Saturday, yeah. Uh, oh wait, is it six thirty now? Opening well, ceremonies. Ceremony starts at six thirty. Yeah, yeah. So um, gate drops at like seven, seven oh five ish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, p- picks will probably close right at right at seven. If you're having uh, problems yep. with the signing up of the league, info at pulpmexfantasy.com, and uh, we will help you out uh, if you have Internet Explorer, for example, which many many of you do. If you use the site and are on Internet Explorer, it might not some some things might not work properly. So I highly recommend not using Internet Explorer. But many for many everything. people no one no one should ever use Internet Explorer for anything. For anything. I agree, but many many people do. Well, they need to not. So we're going to educate people. Mm, okay. That's what we're going to do. Um, See how serious he gets when he talks like that. Just look at his face. Thirty-four ninety-five. Everybody, create your own league. Race against the uh, league. Uh, have, comp- have competitions against your jerky buddies, and uh, see who comes up. The top ninety-nine in the league gets a Pulpamex Fantasy National number, little icon beside your uh, avatar, that indicates you are one of the top ninety-nine members. God, it just keeps getting better. How bad are you going to go for number sixty-nine? <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's why I'm fucking paying the money. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be sick though, because I mean, on this dashboard page. You sign in. There's a race going. That page is going to be all you need. It's going to have your fantasy scores going live. Really? As as the race goes on, it's going to have the live timing table. So you don't even have to have the AMA live timing table page open itself. All that stuff's going to be right there on the page. And then you got the chat open as well. Huh? Like everything's right there on one page. You that. have no reason to be anywhere else. That's that. that's kind of the that's kind of the goal here is to be the one stop shop. You know. You, it's your page for the race if you're playing fantasy, and and then you can track your and you and this was your baby, yeah, yeah. This was uh, a lot of this was when when he first came on as a producer, yeah, two years ago or whatever, last year. When mm-hmm. was it? Huh? This this is the start of my third year. So third yes, year, two years so ago. Two, he came on. He's like, hey, you ever think about doing a fantasy league? And you were like, nah. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'm busy. And he's like, I got an idea. If you ever do one, and I'm like, eh, whatever, beat it. Mm-hmm. And then. uh he was like, live timing. Live timing. And now here we are. Is no, anyone else doing that? No. No. I think there's supposedly maybe one or two others that are going to be doing it this year. But What? Uh, who knows? Okay. Supposedly. It's but, like the pre. It's well, like. Listen, none of those jerky sites are going to offer a Eli Tomac no, championship yeah, jersey from his 450 motocross season. 
and not to mention our our design and layout thanks to ryan is far above what i'm not familiar with ryan yeah you are no i'm not but it's far above what everything else says uh jt by the way zach osborne sent me a mxdn jersey for the studio yep saw that yeah what size is that medium uh medium Mm. yeah a little bummed at him though jt you're bummed at zacko mm-hmm that's messed up why well this isn't one of the ones he raced in well, we had we had uh, extra ones made for him to take care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm aware, and and that's fine. I'm not complaining, but uh, wouldn't mind if I had a little bit of mud on it, you know, from England. That's all. I think there's there's probably dirt outside your. You could roll it around in the yard a little bit. It's just nice to know I'm not on that special list. I'm on a list, which is cool, but I'm not on a special list. That's all. God. Mm-hmm. Never and had your high maintenance, bro. Yeah. Flyraising.com. Zach Osborne. I don't even have one of those. Wah, 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 wah. Like you would, like you would care, JT, or want it. What do you mean? Do you have any memorabilia around the house? No, JT house? doesn't care. Anything? Uh, okay. We went to JT's house in Florida once, yeah. the one by the by the lake, JT in Tampa, and yep. <clears throat> he wasn't home, and we were wandering around the house looking at looking and shit. Yeah. And we opened a room, and there's That's just called breaking and entering. I think no, you were allowing you were sleep. We were sleeping. You were allowing us to sleep there. Um, we opened one room, and there's just like gear and shit and trophies everywhere, just piled in this one room, like a like Sanford and Son. Really? Yeah. So your current home in Idaho does it have any motorcycle shit inside of the house? No, not really. No, nothing. No, he doesn't care. God, I don't know how you guys turn it the fuck off. Like, I get it. You don't want to ride. That's fine. Good. But, like, you just, like, eh, I work in the industry, fuck it. I don't want to look at anything when I get home. I don't think I turn it off. Like, it's all I do. <laughs> That's all I talk about. It's all I do at work. Yeah. I consider that work, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, after work, it's done. Like, I don't want to do it enjoyment, like, for myself. No, I enjoy it. There's lots of things I do that I just because I enjoy it. Um, um, well, put it, JT. But I, I also like to have separation too. Like Kiefer, I like to do Kiefer, Kiefer's just moved, and then before the show, Heather was saying about how this one shelf is just full of Kiefer's trophies in the house. Like he just puts his own trophies up. I do not like. Put hey, them up. Heather, please play play witness to my <laughs> Jesus type of trophies. Here is all my accomplishments. Bow down, woman. But I do not. <laughs> no. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Go Shut ahead. You're on. You're well, on. You're I put on. I put some of them up. Right. But she, our gym is like a motocross. Oh, it's right. just look at me. No, 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 no. It's not me. No, it's, it's not all kinds him. of shit. No, 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 no. Right. All right. All right. Anyway, thanks, Heather. All right. Um. All right, JT. Uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Um. By the way, uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursday. Uh, Fly uh, Pulp MX uh, Fantasy show on Wednesday. And uh, <laughs> it starts now, bro. It starts now. It's go time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, flyracing.com. Please check them out. Pulp Mex Fantasy as well tonight. And uh, thanks, JT. Yep. See you, JT. All right, All right see you, man. Yeah. Uh, that's Jason Thomas, everybody. And this on the phone. God, we got some guys that don't mind putting themselves on hold. Nick, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Steve. Good. How are you doing today? Good. What's happening with you? Uh, working. Working on New Year's, New Year's Day, you know how Dude, it is. Bro, that sucks. Double time, bro. Double time. I know. Well, yeah, it pays the bills. I got to I gotta fix my snow bike. So, yeah, it pays the bills. It pays the bills up here in Canada. Hey, I've got a question. Um, hello? Hello, we're here, yeah, bro. We're, 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 yeah, we're oh, here. Oh, you're still there. Sorry. You guys, um, 
So you guys are always talking about suspension settings, and this is going to be a boring question, but it might be from the future. Has anyone, you know, maybe in Japan or where they can do the non-production rule thing, ever tried doing like a handlebar actuated like electronic clickers in the forks? Yeah. Um, no, I have heard. Like I have heard that that might be the next thing coming out. But then I've also heard it. it it's hard to do when you're racing. When you think about it, you you, you got to do it so quickly. You know, like Heaver, right before you come up to the whoops, you'll hit a button and you'll add in a bunch of compression. I know nothing about nothing. I know, I know. But you always, like, you know, you guys always talk about, you, and, you know, NYK always comes on. I'm always yep. two clicks, clicks away, bro. You can yeah. have the two clicks right there. No, the I know. Right yeah, no. I, I think this is coming, man. I think it's coming down the road. I, I've heard some people talk about how they don't know if it'll apply to real world, to people, you know, on the track mm -hmm. thinking about it. Like thinking about, I got to do it, I got to do it, I got to do it, I got to hit this button. But that, yeah. I think that's coming. I think it's going to be the next big thing. Because active suspension, that's against the rules, right? Like, mm. like magnetic that? active suspension, like kind of like road bikes that would, you know, automatically kind of feel the dirt or, you know, oh, so to yeah. speak. Like, like I, think, I think. Like a brain? I don't know if that's against the rules. Yeah, like a brain inside the suspension type thing. Right. Mm, I'm talking about something that'll be on your handlebar. And yeah, no, I, I am yeah. as well. Right, like, right. you know, if it's, if it's you know, actuated know. on the handlebars or whatever. And, I don't know. You know who knows? Yeah. I just, yeah. 2018, so I would say by two by 21, you will see something like that. Watch. Yeah. No way. That's wild. Yeah, I think it's coming, man. That'd be cool. All right. Thanks, Nick. Anything else? No problem. No, I'm, I'm good. You guys you guys have fun. Have a good show. It's been entertaining so far. Yeah, what, uh, what part of Canada do you live in? I'm up here in Whistler, B.C., Cheesies, huh. cheesies, or no? I, you know, I have the, my girl likes the cheesies. I'm not, you know, right. I don't mind them. They're pretty good. If I gotta have cheesies, I gotta go with the Canadian brand cheesies, like Steve says. Yeah, no, Hawkins are the, are the greatest, bro, for sure. Yeah, you gotta go with the Hawkins. You can't go with anything, anything different. Fantastic. Well, yeah. at least you're in Whistler and not, like, say, Winnipeg. Well, yeah, Winnipeg's what, like, minus 50? I'm only dealing with minus 10, but I got, you know, a couple meters of new snow and I can go sledding. Mm. All right, perfect, man. So, Thank you. I'm not upset. See ya. All right, Steve, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thomas, what's up? You got a question for Chris Kiefer? I, I just want to make sure Tim Ferry's not calling in so I get hung up on. Nope, you're good. Yeah, you're all right. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Kiefer, yes. um, I've got a 2018 Sierra 4 r mm -hmm. and I loved your podcast about them. And currently, right now, I have drilled out frame hangers. I got an IMS tank, so I don't have to worry about the bolts on the bottom and I've got a BRP upper, upper triple clamp with uh, W wheels and I cut my crossbar on my Mika's yep. and uh, I'm still having rigidity issues. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, like I kind of listened to one of your recent podcasts about trying to feel where the rigidity come from. Right. And I feel like it's coming from in front of the steering head. And I was wondering if you have any tips for that. What uh, when you drilled your holes in your mounts? What what size did you drill them? Five millimeters. I was told to go eight, but that seemed huge, so I just went five. Okay. the The downside is the BRP clamp is a little bit more rigid than your stock clamp. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just have the upper, not the lower. Yeah, and because you probably run a steering st or a steering stabilizer, yep. right? Stop stabilizer. Yep. Yeah. So you're kind of forced to do that, but that will add a little bit of rigidity going to that that clamp. So uh -huh. I don't know who, I don't I, I don't know what you can do being an off road guy with a steering stabilizer that you can put a top clamp that's less or equal rigidity 
as a, as a stock clamp. That's the tough part for you guys. You I mean, know? you got rubber mounts, or you already got them? Well, they're rubber mounted, yeah. but, yeah. Rubber mounted, right. yeah. but yeah. it's just the clamp itself. But right. those guys don't have a lot of options when they're running a stabilizer in a tank. That's the downside. So, um, only thing, only thing I could, only thing I could tell you to do, man, is try that torque spec that I recommended on the on the pivot bolt. Yep, I have done that. Yep. Yeah, and that was that. What you're doing is basically what you can do to get away with it with still being reliable. Okay. Why don't you get a Suzuki and then real experience, some real <laughs> power, a machine that looks... Ride red, baby. Absolute shot. Well, ask Gary Sutherland. He likes National Hair Down champion, you know, RM Army. Yep, RM Army, bro. Um, um, have you ever messed around with a 450X front axle? Uh, yes. Ricky has okay. one of those on his bike. That's what they use. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how much that's going to help you, but uh, it, it wouldn't hurt to try that. Okay. So. Awesome. Hey, Thomas, uh, our folks at Maxima Oil are on the show for us this year, and uh, yeah. we really appreciate it. So we are going to uh, give away one uh, four-stroke or two-stroke uh, oil uh, chain care kit, a T-shirt, and a promo pack with stickers, and a VIP card for 50% off. So I don't know if you got an oil guy. But you can try some Maxima oil. No, I don't. I I buy Honda oil through the shop. Are you in USA? Are you in the USA? Yeah, I'm in Phoenix. Perfect. There Thanks to the guys at Maxima Oils for coming on the show. We're going to give one of these uh, kits away all the time, and uh, we appreciate the Maxima MaximaUSA.com. Use the oil that Dogger uses. Everybody, that's enough. That's Premium enough. 1040s. What I use. Um, so stay on hold. Uh, Marks will get your information, and we will get that out. Uh, T-shirt size and address and all that, uh, and we'll get it handled. Thanks, uh, thanks for calling, thanks, man. Guys. Yeah, thank thanks, you. Thanks, man. Good luck to you. Thanks. Thank uh, you. Thomas is on number two. All right. Next up on the show, after Eli Tomac, after David Villeman, after Jason Thomas, brought to you by Pivotworks. Uh, Pivotworks.com for 30% off all orders. Uh, Jay Schuster at Pivotworks.com or Show 17 is the code. Don't waste time looking at every little component of your dirt bike's chassis or suspension. Grab a Pivotworks kit, do it right the first time, and save some money. 40-50% to off with the OEM's charge. If it pivots, it works. If it works, it pivots. And we thank those guys for coming on, and they bring you our next guest. He's a former pro racer, now turned the director of media relations for the folks at Husqvarna, and uh, we like having guys like this on because they're always interesting. Andy Jefferson, uh, welcome to the Pulp Show. Thanks for coming on. Hey, how's everyone going? How's it going today? How's New Year's? And it's been good, Chris, man. I'm glad, Chris. I'm glad we missed that bike ride yesterday because I was hurting. So. <laughs> I'm good. Well, I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on, Andy. Uh, first off, let's let's get right into it right now, Kiefer. Yeah. This 18 FC 450. Rockstar edition. The rocks. I just shut up about it. I'm tired. Of, does this rank below, <laughs> right below Heather and above sandwiches? So, or where does this bike rank for you? Right now, at the current January first, two thousand eighteen, it goes Heather. <laughs> Rockstar edition. Wow. Sandwiches. sandwiches. Really? Yeah. You love it. Love it. Wow. If it just had a spring fork, it would be almost tied with Heather. Jesus. Right. Um, now this bike is, uh, is new for this year and you're loving it. Like this is, so I got about, does a, this bike win the shootout? If, oh yeah, I yeah. think it does. Right. If, if this was in the shootout back then, I think I haven't ridden the KTM yet, so I don't know, but, right. um, for me, it would have in my personal rankings. And if you got to have an air fork, use the WP one that they have. If you're an air fork guy, yeah, that's yeah. what you go to. Right. Um, I want to try to get one, a spring fork through WP to try it on the bike, but, uh, we'll see. Well, congratulations, Andy. You've got Kiefer's love right after Heather with this new bike. Yeah, kind of. That was kind of a hard thing to do a couple of years ago. We had no love from 
<laughs> I think I, I've run into him a couple times on the bicycle, and uh, you know maybe he changed his mind a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for real, though, Andy, you guys have done a hell of a job down there at Husqvarna, whether it's the, the Rockstar team, uh, the bikes that have come out, um, you know, the shootouts, everything else. Like, you guys are really on a roll right now down there. Yeah, it's really, it's really been, um, you know, a real kind of a whirlwind, you know, over the past, you know, I'm going to say three years that I've been here since, um, or probably four years now since, you know, the, the uh, uh, KTM buyout of Husqvarna and, and, you know, we have some more products coming. I mean, this is our first year for the Rockstar Edition, which was something we weren't going to have. And uh, Rockstar really pushed. Mm-hmm. We really pushed, thinking that we needed to have this bike to, you know, especially keep pace with uh, our counterpart KTM. So, um, you know, we have a bunch of new products coming out also that, that will not be uh, the same bikes as KTM on the street side. Mm-hmm. So we're going a little different way. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of things coming up and a lot of new, uh, new machines out there. Well, Kiefer's in love. Well, here's what, here's, here's what's good about the bike before we continue this conversation. Um, the things I didn't like about, you know, the 18 current one Mm -hmm. is when you push it a little bit, it flexes and releases. And I can feel that kind of stuff when you're pushing, if you ride it, you know, at a normal just cruising speed, you never feel those things. But I feel that, and what they did to the frame kind of helped that situation for me and kind of just planted that rear end more. Um, and also, I would want it a little bit more RPM response, more pulling power, because as connected as that bike is, I just want some more excitement. So they got a little bit more. Um, maybe I would like a little bit more, but what they all the things that I wanted from the bike, you know, the current mm-hmm. bike, they did with this new bike. So, What about that side panel, Kiefer? You know, okay, even though Andy's on the phone, I'm going to talk a little shit on it. That side panel. It wasn't that great looking when I saw it in photos, uh-huh. but once you see the bike in person, it's not as bad. People okay. on my Instagram are like, oh, things fucking horrible, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, just look at it in person. Chill it's a little down. bit different. Yeah. yeah, chill down a little bit. Right. And it's actually a really attractive motorcycle when you see it in person. Normally they are, yeah. And I'll say even for me, like, uh, when I first saw the bike, you know, months and months ago, I was, like, looking at it going, what is this? And the side panel, even the black frame for me was, it was so strikingly different from what we've had in the white frame. But once we got the bikes in, you know, a month or so ago, and you saw it in person, you go, wow, it looks pretty cool. And... When we had the intro down in Los Angeles, the same thing. Everyone had saw pictures, or some people had saw pictures of the bike, you know. Uh, and then when they saw it in person, they it took a little while, and they were like, you know what, that that really kind of grows on you a little bit. I mean, it is kind of weird putting numbers on, but once you get your side plates dialed, it, yeah. it, it's not too bad. And what I've learned about the motorcycle community and people in general, they don't change is not really accepted that well. No, it's not. No, you're so. right. And I'm one of those guys too. I'm grouchy. I'm old. I'm, I don't change well. Um, Andy, do you still ride a bike much? How much do you get out and ride? Um, I ride a fair amount still. Not, not very fast, I'll say, <laughs> and not very, uh, you know, like I don't do. Chris goes out. We go. I go out with Chris and ride with him, and he does his twenties or thirties, and I do like tens or five. <laughs> right. So. So I might do a couple of, of motos in between. When he's doing one moto, I do two. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I get to ride and and we test a lot. I get to you know I'm 
I'm always at a track once a week, usually, you know, with some uh, publication doing something yep. or, or just in general going to a track and watching guys ride. So, you know, I, I do ride a fair amount, but just not um, at in really intense. You yeah. know, I'm just out there having a good time. And, and when you're testing, it's kind of hard to be, you know, like super intense. Like, that's why I was talking about I'm so sore. I raced uh, REM this Saturday. And, and first of all, I got worked really bad. And secondly, <laughs> I was so tired in five laps, I, I was like, man, I thought I was in better shape than this. And it's just right. not riding, not racing shape. Yeah. Well, and your guy raced at a very high level, you know, a long, a long time ago. But still, once a racer, always a racer. You kind of know, you know what I mean? You, you've put thousands and thousands of hours on a motorcycle. Um, right. Don't let him bullshit, too. He can still ride pretty I'm sure good. he can. <laughs> he topped 10 some nationals back in the day. He can ride. He can ride. He can still yeah. ride. It's not like you, you know. Um, hey, Andy, so you're the media relations guy for Husky. And, again, it works working with magazines and working with media people on, on you know, promotions and, and, and things with the bikes and, and different things like that. So I, I ask you, do you just look at Moen and do the opposite? Is that is that what you do, Andy? Because I love Tom Moe, and I worked with him for two years at KTM. But uh, I have to laugh whenever somebody's like, yeah, Moen's the media guy. He's so grouchy, Andy. Why is he so grouchy? Uh, I, 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 I talk to him daily. And, oh, I love uh, it. I'm the same. Just like you, I, I call him the grouchiest man in the world. <laughs> every time I walk into his office, I just he has this look on his face like, right. oh, my goodness. Right, so, right. Uh, we, we have fun with it. He really is. Deep down, he's a good guy. Yeah, you know, he's a yeah. super. As you probably know, he's a, he, he's super. And he, he's super good. But the thing that blows me away, that a lot of people don't realize, is he's super smart and, yes. and he knows a lot. Once you get him talking, and if you get him, you know, like in the right situation, he, he gives. There's a lot of information that he has about the motorcycle, mm-hmm. especially. You know, he's been at KTM for 28 years right yeah. now, so. He knows everything about the KTM that about any KTM that's out there. So, and then on top of that, you know, he was a racer before that. He did moto and he did desert. So, yeah. you know, I get a lot of knowledge from him, and and then you know a lot of laughs because we're always picking at each other. He, you know? And like you said, yeah. we we at Husky we we do a lot of the opposites of what KTM does. Um, he reminds me of Columbo because he's a, he is a smart guy. Mm-hmm. But when you watch Columbo, maybe I'm dating myself here, but you watch Columbo. And he acts like this fuddly old old man who doesn't know anything, but he's putting everything together behind the scenes, and then he solves the crime in the last ten minutes with some with some really smart things. When you get digging in there with Moen, you realize this guy's really smart. Yes, he just doesn't want to tell you about that or act like that at all. Much like uh, Tomac has resting dick face. Oh boy, Tom, Tom is similar, mm-hmm. but. Just like JT has that noogie center that you're talking yeah, about. Once you cross, that's, yeah, that's Tom. Like right. once you get to know him a little bit, right. he's he's friendly, he's approachable, and he it, Andy said it. He knows a shit ton about dirt bikes. Uh, Andy, so when you're working with these magazines for shootouts, um, you know something new. We've taken on Kiefer a little bit here at Pulpamex, and and he's doing Kiefer Inc. testing as well on, on different things. How do you like Kiefer's shootouts on those podcasts? Pretend he's not listening right now, but how do you like his his, his sort of uh, is he's changing the game a little bit when it comes to shootouts? Uh, not so much traditional magazine stuff anymore. He's getting a lot of cross section of, of people about the bikes and and of, of be it women or dudes and and beginners to vets. You know how do you like that? You as an OEM manufacturer, is this something that's working for you? Uh, well, me personally, I like it. I like it because. You know, the shootout is that day. That day there is stuff out about the bike. Mm-hmm. And and better, you get to hear 
actually hear the guy who rode the bike talk about it. So it's kind of hard for, because uh, a lot of times, and, and believe me, you know, the shootouts for us manufacturers sometimes are a nightmare because yeah. we go to a shootout and a guy comes back and he rides our bike and he comes back and you ask him how's everything. And everything's great. Everything's perfect. You don't change anything? No, everything's good. Yep. Then you read what he said. <laughs> You're like, wait. And you go like, wait a minute. We took, because we take notes on everything. Right. Everything is noted that we do. So we know exactly what we changed, what they liked, what they didn't like, if they wanted to make a change. So then when you read it and you go like, that's not what he said. Uh, and <laughs> this one, you get to hear it instantly. And usually the guys are talking, these guys are talking and they're, they're pretty, you know, they're, 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 I, I'm going to say the story doesn't change. Right. So you get the information, and if there's something wrong, I get it. I mean, there's, yeah. we have some guys that don't don't particularly care for our motorcycles. Uh, that's I mean, that's part of life. I mean, that's why there's different colored motorcycles and yeah. different Honda, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM out there. But by the same token, I, I mean, tell me that. I'm okay with it. Sure, yeah. But yeah. at least so far with what Chris has done for me has been very good in hearing the guys instantly talk about the motorcycles. And it's more than just the motorcycle was good. Yeah. They get in depth into the motorcycle and to really talk about the nuts and bolts of what they felt. And, and some of the guys can't explain it, but that's some of the That's okay, are. right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's okay, you know. So I, I really I enjoy them. I mean, uh, I listen to them, you know, that, that either that night or the next yep. day on my way to work. So. Yep. You know, I, I get a chance to hear the comments, and, you know, I'll call Chris, and we I talk about some of the guys' comments, and, you right. know, see, so I can make changes for the next one we do. Sure, you know, it, sure. Was there something that, that we missed or, you know, something that guy maybe just likes Yamaha? That's okay. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, it's a different, definitely different way, and it is immediate feedback, like, right away. Like, yeah. Keith, Keith, you work pretty hard to get those things up. Yeah, and to you me, know? like, just not to go on about this, but just I like more transparency. And I think the way we do it is more that way. Either you do like it or you don't. That's fine. But at least you know it's all transparent. It's out there and it's real. Well, even you know? like looking at, I've looked at the Vital thing and I've listened to yours and I've read the Mag- Transworld ones. And MXA is it not out yet, right? Or is it out? I think it's out now. It's finally yeah. out? Okay, yeah. I haven't seen it. The guy who rated, the, the one guy ranked the Husky last. <laughs> one yeah. guy. Right. <laughs> and yeah. that's fine, but. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of weird. You're like, huh? That guy should be banned from shootouts. I, <laughs> I feel like that guy should be banned from shootouts. I don't know. Um, just because, well, you know. Like, but that's the same thing, you know. I, it, there's some some people like like as you said, it's it, it's frustrating on from my point of view to go like, I know our bike's better than last. I mean, yeah. if our bike gets. I mean, the bikes are so good today that most you know all the bikes are really close. So if our bike gets third or fourth, okay, mm-hmm. that, that it's okay. But uh, for our, any of our KCM Husqvarna's to get last, there's something wrong. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah. Our bikes have, no doubt about it, our bikes have more horsepower than anyone than any, you know, whether it's 450 or 250. So that alone, I mean, that in itself, unless the bike just handles horrible, you can't get last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, what, but everyone yeah. has their opinion, and sure. that's fine. And, and, you know, so you just, you kind of get frustrated, and, and you know sometimes, and you know, there's always that thing is people they don't take it personally. Well, I take it personally because it's my job. Yeah, and and I want to, and and I'm really competitive in in what I do, and, mm-hmm. and I, I, and if my bike's not good and I lose, okay. But if my bike's good and I lose, then I'm not happy about it. 
You know, and so, if somebody ranks this new one last Kiefer, are you going to go to their house and beat them up? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like I'm you're going to. I'm knocking on the door and say I'm ready to beat your ass right now. Because <laughs> there's no way this bike is last. There's no way it's last. Right. And, and what I do like about Andy and most manufacturers is I like them telling me when I if it's something that they don't like, they come to me and tell me. I like that part of it too. I just want people to say, "Hey, I like this and this." Yeah. I want to know things that I want to improve on and yeah. what they think I can improve right. on. I mean, Andy's. I mean, was one of the ones he ripped my ass on the phone one 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 day because I was at Dirt Rider and it, the result wasn't what he thought it was going to be, uh-huh. and we had a conversation. Or actually, yeah. I listened a to the conversation, com- a, a conversation for about thirty minutes. But I respect that because hey, right. like he 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 told me it is what it is, and I like that. Andy, uh, something somebody that you've known for forever is is Jody Weisel at MXA, and help me with Jody, Andy, help me. Like, help me, help, help you, <laughs> help me, help me understand Jody. Like I've, I've spoken to him four to five times. He was never that cool to me, uh, whether it was race team or not. And, and some of the things that MXA does, but, but the guys that know Jody and, and, and again, the late Tom white who, who, who Glenn here tonight in the studio donated money to, to, to Tom white's charity of choice, love Jody, you know? And so, and there's a lot of people that do, and you've known the guy forever, Andy, How's Jody right. Weisel? Well, for me, I I think that I have a uh, my relationship with him starts from when I started racing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember meeting him in probably 1980. Yeah, uh, just had a saddleback one day. You know, I, I something was wrong with one of my bikes, and I asked someone a question, and they said, "Yeah, ask, ask those guys." Uh, yeah, and so I went. I walked over there like I'm just a kid. I didn't know nothing, and I mean, I re- you know, I I'm sure I read a you know the magazines, yeah. and I, I kind of knew who Jody was. But I, so I walked up and asked him. And ever since that day, he's always been someone that I could ask a question; he would mm-hmm. tell me an answer. And um, I don't know. I mean, some people it's that it's that thing. It's kind of I'll say with Moen even some people in love him, and some people hate him. And it's I don't know. It's just a feeling. And and ever since, like I said, yeah. nineteen eighty. Jody's always been someone that's in my corner. He's always helped me with anything I've ever asked him for. Sure, yeah. And uh, it's been very good to me. So I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about some, you know, people that, you know, don't get along with him. I, I know that he can be brash, and he sees things the way that, you know, he sees them. And if you don't, maybe that's, you know, part of the issue. Is, yeah, yeah. You know, and for me, I've, I've never been on that side of him to where there was something that, you know, um, that he did that I didn't like or, or said something about me. So, yep. you know, I've never had that. But you love the guy. Yeah, like he's great to you, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. No, always. Right. He's always been good. And, I, in fact, I was just with him this weekend on Saturday right. at R.E.M. Right, know? okay. And, yeah. you know, he has his – I think he has his way, and, and, you know, he has his way of doing things. And, and um, I, one thing I do want uh, – what's, like, scary for me now is he's getting older, and I – and I have this conversation with him, and I'm like, man, when he leaves, I mean, because he started this REM thing. Yeah. And, you know, these guys. And one thing about them is, is like, their shootout for me is completely different than, you know, anyone else's shootout. They don't really do a shootout on a day. Yeah. Their shootout lasts six months, basically. They get the bike, and they ride it, and they ride it, and they let all their guys ride it. I mean, like, this weekend, they have a factory or a, a Rockstar Edition bike. And there was five different guys riding it. Yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, you're setting it up for each guy, and I was that was part of the reason I raced, and so I could do that. Right. Set it up for each guy and talk to each guy. I mean, you know, Lars, uh, I think, yeah, Lars rode the bike, and, you know, he's like 70 years old. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you got to make it super soft. And he yeah, comes yeah. In and he goes, well, yeah, it's a little bit of this, but I love, really love the bike, and it's better than, and they rode the 18 back, you know, our, our yep. A regular FC four fifty right after, and they go, yeah, I like it a little better, and I, you know, does this a little better, and then so just a different perspective maybe. But by the same token, like I said, Jody is is just uh, I think he's just um, set in his way, and if if there's something that either you do or have done that he didn't like, he just yeah. he's the kind of person that just you'll never get back in. You know, as I'm bad out. As that is the thing. <laughs> Well, is he is he super competitive with other media guys? Like, do you find that with other magazines and media sites? Yeah, uh, I well, I just think that in his mind, his 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 publication is better than anyone else's. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think my radio. You know what I mean? Well, I think my internet radio show is better than any other internet radio shows right. on Moto. I so. think you guys got more in common than you think. <laughs> Shut up, Kiefer. <laughs> right. but, but, as, but isn't that as you should though, right? Your yeah. radio program should be. There, yeah. Yeah. In your mind. Yeah, yeah, and and as you said about Husky and how competitive you are, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like so, maybe we're all like that, right? <laughs> in a sense, um, Randy's online. He he wants to talk about Joe. Randy, you're on the phone. What's up? Uh, how are you? I'm here. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm good. So you want to talk about Jody a little bit? Well, you know, I I was a, a pro racer in the '70s. So I a lot of CMC Saddleback stuff, and uh, rode the Nationals in '78, '79, and '80. And my um. My run-ins with Jody is he's a pompous ass. The guy's a dick. And, <laughs> okay. um, All right. Um, it's like if you were Bob Hanna, he was cool. But um, yeah, but Andy Jefferson wasn't Bob Hanna, right? And he was cool with Andy. Well, I can't. Um, I don't know what it was, but he thought he was way fast. He, I thought he was way faster than he was, and he just wasn't real friendly of a guy. Uh, that's all I can tell you. Oh no, problem. No, that's that's why we that's why we bring him up. So, um, and, thank, um, yeah, no, thanks for the call, Randy. Appreciate it, man. God, God, God bless him. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate later, it. Later, guys. See, See ya. ya. Well, uh, Andy, I wanted to do a podcast with him because this was a while ago. Love him or hate him, that guy's a walking encyclopedia of right. the sport of motocross. Uh, unbelievable the things he's seen and done. And he was such a dick to me when I asked him to do a podcast. Really? Yeah. Like, what did he come off at? Dude, he hung, basically hung up on me. No way. Yeah, basically hung up on me. Could oh, wow. be a dick. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe I was just a dick. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, on another note, on another character of Moto, Andy, for people who don't know, you were one of Mitch Payton's first ever like supported riders back in the day. Where do you meet Mitch? How do you meet Mitch? And 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 talk about that a little bit and, and kind of the help he gave you. Well, um, weird uh, kind of meeting Mitch because I didn't really – know obviously who Mitch was. I, I'd heard of Mitch Mays and Mitch Payton Desert Racing. Okay. You know, when I was younger, I should say. Um and I'm Mitch is only a couple years older than me, I think now. So um but I had broke my leg. I was racing just locally in Southern California on mm-hmm. the Suzuki. Um I worked for a, a shop here that's in my little town of Victorville. Um and I had won a bunch of races in Southern California that year. It was 1980. Yep. And it was 1981, 8081. I won a bunch of races. I did testing for Suzuki in 8081, and and I thought I was on my way to be Mr. You know, big pro guy. Yep. 
Um, I had a bad accident out in the middle of the desert. I hit head on with a guy. Oh. And broke my leg, my Gee. kneecap, and oh. my my neck and my jaw and my really Jesus. holy yeah. smokes! Wow. So this this is um, like my boss at the time was um, this, that owned the Suzuki shop that I really worked for. I, you know, I was a parts guy there, mm-hmm. and uh, he was good friends with the people at Suzuki. Tosh Tayama, I think his name. Yeah, Toshi, Yeah, Fireman. And he Tosh told him that when I was because I had won a bunch of races on Suzuki, he said we're going to help this guy if he can do good at. You know, I think it won him. Remember, it was the Coliseum or one of the next Supercrosses coming up. Yep. Well, I broke my leg a couple weeks before, yep. so I was done. You know. Yep. So I didn't. This was in July. It happened. It happened right before my birthday, and and I didn't get on a motorcycle until. Um, December, because yes. my leg was yeah. really, it was a bad, I was in the cast from my hip down and over my foot for oh, boy. four months. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I was just in the shop and this was around Christmas time and uh, the phone rings and it's Mitch Payton. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, do you want to, do you, uh, you going to ride this year? I go, yeah, I'm just coming back. I've just started riding again. He goes, uh, you think you want to ride Huskies? I go, in motocross? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. What? And I'm like, well, what does that mean? I go, you know, because, I mean, I, everything else before that, I mean, I rode for a shop, but I paid my parents, you know, yeah. luckily. Yeah. Um, my dad was in the Air Force, so I didn't. we didn't have a ton of money, but I, I got a couple of bikes a year, and then the, the motorcycle shop helped me out with some parts. So I got a little bit of help here and there. And um, he said, no, we, we'll get some bikes for you. We get, you know, parts, all the parts you need, clothes. Everything you need, just come down. Wow. So, you know, a couple weeks later, I drive down to the shop, and he hands me two brand-new Huskies, like more clothes than I could ever wear in, in <laughs> a year. And, you know, I mean, just like here, parts. Yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. Like, I was like, you know, like, really? This is, like, for real. Yeah. You know, like, this is no one's playing a game on me. And, you know, no, no, no. Yeah. And so that's how it started. I mean, and, and to this day, I, and actually I was just thinking about it when, when – um, when Chris talked to me about coming on here, yeah, I don't know why Mitch called me. I never have asked him that question. You know, where did my name right. come up out of out of the blue? But um, well, if you were winning every, you, if you were winning everything, like the 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 the, the, South, the Southern California area was so competitive. You guys could race four times a week, five times a week. You back could in race the day. almost every night. Yeah, and so there were some really fast dudes. So Andy, you're 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 probably discounting yourself. You were probably hauling ass. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, for me, it was, I, and, you know, to tell you a little more of the background for me, yeah. I, I was, you know, a kid that grew up here in the, de- I mean, and, and Kiefer says Dad's life. I mean, I've been in the desert since nineteen <laughs> so, you know, forever. Right. And, you know, I, I the only track I really raced at was, it was 395 at the time, which is Sunrise today. Yeah, yeah. And um, most of the time, I could beat most guys there. Well, my first time going down to Saddleback, I remember getting locked. Oh, wow. And I was like, yeah. I was going like, I can never go that fast. It's never going to happen. <laughs> right. What's wrong with me? You know? And finally, you know, it took six, seven months, and I got better and better. And this was all in the intermediate class. Yeah. And I was getting killed, and I'm like, what's the deal? Right. So, you know, when, when with Mitch, when once I got, you know, to writing well, and uh, but I still didn't believe in myself. I, I was one of those guys that... I wasn't real loud, and I, I just 
went to the track. I rode rode my races and and left. And and that to this day, I know that hurt me a lot with yeah. sponsors and people because I had friends that would get all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, well, how do you get that? Can we just talk to them? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm kind of not that guy. You yeah, know? yeah, so, yeah. Um, which I learned later in life was, you know, not not a real good thing to be. You need to talk about yourself and sure. and be confident at least in what you're doing. So, um, but once I started riding for Mitch, then we raced all around Southern California. You know, we did some, you yeah. know, just local Supercrosses and Nationals. And but the help that he gave me um, was invaluable. And I, I couldn't. I mean, I, I thank him to this day, and he'll if you ever if you ever were to talk to him, he will tell you just the opposite that him giving me a ride probably ruined. No, is what he always says. He, and, I've asked uh, him about you. I've asked him about you. Yeah, and he he does say that he was like he was winning everything, and we got him on a husky. <laughs> <laughs> fucked him over. We thought the bikes were better. You know, it was a husky. What are you gonna do? <laughs> you know, back so, then. Yeah, yeah, but but for me, uh, just the team atmosphere, right, and right. The guys that we worked with, you know, like Mike Guerra, you know, who's a guy, young Benigama. For, yeah, he was suspension guy, right? He was suspension yeah, guy before yeah, then, was, right? He was mechanic suspension guy, and Jimmy yeah. Perry yeah. was there, and Jimmy Perry's brother, and I mean, there's been a zillion guys. Yeah. That, yeah. I've been there, and, and Mitch, you know, the Huskies weren't, you know, especially off the shelf, the Huskies yeah. weren't that good. But Mitch, I mean, you know, as hard as he works today, he worked then, you yeah. know, all day, all night. Was he always and, a, was he always a funny prankster guy, too, back then? Like, oh, yeah. we had, we had all our brawls, and <laughs> I mean, some, some really, uh, we went to this, I'll, I'll tell a quick story, we went to this fair race, I don't know where it was, somewhere in Central California or something. And it was like a Saturday or it was, I think it was the Saturday night race and me and Troy Lee and yeah. Mitch drove up in Mitch's van. And as usual, you know, me all the way out there, I'm going, Hey, what hotel are we staying at? What hotel? Yeah. And Mitch would always say, I got it covered. He never had anything. We would just, <laughs> if we, if we got to a place and there was no hotel rooms, we sat in the van. Right. <laughs> That's just the way it was. Yeah. So, okay. So we, well, so we waste a fair race on the Saturday night. And I think I was in second or third, and I broke a chain or something. Uh-huh. So, you know, day's over. But the next day was another purse race, like at midday at this fair. So me and Mitch and Troy were all in the same room. Because, you know, we don't yeah. have – none of us have a lot of money, so we yeah. all stay in the same room. Well, I go in the shower, and I and I know they're going to do something to me because <laughs> Troy is the original prankster. Yeah. So I get out of the shower, and I, they're just – they're the, the – over in the bed and they're just giggling and I'm like, what's wrong? What are they doing? Right. So I lay my head down on the pillow and I try to go to sleep and I all I can smell was the the worst smell you've ever smelled in your life and it was coming from my pillow. It was coming from my bed. And I'm like, what is it? I'm looking all over. I can't find it. And they're just giggling away, laughing and uh-huh. I'm like, they did something and I can't find it. Well yeah, right. you know, twenty minutes later they finally tell me Troy put his socks inside my pillow oh. <laughs> and I couldn't find them. And it was the worst, uh, was the worst. Uh, so yeah. that was one of the, but we always had stuff like that. Yeah, I, always. Um, I threw him over the fence one time at split P Anderson's on the way home one night. <laughs> um, he told me, he said something to me, he threw something at me like a dinner, yeah. like a drink or something. And right. I said, I'm going to throw you over that fence if you do that. And he did it. Well, if you, dare, if you dare Mitch to do something, he's going to do it. <laughs> right. So I dared him to throw it, 
And I told him, if you do it, I'm throwing you over the fence. Well, I picked him up out of his wheelchair and threw him over the fence. So <laughs> Shit. And, uh, but, yeah, we had all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, but it was the greatest team atmosphere yeah. I've ever been around. And I played sports. I played on a high school team that had won the, you know, a regional championship yeah. 10 years in a row, which was a, a great team. But the team atmosphere that we had at Pro Circuit was, so when he starts, when he starts peak racing, like you're not surprised. You're like, oh yeah, like that's that's right up his alley. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I just, yeah. because and the way he did it, too, right. you know, bring it, making it like a team. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we kind of had the same thing, but we didn't. Obviously, we didn't have the money to do it. I mean, all of our bikes looked the same. Right. We all wore the same gear and that kind yeah. of stuff. And he just brought that forward even more to make it more professional. And uh, yeah, it was that. You know, was he just brought what he was doing before and just really brought it to a more professional level. Uh, so, you mentioned, you mentioned Saddleback. Did you ever jump suicide mountain on like a Husky 500? Uh, I tried. <laughs> Didn't do it. Couldn't, couldn't come nope. short. I, I had a Nash at the national one year. I sat up there on the hill watching and goat. I was, you know, goat was pretty good friends with all of us. Yeah. And Mitch and, and I'm sitting there and goats on his factory Honda and he comes up, he goes, Hey, Bosho, just, just pin it and jump it. And I'm like, okay. I'm, a dummy. I'm like, okay. You know, so what do I do? I pin it and flat land about five feet short. Of oh, dude. Myself. Oh, boy. And I said, well, that's not happening again. So yeah, that was a big no, jump. I never, I never made it. It was a long jump, and yeah. I, there's, there was no way. Yeah. No, so, I've seen some photos and videos of it. It's huge. What was the your yeah. lowest national number that you got? I never did because I quit. Oh, really? oh. Um, I quit in. The year that I rode the most nationals uh, that I got, I think I got ninth at Saddleback, and I got, I don't know, I think it was ninth at Saddleback, and I did one other national that year. But mostly ours was local. And then I quit the next year because my knee was really screwed up. It was jacked so, up. Oh. Yeah, I had, you know, I've had four surgeries on that knee to try and repair it. And it's good now, but it was not good then. The doctor just told me, you got to quit racing. Yeah. I was taking cortisone shots every three months just yeah. so I could race. Yeah, back then it wasn't anything like now, like where they could, you know, hook you up and dial you in a little better. And yeah, No, back then no, it was full. Yeah. yeah, it was full. Like, I mean, I got a scar on my leg that's like a gorilla scar. Damn. So. Uh, well, hey, Andy, thank you for joining us tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, the media relations, director of media relations at, at Husqvarna. Um, so congratulations on this bike. I yeah, it's a great Keeper, 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 Keeper can't shut up about it. So, um. Congratulations, Husky and the R&D guys and everybody over there. It's a good yeah. bike. Yeah, absolutely. It's right, not, right, well, bo- right below Heather, right above Sandwiches. Well, thanks for having me. And uh, we're going to have, I know you guys don't do street stuff, but we're going to have some new street stuff that I want. And when I, we get it um, in March or so, I'd like to, you know, uh, come on and talk about it just to, for another angle for you, maybe, and and for me to talk to some different people about yeah. uh, these street bikes that we have. As long as you include some um, more Peyton stories, I'm I'm good with with, with getting I, you back on. I, I, I got so many of those <laughs> and Troy stories. Those are even better. Than <laughs> hey, so. hey, I've tried to do a podcast with Troy for the longest time, and he's so like Troy that everyone's like, "There's no chance he's going to sit down for an hour." You can't get him to no sit way. down for an hour. Yeah, you can't sit down for five minutes. He he came on the show one time and he just giggled the whole time. Every time he answered something, he would giggle. 
<laughs> so I'm like, I guess I can't talk to Troy Lee anymore. That's it. He just can't. He's incapable of it. But um, awesome, Andy. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. Uh, we will see you down the road at the races uh, starting this weekend, of course. And uh, congrats on everything. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get you back on, man. Thanks again. Thanks, Andy. Cool. All right. Thanks. All right. All right. See you later. Thank family. you. Andy Jefferson, everybody. The Bro Show uh, on the Pulp Mix Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We're going to take our second commercial break. We didn't even talk about him being the first African-American to make a main. I have. I had that on my list. I didn't make it, though. Oh, okay. Uh, Pivotworks uh, brought to you by Andy Jefferson. Uh, Andy Jefferson brought to you by Pivotworks, I should say. Or Andy Pivotworks brought to you by Andy Jefferson. Whatever. Just buy Pivotworks, okay? All right. We're going to commercial break. We'll be right back after this. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Flyracing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's US USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability 
of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with 
confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, 
PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit, PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking here. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. 
Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Kiefer, two things about Kiefer right off the bat. Okay. Number one, everybody, he is wearing a sweatshirt that on the back, it says property of the Goo Goo Dolls. Like he is I stole the, it. He is the property of the Goo Goo Dolls. No, I'm not. I stole the, the sweater. <laughs> You're wearing it. And two, you really rock my world with the comparison to Jody. I'm still trying to get over that. Yeah, because you guys are similar than you think. You know what I knew I got you? Because you looked at me immediately with about 0.2 seconds. You looked at me and you smiled. You're like, holy fuck, you might be right. No, I don't <laughs> want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Property of the Goo Goo Dolls, Chris Kiefer, he's here. Man, I messed up on my sound check. I should have put these guys on there, too. I fucked up. Everyone has regrets on their sound checks afterwards. Yep, I do. Uh, coming up soon, Seth Rarick. We already recorded it. So Yeah, I got, he sent me his. I think it's good. Oh, you did? Yeah. Jeez, I like how you guys are. Does he have any rap on it? One rap. Yes. One rap song. Maybe I'll listen to it. And he says, he claims it was, uh, it's different, <laughs> it's different rap from uh, normal rap, so. Did you listen to mine? I got Kiefer's. Halfway through, you turned it off. Disgusted, <laughs> disgusted face. I haven't listened to yours yet, no. <laughs> I've been behind on all my thoughts, so. Uh, welcome back to the show. 2018, we are onward and upward. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Uh, Vortex Racing, Gear Alley, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles, Mission Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, and Maxima USA on the board on the show tonight. And we thank you guys for listening. Andy Jefferson, good interview. I like Andy. Yeah, Andy. I've never spoken to Andy before. He, uh, he's good. Yeah, he's nice good. Guy. He's a good guy. And uh, Eli Tomac. And uh, Jason Thomas, of course, David Villeman was on. And our next guest, he's a fr- another friend of the show. Uh, we like having this guy on, and we want to talk to him about uh, 
coming on, uh, coming on how he's going to do for Supercross and how his recovery from uh, and preseason injury is and all that. Jumping Jake Weimer. What's up, Jake? How are you? Well, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Hey, Jake. How do you Happy f- New Year. You Happy New Year. You got second to David Villeman in the Pulpies, the 2017 Pulpies, for favorite sometime co-host. Uh, 17% of the vote you got, but DV outvoted you, Weimer. So. Got it, got it. Well, I guess all, uh, well, New Year, I mean, I guess I have new goals now, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I like that attitude. Right, right. It's a good attitude. Keep <laughs> <Yep>. that up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, coughing into the phone is not going to get you a pulpy. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> hey, so I do these sound check uh, podcasts with different people, different riders and such, mm-hmm. and they're quite a mm-hmm. big hit. If we did one with you, would it just be all rap? Uh, no, it might have been five years ago, but okay. I've I listen to some different stuff now. But but I mean, I do. I mean, I guess if I got to pick one that I listen to more than another, it would be rap or hip-hop. Okay. All right. Well, we won't be doing one then. <laughs> but I, I do actually, though, listen to a lot of different stuff now. 702-586-757. If you want to talk to uh, Smart Top Honda, uh, Smart Top Honda's Jake Weimer. Give us a call. Uh, we'll, we will take some calls for him. And uh, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, use the code PulpMX uh, to save at RoostMX.net. <coughs> official uh, graphics company of the Cycle Trader Rock River team. And also to official Cobra company. Anything, anything and everything with Cobra merch. If you have a small one that rides a Cobra, the folks at RoostMX.net can style you in. Um, how's it coming, Weimer? Like, what, what percent are we at for A1 for you? <laughs> Wow, what was that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Should we just hang up? <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I can't even answer that question. I'll tell you why. Okay. So through the injuries, which were significant, yes. that was just wild to get through. Um, and it actually, recovery-wise, went really seamless, honestly. Like, I mean, it was tough, but time-wise and all that, it, it went well. Um, I got back on a bike, you know, kind of when I was shooting for, which was yep. the beginning of December. Um, and so I start, I rode like a week of outdoors and felt, I mean, I, I had some still a little bit of pain in my elbow. Um, but my shoulder was bothering me more than my elbow and I got that sorted out. So now my shoulder is not even in the equation. It's uh-huh. good. Um, so I rode a couple days of Supercross and just really eased into it and was just careful because, I mean, I, I really, you know, it, it just my elbow is still, you know, I just didn't really know. So I was very conscious of that and just careful because I didn't want to, you know, do something stupid. Um, and things were going pretty well, and then I got sick. Oh. Mm. And, dude, I don't, like, I mean, I usually will get – like just a cold, whatever. Yeah. And I usually like once a year during Supercross or around this time, it's kind of going around. Yep. And I usually don't get it that bad. And dude, I don't know what happened, but it completely just wiped me out like bad. Oh. And like, so that kind of put a halt on everything. And I haven't ridden in a week. Oh boy. Um, it's... I'm going to go ride tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to tell because once I felt like, all right, I'm fine, and 
like I'm strong enough, I'm good. And so then I'm like, all right, well, I can take it, you know, a little more seriously and start putting in some some effort um, kind of simultaneously. I got sick. And so I haven't ridden, you know, where mentally I was like, all right, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And then physically I wasn't sick. So I really don't know where I'm at. <laughs> wow, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The only positive thing, which is like you just never really know, but the one positive, like as soon as I got on Supercross and, you know, whether it be the rhythm sections or the triples or the finish line, like for whatever reason, I like randomly, like my timing just seems okay. like for me, I feel yeah. like it's just been unreal. And so things as far as that, I feel like is there, but I just, you know, I'm, I'm down on time and I haven't had a day where I've been, you know, not sick and, everything's good. So I really don't know. Um, so, I mean, as of now, the plan is to basically just ride through this week and see where I'm at Friday. And I don't know, I'll figure it out from there. You think there's a chance you don't race? It's possible. I mean, for me, it's like, regardless if I race or not, I mean, if I did race, I wouldn't be a hundred percent, which you know, which I wasn't last year, and Anaheim 1 was one of my better rounds. So that was, that's fine. Yeah, I was just going to say that. There's been a few yeah, races yeah. the last few years where you have been not ready and, yeah, bust, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and busted out good rides. Yeah, which was the case last year. I mean, I wasn't riding or training, really, right. and <laughs> and it was one of my better rounds. And, yeah. Um, so for me at this point, like I said, I'll ride through this week, and the decision will basically just be – you know, safety wise. And that can get, that's kind of a gray area. And like, how do you talk about that? But just, if I feel like, all right, well, I can show up and I'm fine, I'm safe and I can, you know, race and not, you know, as long as I can do it at level X, then I'll be there. But if I don't feel like I can do that, then, then I'll wait, you know, but either, even if I wasn't, um, it, it, it'll be soon for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because my ride, riding wise, everything has been pretty good. I just haven't, because of being sick and the injuries and all that, I just haven't been able to put in the time that I need. So it's, you know, my riding, I feel fine and confident with that. It's just the, the, just strictly like time issue. So this week, are you riding your race bike then a little bit or what's the deal with that? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to go through the week as if I'm racing. Um, and if, you know, come Friday night, I just don't feel like that's the best option, then I won't. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plan on it. So how is your bike? I mean, you haven't really ridden that much, obviously, from hearing what you're saying. How no, is... not a ton. I mean, I've ridden, you know, I rode before I got injured. I rode Supercross, I, I don't know, seven days or, you know, whatever it was. And then since I came back, um, we've got KYB suspension, the good stuff. Um, and so I've ridden, I don't know, five times Supercross, maybe five, six times. I don't know. Hmm. Um, and I've tested once. But I've done it long enough that, you know, you obviously you, you, like, you search for a certain feel or a comfort that, that you want. And pretty quickly we've been able to, to do that. And as far as the bike, I'm actually, it's, that's what's kind of a bummer about it is because I was so excited about 
you know, oh, I'm Something done new, early yeah. and yeah. I'm I'm already riding and I like the bike, um, the 2018 Honda. I I enjoy. I think it's good. Um, the motor's strong. We have the suspension deals good. Everything's solid. So the bike is good. It's just a bummer that. But I mean, that's how it goes. But it's just it just sucks that I you know I was hoping to to have the time this year to to get ready and and really come in and and it just it, yeah. it didn't work out like that but <laughs> yeah. it i mean but you you just right. you just change your thinking and i'm like well all right well i'll start racing whether that's anaheim one anaheim two or whatever it might be i don't know yep but i'll start when i'm like okay i'm good and then i'll just try and you know get get better from there so i mean it's it kind of sucks because I'm kind of in the same place I've been that I didn't like. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah. You're but just. But I, this is the. Uh, this is nothing new <laughs> for Jake Weimer. Yeah. Unfortunately, not. No. Uh, the Honda 450 won the Kiefer Inc. testing shootout. By the way, among others. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked. The thing. I mean, I've ridden a lot of different bikes. Um, maybe not as many as Kiefer, but the, the thing is good. It's really, really good. I like it. Like. I'm a smaller guy. I'm not that big. I don't weigh that much. And it has a smaller feel to it. And mm-hmm. I love that. I really, really like that. It like the chassis wise, it feels more like a, like a little bike, like a 250 F. Kiefer should so, he, and oh, for, go for me, I love that. Kiefer, should he drill some holes in his head stays or what? <laughs> not for him. No, he needs all that rigidity. He can okay. get. <laughs> well, speaking as a, as a, I am now a member of RM army, we are sorry to see you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, but didn't you crash that thing as soon as you got on it? <laughs> no, not as soon as I got on it, but yes, yes. Pretty quickly, though, right? Yes, yes, yes. Right, right. So right. you know, it just bucked me off. These things happen, Weimer, to us, yeah, to well, us. Riders. I know. Hey, I know. I know all too well how those people do that to you. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did a podcast with Tony Alessi, your team manager, last week on Racer X, and yeah, people loved yeah. it. People loved it. They, they, they yeah. loved it. So. I haven't listened to it yet, but I saw you did that. Yeah. Um, how is that working out? How is everything going, Tony and the team and everything else? I'm working with Brayton. Are you have you seen Brayton much? Or <clears throat> um, I saw him for a couple weeks uh, when he came back from Australia. He was out here for a couple weeks. Um, so team photo shoot and all that stuff. Rode with him a couple times, um, but now he's back in North North Carolina, right? Yeah. North Carolina. Yep. He's back there. Um, I'm sure he comes back out this week, but so I've spent a little bit of time with him, but I've known Justin for, you know, yeah. years, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. so, yeah. Um, but it, the team, every, I mean, everything's good. Like yep. Tony's, Tony's been awesome and easy to work with. And like, you know, what, if there was situations or whatever it's been, man, yeah. he's, honestly, he's been, he's been great. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, as far as that, I have no complaints. I haven't raced yet, and right. um, you know, we'll we'll see how all that goes. Um, but I mean, at this point, I don't, you know, I don't have concerns as far as yeah. um, the team side and bike, and you know, all that's it's it's honestly been um, yeah. it's been good. good, good, awesome. No, that's good to hear. Now, Race Tech's a big supporter of ours, and they're going to have something to do with your suspension program and KYB also testing and a little bit of Race Tech help. Yeah. Is that kind of what I'm gathering? Yeah, there's some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, I can kind of pull help from wherever I need it. Yeah. Essentially, you know, if I need a test and 
you know, whether it be KYB guys and, and race tech is helping, um, you know, service the suspension and, and if they're, they're needed to help test, yeah. or, you know, whatever it is, it's kind of a deal where we have KYB equipment and those guys are available um, for us to test with. Um, and kind of the same with race tech um, service. If we need help at the track or whatever, if one's not available, we can go to the mm-hmm. other one or whatever right. it might be. So um, it's kind of a tag team effort yep. um, between the both of them. So uh, no, it's, it's been good. Can you get on the Honda track at all? Are you allowed? Or what's, yeah. what's the story? Yeah, about? I've ridden there. I've I've ridden there once. Okay. Um, I honestly. I don't even know exactly what that situation is. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny is well, is no. You know what's I funny? The, the fans think this stuff is so like right, accessible, exce- like, or no? Yeah. They think it's so cut and dried. Yeah. And 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 hmm. you know, you talk to different and people are like, I don't really know. The Yamaha guys are like, I'm like Alex Ray. Are you allowed on there? I don't really know. I was, and then I got kicked off. <laughs> like, like well, nobody knows. I mean, had I not had I not been injured or sick, I would have the answer for you because I would have been riding a lot, right? And I would have made sure I knew what that situation was. But yep. because I haven't, and I like I said, I've only ridden <clears throat> Supercross, you know, five, six. I, yep. I don't, I don't even know exactly, but not much, right? So I've ridden there once, and I've ridden, you know, Milestone. Lake Elsinore, right? Um, a couple times. So, um, so yeah, I, your, I, guess, I with, don't know. With your limited time on Supercross, everyone that I've talked to though has a story about Alex Ray eating shit at Elsinore or Milestone. Have you seen any of this? I saw one, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was, but it was right before I got hurt. It was we were at okay. Milestone. Okay. Yep. But granted, it wasn't his fault. Something broke on his bike, and he's lucky he didn't get hurt. Like because he, like he crashed hard. Uh, um, he goes caddy. He, he goes caddy. Yeah. Yeah. He showed up to the track. He had to work on his bike. He got dressed. He forgot something. <laughs> he gets on his bike. <laughs> Oh, he pulls his helmet back off. I it doesn't. I forgot to put the air filter in it. So he pulls his helmet back off, puts the air filter Jesus. in, and then he the bike ends up breaking and he crashes. And I'm like, dude, you are not supposed to ride today. And he said, Yeah, I, I saw one. Oh yeah, and then uh, he's, riding, yeah. he's riding good though. No, he yeah, he good. sends it. He sends it. Everyone's got a story about a test track though with A Ray. So I figured I would. Yeah, ask. I saw one. I was um, one. What is your deal for this year? Are are, are we in seven again? Thank you. Yes. And are yep. we? Are we? All, are we Bell? All my. Yep. Yep. Seven Bell CD. Um, what are we doing for Gogs? All that. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. Mm. What happened? <laughs> Castle happened. That's a long story. <laughs> we don't. I I might have to co-host for that. <laughs> what the hell happened? Yeah, what I, Tony wants to know what happened too. <laughs> uh, Tony knows. Oh boy. Okay. So we lost you. We had you. Yeah. We yeah, lost yeah. you. All right. Well. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> um. Okay. You know. So. 
uh, and oh, Bell Helmets. Did you say that? Did I? Yes, Bell Helmets. Bell. Yeah, you're back yep, with Bell. Yep, yep, uh, well, I hope yep. I hope Bell gets a few more logos on there this year in 2018. I hope that's Benny's goal. <laughs> um, yeah, we're working on it. We're still working on that. What about the Pulpamex sticker deal? What are we doing with that? That was in jeopardy. Also, I don't know. We well, we haven't discussed that. You. You said me, right? Yep, and you said it doesn't look like I can do it. No, I did not say that. There's no way. Yes, you did. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, 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 you're right. I was just pulling up Um, your text, you motherfucker. I was going to blow you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I remember now. It's because I can't – I can do – we could do like a, a transfer on the jersey, possibly, but I can't. I can't put stickers on the helmet. Well, you can wave bye bye to that money. Well, that's. I mean, whew, man, I better go ahead to my accountant tomorrow and figure out how I'm going to get through 2018. Then. Well, yeah, absolutely. So no stickers allowed on the helmet. MCR kind of owns no, it. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Yep. Well, yeah. I'm just looking at old photos of jake right now browsing all right and i asked this to mc when i was i was co-hosting and mc was on and i see you've you've been around for a little bit been around a minute he's a vet and uh dude dude looking back up on me looking back and all of your gear assemblies that you've had on all these teams what was your favorite gear setup um Because right now I'm looking at a 2007 No Fear Weimer, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, when I was at Factory Connection, I remember like I was pretty stoked on that. Um, when I first went to the team, the first pro race I ever did was U.S. Open in 2005, and they were still shipped. And I loved that stuff. I thought it looked awesome because um, they had like custom painted helmets and shift garnet. And I was I really liked that. And then they switched to No Fear. And at first I was kind of like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. But it ended up, I did like this stuff. Some of it was a little busy for me. But in general, I, I did like that stuff. The set you got um, right here is like an all white and gray. Look pretty nice. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I know, what you're ta- I know exactly what you're talking about. Hmm. Um, yeah, that, that was some good stuff. But honest, honestly, I've... Ninety-five percent of it, I I really do like the seven stuff. I'm not a fan of pink, um, but I love like the like a lot of one color, right? So solid, the, yeah, the solid, yeah. like blocky, like a lot of one color, whether it's all white, all black, yeah. or all red, whatever. I I I like that. So a lot of the seven stuff I've I've liked, but yeah, I mean, I do remember. And I still have a, a lot of it, just memorabilia stuff. But I remember that No Fear gear, and at the time, for sure, it was it was really cool. Yeah. Huh. No sticker though. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. End of an era. Answer did some pretty cool stuff for me too. Some limited edition stuff. Um, some camo stuff. Well, it was like. I uh, hope you're ready to answer all those people in the autograph lines about what happened. What do you mean? About our deal. About our deal. Oh, right, right, right. I'm still on that. I'm still I on told that. You, I told you <laughs> you could do it. We could probably do a, a jersey transfer. I got seven deuce deuce on the jersey transfer program, and he does it for free. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he I'm has a lot of guys for free right now. I run the sticker, and it's yeah. free. Yeah. That's yeah. How it is. No. Um, Jake Weimer on, I the, mean, what if, uh, on the show. 
tonight. Brought to you by Roost MX. What if we throw like a number 12 uh, decal on the on the ridge line? <laughs> just for free, like just, but like you could just be like number twelve driving down the freeway. Um, How about you run a okay. fucking love ridge lines? I, I I was always a fan of Villaman. Love Villaman. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, a, yeah. What, what about a Pulp MX rear window sticker program on Jake's truck? Across the whole rear window? We yeah. could talk about that. <laughs> See? We could talk about that. We could talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... empty. It's empty. Uh, I don't. We have space. Honestly, you riders with the with the Toyota of Escondido shit all over your truck, just stop. No, no, no. That's another story with me. Stop with that. Stop. That's, oh, no. Come on. You will not catch me in a Toyota of Escondido truck ever. I, I love the guys that they get the truck. I get all that. Awesome. Thank you for the truck. I'm not taking it with my name all right, over it. I would not do that. I would not. Listen, I, I like the. No, I got, bro, I got burned heavy. On that deal. Oh, why? Because I did that program for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. And I got burned heavy. <laughs> so bad. What do you mean? What gets, how do you get burned on a, on a free truck program thing? What does that mean? Because everything was all cool. I did it for a couple years. And at the end of 2010, so I did it a year deal each time. And it was great. It was awesome. And they treated me rad. It was cool. And at the end of 2010, I was going to 450, and I'm like, "Hey, what's what's going on? Are we doing the deal again, or what do you want to do?" And they and they told me, "As long as you're on a Kawasaki or a Yamaha, right? Because Suzuki oh, yeah, yeah. and Honda, they didn't want right right right, 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 right. As long as you're on Cowie or Yamaha, you're good. We're going to do the same deal." And at that time, I didn't have my deal signed, but I already knew that my Cowie deal was basically done. So yeah. I was like, "All right, cool." So I sold my personal truck. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. You know where this story is. Yeah, going. yeah. <laughs> hey, I want my truck. Uh, I'm not crickets. kidding you. Crickets. I'm not kidding you. Ten days later. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, we're going to need the truck back, um, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, uh, well, you told me we're good. And <laughs> I sold my personal truck. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I mean, it got worse from there, but that's basically the story. <laughs> I was not, not, not happy at all. No. And you're like, I got to buy a truck now. Damn it. I was not happy. Well, if anybody wants a hell of a deal on a Ridgeline, Honda World, Downey, 5 Freeway and 605 Freeway meet. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock. Honda World, Downey. Go down there mention Pulp Mex, get a hell of a deal on a Honda Ridgeline. Uh, Roxon's got one. Sealy's got one. Craig's got one. All the Do heavy- you think they got it from there? Uh, no, no, they got it from Honda. Oh yeah, that- but if you want to be just like them and me, you can you can get it from Honda World Downey. So hey, he's in okay. Vegas right now, right. getting his truck lifted with thirty twos on it. No, I'm not. I'm not getting it. full bro. No, I'm not. Um, Makes sense. I could see you doing that. <laughs> uh, I can't. Hey, Sounds what good. do you what do you got for in your garage for for my RM? What do you got? What do, I need some stuff. Oh yeah, what kind of RM? What are you talking about? Oh, you do you have a 2018? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a member of RM Army. Huh? Didn't we just go through this where you said <laughs> I crashed? My, my headset head came out. Hold on. Didn't you just you just said you crashed on it? You just you there? Yeah. I dropped my phone. You just phone, you just said you crashed on you heard I crashed and then we said yeah yeah that's, yeah. that's the RM Army. No, but I I didn't. I just thought you wrote it. I didn't know that. No, you had one. I got one. 
He's on the he's on the Kiefer Inc. program. What do you what do you got for me for parts and shit and cool stuff? You got any cool stuff? I mean, you could call me tomorrow. We could talk about it. Uh, there we go. There we go. Well, we will do that. I hope I have a number. I hope I have a number twelve Hinson cover on that clutch on that Ooh. RMZ. No, I don't. I don't have that. Uh, I don't have that. Uh, he's got some good gold um, forks up there, maybe. He's probably got something. No, 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 no. Uh, no I don't have those. I had to. I had to give those back. I had to give those back. Have you been to yeah. your old team manager Kyle Bentley's uh, sandwich shop lately? Not lately, but I have been there. Mm. And it's good. Good. Butch's Grinders. I have a I have a tank top. <laughs> I bought a tank top from there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Tank top. Yeah. Fantastic. Kiefer, we gotta I, I got to get over there. I haven't been over there. Kiefer loves sandwiches it's more than good. anything. Almost. So. It's good. No, yeah. it's it's solid. It's it's good. Got a Christoph Purcell number one plate up in there. Yeah, that's the spot. Don't go to Disney Nations. You will hate it. <laughs> you, you, you will hate it. You, you will, will eat rocks for 30 minutes two times. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't lying. Yeah, that's exactly. pretty much what happened. Oh, yeah, exactly. But pretty then much what but again, you're on Team USA. It's like, I'll eat the rocks. I'll eat the rocks. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's much better of a story now that it's done. Yeah. Yeah, than true. It, you know, than it was during. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, Jake, uh, thank you for your time tonight. I appreciate you coming on the show. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Absolutely. Yeah, hopefully always you feel fun. better. Yeah, hopefully you come on to A1. And what's funny is you, you talked about all these, you know, you getting all those injuries and then you became sick. I bet you race and I'm one. I bet you do pretty well. <laughs> that's, that's my prediction. So. Yeah, that's why I don't, I honestly, like, right now, like, because even my wife's like, are you going to race? Are you going to race? I'm like, I don't talk to me on Friday. I don't know. Like I just <laughs> right. like, don't even ask me. Cause I don't, I can't even focus on that. I just need to ride. So, but yeah, you never know. Like, like you said last year, I, I mean, I was riding, a, I mean, kind of, but it, I wasn't doing motos or nothing. I, and then, yeah, you, you, you never know. We'll see. Marks, Marks, what's Weimer's handicap? For Anaheim, for Pulpamex Fantasy. What do we got him at? We launched Pulpamex Fantasy this year, Weimer. Yeah, so, I know. I know. Oh, okay. I reposted it for you. Oh, you did? Oh, thank you. I never even noticed that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, imagine that. Marks, what's his handicap? Didn't even notice. Hold on. We're going to find out what you are at. Eight. You're an eight? Yes. That's got to be good, right? Uh, no, I'm staying away from an eight. No way. No way. Oh, uh, that's not good? Well, it's okay, but with you being sick and, you know. All that does that mean if does that mean if I got eighth that counts as first place points? Correct. Yes. Well, that's not that bad then. I mean, but if I got on getting eighth, he ain't getting eighth. If I got tenth, <laughs> if I get tenth, yeah, you, 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 you're not getting eighth. What are you eight. talking about? You're not getting eighth. What are you talking? No, about? I don't like the I don't like everything that's going on right now with the being what sick and off, getting off the Can bike. Can I get tenth? You think you can give me a ten? Uh, I can get you a ten. I can give you a ten to twelve. Um, but that's that with an eight. That's not that's good. But it's not, there's probably better guys. Like what's A Ray? I think A Ray's going to the main in an Anaheim one. Thirteen. He's a yeah, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? That's A Ray can. Well, but if A Ray gets twentieth, that's only okay. There is a chance A Ray ends up in a net. That's only seventh. Yeah, he sends it and Weimer he ends up would in be a, the better pick. Right, he ends up. Weimer is the steady guy. There's not a lot of like massive crashes from Jake Weimer. 
It's it's steadiness. Oh, there's sometimes there is. <laughs> well, yeah, once in a sometimes. while. You're, you're right. You got a point. They hurt too. Uh, hey, and we're gonna do something down the road with your wife Nicole. She's agreed to yeah, yeah, yeah. save up her DMs that she receives uh, on Instagram and re- read them on yeah, the air. She's, yes. she's, oh, she's read some some to me, and I won't I won't spoil it. But yeah. bro. Yes. It'll make like I'm like what? <laughs> like what? Do we get to? Like, like disclose names wait. and everything? That'd be great. Yeah, like, it yeah. is weird. Like, it's dudes DMing? Weird. Dudes oh, DMing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no shit. But, like, but not, but not like, hey, what's up, baby? Like, right. Like, no. Like, some weird, like, what are <laughs> Whoa. Like, as if, like and that... Nicole's just going to hit hit this guy back. Yeah, I'm down for you to eat my ass. Like, I'm, like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking weirder than that. Really? Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Well, tell yeah. her. Tell her to save these. Yeah. We are going to have her on a show coming up. This is gold. And we, she is going to read these because I want to expose these dudes. This I is really something do. I'd listen to live <laughs> yeah. every night. So. Yeah, no, no, it would be funny because she's, I mean, random. It's been a while, but yeah. she's read some to me. She's like, you got to see this. And yeah. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say. That's on another level. Yeah. Like, no. yeah. Now you should do it. Yeah. Are we, we coming to Vegas to do this? Uh, you can, yeah. I don't know how your your prep is going, but I'll, I'll get you guys here if you want to come in and co-host again. Absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got, I mean, you got to make up. You got second to DV in, in favorite sometime co-host. So. Well, it, yeah, you got to get me back on. The yeah. people, they forget. And the end of an era of a sticker era, everybody. No Pulpomex sticker on Weimar's helmet this year. It's on the truck. So, yep. That's it. The end of a deal. We could do a team deal. I could talk to Tony. Nope. I've got another rider. I have another rider that uh, I cannot disclose his name, but he is uh, nicknamed after a big, huge, furry animal, and he is interested in the Pulpomex sticker deal. Hmm. Now you got me thinking. I don't even know who's nicknamed after a big furry animal, but big dangerous um, furry animal uh, tears people apart. I oh, love you. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, he is got interested it. in the Publix sticker right. deal, so perhaps he he get, he grabs it this year. He's only doing a few races, though. Yeah, that that he doesn't seem to know his program right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So I get it. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Good yeah, luck. No, Good I luck, Weimer. Thanks for having me on. We'll see you Thanks, this weekend. Guys. Thanks, man. See ya. Jake Weimer, buddy. Smart Top Honda's Jake Weimer on the show. Pop Mark Show. His wife's cool as shit, too, dude. I like her. And I can see why dudes are, like, going apeshit. But dang, dude, that's sketchy. <laughs> Can't believe it. Dude's DM Jake you like that? What a fucking legend. They better not. Dudes DM you? Oh. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, Race Tech emails. Short show. Uh, Racetech.com. Thanks to those guys as well. Pupplemex718 is the code to save at Racetech. Sur- engine suspensions and engines. Kiefer, you tested some Racetech stuff. It was on the site. I love for, it so for the much. CRF, and you, I mean, you were very honest in your review. You said you were hesitant on trying it. I didn't like their shit back in the day. And then I was persuaded to try it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... You I love it. I love it. That's great. Racetech.com, everybody. All right, so here's some emails we got. I got quite a few. Um, first up, before we get too far into this, I'm an idiot, okay, which mm. we know this. And I, the last show, I was supposed to do a couple of shout-outs for people. Shout-out? We're doing shout-outs do, now? Nah, I don't. I'm just doing it, okay? Uh, so, as a Christmas present from Sky. Trevor Jones, 
Jones underscore two four six. Uh, thank you for listening. I really appreciate. It. I was supposed to do this for you for Christmas. It's past Christmas, but I hope you have a happy New Year, anyways. So uh, thanks for listening, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, Kiefer, you're supposed to send him some stuff, also. Oh, I hooked her up. Oh, you did? She sent me a picture of her and her dude wearing stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Her boyfriend's a fan of the show, so thanks, Trevor. P- really appreciate it. Everything. Um, also, too, on the 19th of December, which I was supposed to do before, uh, Strider Knotts turned uh, 20, and uh, he's from Utah. And uh, awesome to listen to the show. Thank you very much. I, I understand he listens religiously. Yeah, Strider. And, and Strider. Thank you, Strider, for listening. Appreciate it. Apologize for the late birthday shout-out. Uh, I'm an idiot. So, uh, all right, okay. Uh, you blew it! <laughs> Perfect. From Ben. G'day, Steve and Angie. Uh, I just wanted to thank you for another awesome year of entertainment. I know you do a lot of work to bring the Pulp Nation every week content. Also, could you please thank Pookie for me? Because without her helping the show every week, there wouldn't be a show. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. I think this is Ben. Ben, homeboy? Yeah. So okay. Nation. We have uh, something to talk to Ben about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim sent this in. Uh, Thanks for the podcast with Tony. I may be like Weege and come on around to Tony's way of thinking. For all the craziness with this guy, it's still hard not to like and respect him. Great insight. Thanks again. Uh, Jordan sent this in. I hear JT talk about the VIP program, and it sounds great. I guess Chad is doing one also. I think a great idea for the sport for, would be to see what guys go through on race day. However, I think a supercross experience with RV and GL would be amazing. You would know where every bar is within three miles of the racetrack and a hell of a good time. I don't think they did that when they raced, though. What about now, though? Could you do a VIP with GL? Yes. How would that go? You can tag along. It'd be great. It's, it was a great time for me. There's some, uh, <laughs> there's some shrapnel that comes with it, but there's <laughs> nonetheless, fun times. That's a schlong shot. I think it is. I think it is. Uh, Rich says, Steve, do you think you will ever get Dungy on the show now that he is retired? I've always thought he would be an interesting interview once he retired and loosened up a bit. Not GL loose, but, but by Dungy sipping a wine cooler loose. He was around More for, dick pics. He was around for some historical stuff. It would be a shame not to hear his take on things. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, got some... You got a dry thing going on? Uh, I got, I'm just getting over a sickness a little bit. Okay. But I, I just... Uh, I don't know if Dungeon come on the show. Uh, something happened. Dungeon was on the show a few times. Yeah, he it was, went well. Yeah, he did well, and then he stopped responding to any request to come on the show. I must have texted him three to four times in the last year. He never even replied no. So I assumed I said something or wrote something that pissed him off, mm-hmm. and that's it. I've never spoken to him since. Have you tried reaching out again? No, no, not since after retirement. After Supercross, I did. Yeah. And nothing. Okay. Yep. After Supercross or after the announcement? Fragile little flowers. Uh, The announcement was no. no. Yeah, before the announcement. After Supercross. All right. Uh, So no go. I don't know about that. I'm not sure what I did to him. Oh well. Um, I don't want to read that. Uh, From KSP Mathis, how does Watson have the motivation to try and start another team? I feel like if Moto Triple X, Hart, Huntington, RCH could not keep it rolling, what can Watson do differently to make it successful? They even had icons like Hart, RC, and Roxon, and they still had to fold up shop. Huge strung out fan. Love that you play them every once in a while. Yeah, Watson. He uh, loves dirt bikes. Hanson. Yeah. Michelia. Yeah, it's, I think it's a good team. RM Army. Our old RM Army. Not new RM Army. No, new one. No. Yeah, new. They got new bikes now? Yeah, yeah. When did that go down? Oh. Trust who who who's 
I know. I'm just saying. I'm I, a member of the army. You're not. I didn't know that one. Well, okay, but we don't tell non-army members stuff. We had a meeting and... I just looked at photos from their photo shoots. Old bike. Really? Yeah. So, nope. unless I'm smoking. No, nope, you'll see. All right. Unless, <clears throat> unless something went really sideways. Okay. Okay. Um, email. This one is really special from, from, from John. I want to read this. Uh, uh, John says, I want to say, but I'm, st- I want to start out by saying I'm one of those rare people that quit riding moto at 10, uh, but now 40 still follow and love the sport of moto with passion. So rest assured, this isn't a pity party or me blowing smoke up your ass for any reason other than to show gratitude. April 29th, I was admitted to the hospital after having a batch, a batch of seizures for the first time. Long story short, they found a brain tumor was the cause. And roughly a month later, after a craniotomy, craniotomy, it was di- diagnosed as glioblastoma, glioblastoma, something like that. Glioblastoma. I can't. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it. The same type of tumor that Gord Downey from the hip had. The only thing I love more than moto is music. My wife and I go to many small local shows a year. I didn't know much about the hip before listening to you speak of them on the Pulp Show. I learned more, and therefore knew the severity of my condition in a roundabout way through you. I also learned to love the band way before it became poignant for me personally. I've always looked forward to the podcast you do, but the last few months, even more so. I spend a lot of time on the couch. I don't have crazy things on my bucket list. It's more month to month, week to week. Your shows are one of those things I look forward to every week. The upcoming Supercross season is one of those month things. I am happy to say I've made it to the season. I'm excited for this year's racing. I fought to get here, and the holidays are proving emotionally painful, but knowing Supercross is right around the corner made me happy. I've been up to I've been uh, I've been I'm, I've been in the process of opening up to people that mean a lot to me like family and friends, and though I don't know you or you me, your shows, your personality has come through in a way, in which I feel I know you and that we are friends in terms of loving moto, loving music, and genuinely caring for people. Well, ask ask Dungey about that. Hmm. I don't think he knows I care for people. Um, so I just wanted to wish you and Pookie a happy holidays, a fun-filled yet safe season of travels during the season. I want you to know I appreciate all you do in putting the shows together from every aspect of the work put into it. I know you have these songs that mean the world to you, as, as do I. How everyone can listen to them, but they still feel like it's yours in a way somehow. The Pulp Show is like that for me. I'm proud of to call myself a fan jerky, slash jerky. I always feel as though I'm sitting there bench racing with you and the guests you have on. From the bottom of my heart, much love and thank you. That's cool. From John. I like that. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I honestly just replied to him today. Can we hook him up with something? I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, what? I don't know. Have them email me, Chris at keyfringtesting.com, and I'll hook them up with some stuff. Uh, thanks, John. That was a really nice email. I get a lot of emails about complaining about the show and me and the ads we run and complaining about Mark's, complaining about JT's VIP program. And so it's really nice to get an email like that uh, from you. Good luck in your uh, your fight, man. We really appreciate it. Drop a line from us to us time to time and let us know what's up. Yeah. And uh, we hope you enjoy Supercross just like we do. And, and that's really cool, man. That's a really nice email. It's one of the nicer things I've read in, uh, probably in my life. So uh, thanks very much. It's uh, really nice. All right. Uh, that's the Race Tech email segment. Thanks to uh, Race Tech Suspension. Pulpamex18 is the code to save at Race Tech. And uh, keep rolling those emails in. And we appreciate it. Uh, each and every week we'll be here reading it. Um, all right. So... Rage. Your thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Your thing. We are this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from DTOSports.com. You 
the tweets of Travis? Uh, breaking news from the chat room. Uh, Johnny says, Hanny and Bichalier on new bikes and photo shoot. Kiefer's high. Okay. All right. Thanks, I was, Johnny. I was wrong. Thank you, Johnny. Um, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. Use the code PulpMX when you check out. Put it in the notes section. Call in and mention PulpMX, and you'll get a hell of a discount on anything they, uh, they have for your bike or body. BTOsports.com. I think there's some exciting news from BTO coming for A1. Uh, we doing that thing still? Yeah. Okay. But this is for A1. I know. I just didn't. I got to find out. Just hold on. All right. Actually, never mind, because the next week's show will already reveal. But um, bike, body, mountain bike stuff, BTOsports.com has got you covered. Kiefer and I have something coming up, too, for BTO. That'll be really cool. Yep. Did we talk about it yet? Yes, we did. We did? You told me. <laughs> yeah, you told me that. No, what... but did we talk about it on the show publicly? No, we didn't. Oh. So. Let's leave them hanging. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. These questions are submitted to at Pulp Mech Show. Travis Marks is the one that picks them and reads them. Let's do it. BTO also giving away a $100 gift card every week on Fantasy. Why didn't we say that? I don't know. That's why I did. $100 a week. $100 every week. Yeah, in, in a week. In every week. Just yep. do it. Do it. BTOsports.com. Do it. BTOsports.com. Uh, we'll start with this one from Travis. All right. Uh, is that you? No. I stopped by Angel Stadium what, today. A- what browser is the number one browser? <laughs> and that's it for uh, tweets. Right. <laughs> Suck it, Steve. <laughs> uh, I stopped by Angel Stadium today and got to watch some of the build-out. Looks like new dirt. I asked Prater, and he just smiled. What has Steve heard? Hmm. First of all, who is it? Travis. Get alive, Travis. Like, stop by to look at the build. I mean, come on. Anyways, haven't heard. Don't know. I don't know. Who knows? It could be new dirt for A1, and then they'll leave it in there for Monster Jam, and it'll be garbage by A2. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it's new dirt. I don't know. Haven't heard anything. That would be cool if it is. This one from Todd Martin for Kiefer. If you were a team owner and had to choose one brand of bike and one brand of gear to run, what would they be? Man, that's a good question. Husky, Rockstar Edition. Ooh, one. Uh, Yamaha and Fly. Flyracing.com. I didn't see that coming. Best gear out there. This one's from Spags. Mm Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the first rider to ruin their 28 season, 2018 season with a bad result? A1? Oh, come on, Spags. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. who knows? There's going to be some, like we talked about, though, in our preview show on Racer X. There's 14 dudes who all think they belong in the top 10. We counted 14 guys that are like, yeah, I'm in the top 10. And so four dudes are going to leave Anaheim pissed, really mad. Yes. What about uh, who makes the main? You said Alex Ray makes the main, but does Seven Deuce Deuce make the main? I need to see him in practice. I, no. need, to see, I need to see the new Seven Deuce Deuce. Then, then I say no. No. If I have to say no. If I have to go now, I say no. Because look at uh, look at this list of guys. So uh, this is all right. Webb. You you tell me yes or no. Okay, for main event. Right. Ready? Yep. Web. No. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> that went sideways. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Yes. Web. Tomac. Yes. Baggett. Yes. Brayton. Yes. Seeley. Yes. Wilson. Yes. Tickle. Yes. Anderson. Yes. Reed. Yes. Mm. If he's there. Muscan. Yes. Mookie. Ooh. Yes. Grant. Yes. Pike. Yes. Marsha. 
Yes. Roxon. Yes. J Mart. Yes. Freeze. What is it? Freeze. Yes. Bloss. Mm. No. The bear. Yes. Ray. Mm, yes. Hanson. Yes. Michelia. Yes. That's twenty-two. So that Weimer's not even in that list. Weimer, okay. Or seven deuce deuce. So. Or seven deuce deuce. And there's always some dudes that show up that you're like, wow, look at that guy. Right. Schmidt. Not on that list. Yeah, where's he at? I don't know. Yeah. All right. All right. Next question. Is the stacking of the West Coast because of the wacko effect? Or no. Be- or because riders are ready to go? We already talked about that. No. It's injuries. Steve, do a live show with Antonovich in studio for St. Louis and send Kiefer there to do coverage. Uh, <laughs> well, who is that guy? Keel McStovepipe. Fuck you, Keel McStovepipe. He hated St. Louis. I sent him to St. Louis. He hated it. Dude. So you would so. think sending Kiefer to, to a race was basically like asking Kiefer to go uh, with the launch codes uh, to, for the nuclear weapon. Um, uh, Anton is from St. Louis. There's zero chance Anton skipped St. Louis. He, yeah. he Anton lo- replied and said that. Yeah, basically. he loves St. Louis. He's not skipping that race. He loves East St. Louis and West St. Louis and everything about St. Louis. There is a real cool... Strip club on the other side of the state line, though, in St. Louis also. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kiefer, stamp your 450 champ. Tomek. This was from Kyle Malibu. Resting dick face Tomek. <laughs> Jesus. I can't believe He's a nice that. guy. I can't fucking believe you said that. Like He is a nice guy. He has a sense of humor. Calm down. I don't know how that went. I think it went sideways. Marks I think is, it's fine. Marks is with me. Really? Yeah. Well, I thought it was okay. Yeah. He, you, see him, you hear him laughing? He laughed. Yeah. It's a nervous laugh. You know John Tomac laughed at that. No. Right, no. <laughs> it's a laugh of like, hey, Jeffrey Dahmer, did you eat, kill and eat that guy? <laughs> yeah. That's a laugh. Okay. That's the same laugh. That's so similar. That's yeah. the same laugh. Ha, 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 ha. Right. That's the laugh. <laughs> yeah. This one from Kyle Malibu. Who has more, quote, unquote, pressure coming into A1, Tomac or Roxon? Roxon. Because Tomac's good. We know that. Dude, really? Yeah. More pressure? Yeah, Roxon has to, you know, the, how's the arm? How's the arm? How's to me, the arm? there's no pressure on Roxon because if he does shitty, he has an excuse. Dude, he's got a, he's the highest paid rider in the sport, and he's been out for a year. Like Fuck, Fucked up. Yeah. No. This is from LAX defense coach. <clears throat> Mathis, mm-hmm. is anyone more savage than Alex Nagy in the, on the island right now? And Dude. are we kicking off A-Ray and Henry Miller? I don't know. We've got to determine. I need Kiefer's help with this. We need to talk about this at some point. Okay, what is this? Just privateer. Who's a privateer and who's not? Are you in a semi? You're not a privateer. Bro, they're all in semis. Nagy's not? No, but. Well, he's a privateer. That's your cutoff. If you're in a rig and you get, you've get bikes for free. That's two things, though. Doesn't matter. I'm building this right here. So they both need to happen. Yes. If you had to purchase your bikes and let's so say TB, TPJ is taking your bikes, that's not a rig to me. That's just Chad's some... a privateer then. Oh, that's a good one. If he's buying his bikes, mm-hmm. yes. All right. If he is purchasing his stuff, is he purchasing a suspension? Probably. I'm yeah. sure he's on a rental thing, right? A Ray. Not privateer. Not. He's no get, salary. He's getting. He's probably getting a little bonus money. Salary bonus. That's, to me, a bonus is a salary. Well, Nagy lived in his van for 24 straight days and showered like twice, he said. That's insane. Yeah. 
That dude's a privateer. Do you know Nagy? No. You gotta listen to this privateer island I did with him. It's, I, I read his thing on Race Right. He goes. He has a BA and all this. He's a smart guy, right? I don't know anything about that, but he lives in his van and he had to wrap his gas can in garbage bags so the smell wouldn't kill him. Holy while sh- he slept. No shit. Yeah. This guy wants it. Today he was out practicing starts with no starting device. And our friends at Works Connection just tweeted me and offered to give him a starting device. Wow. And what's he riding? KTMs? Yeah. Hmm. Good for you, Alex. He was a member of RM Army. Now he got smart. Good for you, Alex. Yeah. Fuck off, Alex. All right. Kiefer, with your new hot tub at the house, should we expect some new After Dark stories? Yes. <laughs> Quick. This one from Pulpamex Fan Club. What is the motivation for Ricky Fowler's new short video promo about Supercross? I didn't see a sponsor name. I, I saw that. Um, I saw that question, but like, it was just something cool that Fox Sports did with a bunch of athletes to promote Supercross. I mean, I don't know what motivation do they I didn't need? See it, so. Yeah, they had like a MMA guy and Ricky Fowler and some chick and, and limping and I, I don't know talking <laughs> about Super what. Just, it's just funny how you like. Some MMA guy and some chick. I don't know those people, so I don't know. But it, I thought it was cool. Didn't you, Marks? No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. You got world-class athletes like yeah. uh, Michael Bisbing, who was the yeah, champion. N- nobody knows who that guy was. Who is that? The UFC champion, middleweight. Yeah, not He just it. barely lost. And then uh, Alex Morgan of the women's U.S. Olympic soccer team. Yeah, so there we go. Hmm. I don't know any And then Ricky Fowler. And somebody else? No, is that it? Uh, I think it was just okay. us three. Right, no. So that's cool. Yeah. Um. Steve, for fantasy strategies at A one, are you going to buy your? Are you going by your phone full of people who say everyone is flying, or by practice times? Dude, you cannot go wrong by doing practice times. You can outthink yourself to death. Those guys that do really well, they don't know much about the sport. They just go by practice times and they do pretty well. So just do that. This one is from Cody, I think. Steve, what happens when a bike gets stuck in the nets during the races? I could see it being very difficult to get your bike out of the mesh with handlebars and pegs getting caught up in the net. I won't mm. be paying attention because I'll be beating off. <laughs> what? Yeah. For, for what? For a net being caught, be, for a bike landing in a That's net. That's sexual to you? It's just something I've wanted to see for so long. Oh, it's like like getting lesbians to come over and doing it in front of you? Something like that? I, I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm half joking, Kiefer. I'm not really going to do that. <laughs> He's so serious. Like, you know. Um, yeah, but you know what? It'll save lives, and I can't wait. That'll be awesome. Post-ejaculation remorse. <laughs> I'll have that. <laughs> this was from Kofefe. Uh, Kiefer. Stop it. <laughs> what happened to Ken Roxon going back to Fox? Uh, he is going to go. Yeah, to Fox. he is. He's a he's a lab athlete, so he's going to go back and forth. So he will go to Fox. I thought the lab closed. No. Uh, who's who has a better? This is from Nathaniel. Who has a better comeback from a great fall in hype? Dean Wilson or AC? I mean, to me, Dean. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. AC's going to do. AC's really well. always been yeah, good. He's just getting hurt. Right. Yeah, get hurt. Yeah. That's all. All right. BTOSports.com. Please check them out. Uh, love those guys. And uh, tweet at Pulp and Mike Show if you want to get your questions answered on the air. We can do that. And we can do it uh, live each and every Monday night. We will do be it. here. Let's do it. Blake Baggett signed A1 Anaheim One Gear contest at PulpMechShow.com. And uh, well, three things that Kiefer said tonight or that you learned from Kiefer or uh, 
That's a lot. Probably. Anything about that? Hey, uh, in studio right now, up from uh, Canada, is uh, is our buddy Glenn. Glenn, what's up, man? How are you? Fantastic, Steve. Thanks for letting me in. Uh, how's it been over there? <laughs> Sitting in and listening. Yeah, no, I've enjoyed the. You've listened to the show, right? You're you're an avid listener. Thousands of hours, for real. Like not (laughs) making that up. Wow. So now you have this idea of of sitting in a show and what it's really like. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it could be lame. So (laughs) no, it's terrific. Uh, But you know, uh, you're a uh, friend of Justin Thompson, who who I know well. Uh, He's starting the new. What is the new thing called? The new series. uh, the Triple Crown, Rockstar Triple Rockstar Crown. Rockstar Triple Crown, but the uh, it's not Jetworks anymore. No, it's MRC. MRC. I'm excited for Canadian Moto, man. It's a new era. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, nothing against Stally, but it was time. And, Absolutely. Uh, and Justin and his group, I think, are going to do uh, tremendous things. Yeah. They, have, uh, they have the experience. Yep. They have the backing. Yep. And uh, they have the desire. Yep. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, and you're a friend of Marshall Plums also. Rollerball's old mechanic. Never mind that he took Cooper to a national title. That's the, never mind that. Yeah. Rollerball. Yeah. Marshall yeah. and I uh, went to high school together with another friend, Keith Windsor, and we traveled uh, southwestern Ontario yeah. motocross circuit and uh, stayed in touch forever. He's a fantastic guy. Yeah, awesome. You still see him at the races. Do you know Marshall? Mm, I never you don't met know him. Marshall, huh? I mean, I know who yeah, he is, yeah, but yeah, I never yeah. met him. One of the friendliest guys in the pits to everybody. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So and Because of Coop, that's how he ended up in Oklahoma. And he's yeah, in, and he's just always with, stayed there. Huh? He's helped so many guys. Yeah. Everybody, Justin Bogle and all those yeah. guys. So, okay, so here's a random weird Canadian moto question. Remember the Bullyowski brothers? Yes, but that was kind of, they it? came along after I was. Well, was it? Okay. Yeah. This Okay, this is what this one guy did in Canada. Canadian motocross. Okay? Bullyowski? Bullyowski. Bullyowski. So, we have Loretta Lins of Canada. Right. I don't know if you know the story or not, Glenn, but I'll tell you. Walton. So we have the Loretta Lins of Canada. No, that's before Walton. Okay. Even. So we have, a, we have all the junior. You have to go to junior out of 80s. You have no choice. You have to go to juniors. Mm-hmm. And then you go to senior, mm-hmm. and then you become a pro. Now okay. it's different, but that was back in the day. Okay. So you cannot skip. It's C-class, but it's junior C-class, but you cannot skip it. Right. In Canada. You have to go through it. This dude, two different races. Junior nationals, senior nationals, amateur nationals. This dude shows up at the Junior Nationals and sweeps six motos. Goes to the Senior Nationals two weeks later, six motos. Sweeps. Sweeps. Goes right into pro. Like, people are like, oh, my God. And then, like, he never did that much as a pro. I think he was okay, but he's from Sarnia, which is where you're from. He's around there, I believe. Yeah. Right? Or uh, I think he was. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So that's why I ask you. But, so... And then the dude kind of fizzled as soon as he like did all that. That's it. People were like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like you know, nobody. Did he race nationals after? He that? did, but I don't know how well he did. I always wanted to know what huh. happened. Huh. Maybe Galdi knows. He'll be here next week. Yeah, they'd know. Uh, you know, Sarnia nightlife tend to take the wind out of the sails. Oh, of a lot they? of guys. You know, Kevin Moore <laughs> and. Uh, oh, it's more from around there. Absolutely. Oh, okay, number yeah. ten in Canada one yeah. year. I think Kevin Moore, right? Yep, natural talent. Yeah, and Dave Beatty. Yeah, um, Dave stuck at it for a long time, yeah. as high as number four. Right. And Dave's a good friend of mine, family friend. Yeah. Um, and you donated it to. Uh, I gotta f- pull it up here. Tom White. Tom White, but I gotta figure out what what it is uh, to sit in tonight. Uh, it's fantastic to hear you to, to, to do this. Uh, and I got the name right here. The uh, High Hopes Brain Injury and Rehab in Irvine, California, in Tom White's name. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, thanks for coming in tonight. Uh, hope you had fun. 
Yeah, uh, no, uh, pleasure and honor to donate uh, something that was really important to Tom White. I actually met him in yeah, 1986. Yeah, which is really funny, right? Yeah. He was, was, a, he was going on about Larry Brooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I stayed a uh, good friend of mine, Brett Daly, uh, former yep. Racer X Canada yep. writer. And he's still in New Zealand? Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, I met yep. Brett. Yeah. Yep. His, yeah. uh, his uncle is a very good friend of mine, and I uh, came out to visit him for a month in 1986. Yep. We went down to Carlsbad for the Transcal. And uh, Larry uh, had a privateer, CR-125, yeah. pulled the whole shot, ran up front for a long time. And there's Tom, who was a friend of Peter Dills. And he was White Brothers at that time. Yeah. 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 And there's, he's running from corner to corner. He's screaming, cheering Larry on. <laughs> he's telling me what a great young guy he is, how yeah. hard he works, needs some breaks. He'd had some injuries and stuff yeah. like that. And you're around the guy, and you just go, wow, he's yeah. so moto. He was always so positive, man. He, uh... Just real quick, I, I didn't know. I knew who he was, and I was like, ooh, Tom White, because I knew White Brothers and... He walked up to me. He said, hey, Chris, how you doing? He knew my name, my first name, oh, wow. gave me a handshake, said, you look good out there. And then to me, that was like my first yeah. meeting at Tom. I was like, holy shit, that guy knows my name, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. we're going to miss him. So, uh, yeah, donated some cash and uh, sat in on the, on the show. So appreciate it. You're in Vegas with your family for the week. Yep. So, um, yeah, and, and, and Justin was the one who uh, who asked me to. Reached out, yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah. no problem. Uh, glad to have you in. And next week there'll be another Canadian here, too. So. All right. That'll be fantastic. <laughs> so uh, thanks, Glenn. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, all right, everybody. So thanks to Tomac. Thanks to Andrew Jefferson. Thanks to Jake Weimer, DV, Jason Thomas for all coming on. We're going to do a little AD. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to wrap this thing up. Just a touch. We're not Just doing a, a touch. Little, yeah, no, not a lot. A touch of AD. A little snippet. So we'll slowly fade out here. Yep. Put the kids to bed. Put the kids to bed. Turn off the radio. Yep. Turn everything off. And we're back. All right. Keep for after dark, everybody. Again, if you have. Okay. Uh, so, uh, again, if you, uh, if you have some kitties, listen, uh, skip this part. Um, a couple things, uh, got a real quick email for one for AD. Okay. And, uh, I, I had a voicemail from a guy that listened, and I forgot to get it to you, Marks, but, um, older, he listened to your sound check. Mm-hmm. Hated it. You lost your job at Yamaha or you got laid off or you quit? Uh, laid off. And then you and Heather broke up? Heather broke up with me the next day. The next day? Yep. Heather broke up with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you were down in the dumps. Life, Life Health brought you back. Yes. And people can listen to your sound check for that whole story. Yes. This guy called and said he got fired and his girlfriend broke up with him just a little while ago and he feels exactly how you feel. Right. So. I'm, I I feel you, dude. It's yeah. a dark, dark time for you. Tell I him to get hang it. in there, right? Hang in. All right. Uh, a couple things for Kiefer After Dark. Uh... Dirty Al Green sent this in. Dirty Al Green. All right. Hey, Kiefer, my bike my bike is uh, 12 years older than me. Mm. I'm in my 30s. Most of the time when it's time to ride, she's fallen asleep because she's run around for everyone else in the family and pushed me to the back burner. I've tried being extra nice. Mm-hmm. I've tried being extra mean. Mm. Mm. Helping out around the house and expressing how it hurts me. Nothing works. I'd be more okay if there was some sort of gesture to show, she, to show she's sorry but usually it's like nothing happened and I should just deal with it. It affects more than our riding, quote unquote. It's most of our time together. She'll just fall asleep. I'm looking for any suggestions because I can't take it for much longer and I wanted to make it work. Okay. <laughs> so this is what you do. I get this question asked a lot to me because I've had friends in the same situation. Um, to me, it's very, very simple. And some of, the, some of you guys out there do not do this. What you just emailed to us, you need to break it down to her. Some women do not understand how important sex is to men. 
we basically you want to feed us, fuck us, and then we want to ride our dirt bikes, and that's it. Sandwiches, preferably. I mean, seriously, we're very, very easy creatures to figure out. Men, you need to explain to her, hey. I'll do whatever you need me to do for you and your side, but this is what I need in our relationship. If she can't do that and that's a problem, then I guess you need to go do something else because that's how either A, you cheat or the relationship goes south and you guys don't talk and just, and life turns to shit. So it's funny when you when you see all these problems, communication comes down to everything. And I got a suggestion for that guy. Yeah, go ahead. All expenses paid trip to Hawaii seems to work. That's There you go. Uh, communicate in Hawaii. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But you, if you don't tell her how you feel and what really you need, well. how the fuck is she supposed to know? Right. So, I mean, Heather falls asleep. I get it. I fall asleep. It's all, you right. know, you're busy. But you got to explain, like, hey, we need to make time to bone. Heather, good advice? Yes. Okay. There you go. All right. Next up, real quickly. Uh, so, Ben from Australia. I think it's Ben Fuller. Yes. I think it's this guy. He called in last time you were here. I don't think I was even here. Oh, I was you were on the, were, I was you on on the phone. phone. That's yeah, right. You were yeah. on the phone. You're, you didn't come up that day. Um, <laughs> you were on the phone, and he said that he works, or his wife works at a at a at a toy shop, uh-huh. and he said for sure the Satisfier Two mm. is the best toy to use, and he said that his wife finishes in one minute or whatever it was, and it is the shit, and you got to try it. And so uh, we here at Pulp Max, we take this seriously. Mm-hmm. We placed an order with Amazon. Yes, you did. The Satisfier 2. Yes, you did. Exactly what he he said. And we sent it direct to the high des. Yes, you did. For some intense testing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now let, me, let me preface this before you start, babe. <laughs> we, as a household, yeah. have no judgments. <laughs> We're free. You bring something in. We don't judge. We'll try it. Anything, right? I mean, I think we know that. Okay. Yeah. Unwrapped it. Did the thing. Eh, doesn't look impressive. Yeah. But we've been through this before. $70. Things, things that doesn't look that impressive sometimes work very oh, well. Yes. Never judge a book by its cover. Right. right. So, Heather, take it over. Go on. Ben. Go ahead. Ben. Ben. So, Dear Ben. <laughs> so we got it out. She used it. We had a whole thing planned. I'm sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. She wasn't super impressed by it. The things that I do not like about it as a male, it makes a sucking sound. It's very loud. Like, it's not attractive. And as as a man, I'm a visual can you Can you close your eyes and make it sound like a sandwich? No, because no. it sounds like a dog at the dog bowl. Oh. Yes. It's very loud. Very. So, if your chick is ready. Uh, like the dentist? Mark's brought, Mark's up, brought up a Mark's great brought one. Mark's brought up the dentist? Yes. That sucking, like he's in your mouth with that hose. <laughs> yes. That is not something uh, you want to, yeah. So, you didn't really do anything, right? No. Heather usually finishes with... A splash. Yes. <laughs> like someone cannonballed into yeah, a pool. Right. There was no cannonball in the pool. Someone dipped their toe into a pool. I mean, it, it was okay, but there had to be other things going on. Right. Like, how many, out of ten boners, how many boners do we give this? There you go. How many boners? Yeah, yeah ten right. boners being the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like a one. One boner. Ben. Fail, Ben. Ben, you really, I really mean, oversold this thing. And Ben, you owe me seventy fucking dollars, Ben. Dude, Ben, what was the what's the thing that you have that you like that you that it's the good? Leo? The Leo. That's what you got to go to. That's good times. 
Good job, Ben. Cost me 70 bucks for one I mean, boner out of 10. We will give it another well, yeah, shot. Yeah, will you ever try it again? We will try it again. We will not discriminate. I'm going to put earplugs in. And Aiden cannot ever be home, <laughs> ever. Yeah, it's super loud. It's like if you lights, got, the lights dim. Yeah, if you got kids, it's you got to make sure that grandma's or something, because that shit, you can't do that. Or the TV's on really loud. Yeah. It's kind of like a... Uh, and then there was some other weird attachments that came with it that didn't... That the really instructions didn't tell you what it was, and you didn't had to really figure go it out to it. It was like in a separate bag. It's like a surprise, figure it out on yourself, and do what you need to do. So no good. No, no good. No. Sorry, Ben. Thank you, Ben, for the gesture, though. Thank you for thinking of us. Thank you, Steve Mathis, once again. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. That's 70 bucks I'll never get back, Ben. Thanks I didn't even know what you... You're just like, I'm sending it. I'm like, what? <laughs> he was so stoked on the phone. I'm like, we have to get this tried. So if it was good, would you have gotten one for yourself? Maybe for Pookie. Okay. I'm not gonna That's what it. I mean. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. It's just it's very different. And I don't know if you saw a picture of what it looks like. <laughs> kind of. I saw the box. It reminded me of this toy that Aiden had. Oh, oh that's, not, that's not horny Well, no, <laughs> it's not because it was the, ins- remember his insect sucker he had? No. That you pick up bugs with it? That's what it reminded me of. It made that little vacuum like, Nee-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-e-
pick one. I don't know. Just pick a dude. Satisfier? Two? <laughs> yes, Satisfier is going to win. Right. A1, yes. Glenn, Anaheim 1 winner. Blake Baggett. What? Ooh, hey, dark horse. No shit. We didn't talk about that. James Stewart. He's coming out and he's going to win. <laughs> oh, that'd be yes. great. Yes. And then Chad Reed right behind him. Yes. Easy. Marks, Anaheim 1 winner. Uh, Roxon. Okay. Uh. Anaheim 1 winner. <laughs> Anna, Anaheim 1 winner. Yes. No. No, just... Muscan. Boogie says Muscan. All right. We got a bag it? 250 Play. winner. Go. We got a Muscan? I'm going, I go Tomac for Anaheim on winner. So. 250. Ah, no, we're done. We're done with that. Boogie <laughs> says AC. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We will be here next week to uh, talk Anaheim one and more. As always, uh, sponsor deals on publicmixshow.com. Swisscore, Moser. Thanks to both of you jerkies. And uh, yeah, we will be back next week. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.